If Tetradule's the one doing the dumping, we'll know soon enough. Oh, look who finally pipes up. We've been in the car for 20 minutes, and that's the first thing you've said. I know, sorry. Catching up on emails from Klaus. Oh, my God, that guy is out of control, right? Does he send you, like, ten a day? Yes, and they're all about nothing. Like, like, how awesome would it be if we both had Corvettes? But if you don't write back, he flips out. Such a bitch. Episode 129. There's already, like, seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy, like, shooting at a wall. It's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture, pushovers, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) I'm Jake. (laughs) <laughs> and we're leftovers. Stop! Hammer time! Oh, yeah. I said, you know what? You know what? Yeah, Frank's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I, but I posted on Facebook. I was like, uh, yeah, we have a special guest joining us today. Uh, not Frank. <laughs> I'm not special in that kind of way. What the fuck? Come on, that was all right. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> work yeah, on that. Should I have competition this episode? And he's, he's, he's only here for forty-five minutes, so I don't think he's ever going to get the shake off the rust. <laughs> so, uh, no. It's we, funny, my wife said the same thing about me the other night. Yeah, he'll be killing uh, it on the drive home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I think he killed it when he fucking uh, used his entire monologue on uh, on his visit here. <laughs> These folks will be here all week. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, you know, we, uh, unlike Frank, we do have a special guest today. Uh, sorry, Frank. That's fine, man. <laughs> we do have a special guest. And it's live, in person. Yeah, I made it. Not a, not a Skype call. Welcome. Welcome, Slob Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be on. It's one of my favorite shows. So uh, I'm glad to be at the table with uh, my favorite podcast. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> I'm wow. sucking All right, from, from here on out, I'm busting balls. <laughs> All right. There we go. That's what I'm here. Oh, uh, and to start it off, fuck you guys. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> So uh, you know, is, is it like is, how do how do we do this? How do we do? Do, do I have people tell you about you? Because you you got your own podcast. Yeah, yeah. You can find us at comicslubs dot com and iTunes and all that like cheap shit. See, the reason I wanted to plug you now is because it's like our episodes go five hours. Yeah, no one's gonna stick around. Exactly. <laughs> If you're a new listener, it's like you're not, you're gone. The, after, after the first twenty minutes, you're like, "Fuck this Re- shit." Really, they'll probably have enough of me by the end of this. So. Oh. Don't very considerate that. of you. No, don't do self-deprecation. Just just bash us. That's how it works. No, I listen to your podcast every week. Unlike uh, Jake, you have a podcast, Ryan? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I've been messaging you about it every morning. Uh-huh. Really? I don't get those messages. 
Oh man, but yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic to have you here. Thank you. All right, so uh, yeah, Ryan will be joining us. He's gonna you're just gonna go through the whole rigmarole of the pop culture leftovers, all of our shit. <laughs> so yeah, we've got our rating system. You know it, correct? Uh, yeah. You you guys uh, give it like five stars. Oh Jesus Christ! Is it bananas. All right, um, you're you're banned. <laughs> is is Ryan dying or something? This isn't like your Make a Wish, right? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, that would be the most pathetic Make a Wish ever. <laughs> <laughs> they they're trying to stop me like hey you know like Kevin Smith does podcasts we got this like Marin guy I'm no no I want to be on pop culture left <laughs> <laughs> there are other alternatives you could just go cut yourself <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like other podcasts, like, they'll announce, like, oh, we've got a special guest coming up. Like, let's say it's, like, Joe Rogan mm-hmm. or, like, you know, even tell him Steve Dave. And then you're like, oh, my God, Kevin Smith's going to be on this episode. For us, it's like, oh, we got a special guest. And people are just like, oh, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's that dive bar. <laughs> we are the dive bar of podcasting. Uh, you know what? You know what? was really cool this week. Something I thought that was dead. And, and Jay didn't fuck it. But... <laughs> Nice. Is the other page, uh, the Leftover Army Afterthoughts. Oh, yeah. I yeah. saw some posts from them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they were starting to I, – I don't know how I saw it in my feed, but I saw something pop up in my feed. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, holy shit, they've revived this thing. And uh, I hadn't seen it in a while, and that, that was kind of cool to see a little bit of activity on there. Yeah, yeah. It's been going strong for about three or four weeks now, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I didn't even know about it until just this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. If you want to join, I guess you just look up on uh, fucking Facebook, Leftover Army Afterthoughts. Yep. And it's it's a great place uh, to, you know, for Leftover Army members to get together, tell Squirrel Girl jokes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Talk about us behind our backs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true. True. Practice CM Punk monologues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, drop, drop pipe bombs. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought it was cool. Uh, Jake, you had your birthday last week. And yes. then uh, Michael Cannon drew you that amazing picture. Yeah, wow. That's a great picture. Yeah. Did you post that on the on Not the- on Facebook page. Yeah, I, I, I had the same thought. Yeah. <laughs> Without farting. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Jake saw it and he's like... <laughs> oh, I love it. It's great. Mm. All right. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Michael Cannon. That was an amazing... What was it called? It was called, like, uh, Spider-Man Webs. (laughs) Jesus Christ, you're like... uh, (laughs) Who's the fucking slob here? No, he's like a fucking St. Bernard. (laughs) I I feel like I'm watching Turner and Hooch, the sequel. I thought the fucking dog died at the end. I'm shaving all my face. Jake is... is, I'm over it. This is the last week. Get get ready to be like, who the fuck are you next week? Pouring off of that goddamn thing. No, Jake's drinking a beer, and he's got fucking, like, alcohol just... <laughs> Hanging on his beard and shit like it's, it's terrible. Yeah. The bonus though is that like if you don't shower the next day, you can just kind of lick your beard while you're uh, at work. Yeah. Maybe you get a buzz. <laughs> Tips from Frank. <laughs> Life hack. No, 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 no. True story. The last person that got a tip from Frank got <laughs> pregnant. No to that. Just a tip. Yeah, in college we used to shoot each other in the mouth with. Uh, oh, oh squirt gun! Oh, 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 squirt gun! No, if you saw a gun-filled squirt gun. No, I thought you were going to say your tip again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to share mics with Frank anymore. <laughs> Too salty? Uh, I'm taking mine back home then. You don't, appre- you don't appreciate the extra beer I'm giving you. <laughs> You're getting touchy feely. <laughs> we're, we're done. It's me oh, or Frank, Brian. Choose. <laughs> Hey guys, you know what? You know what? Uh, April Fool's Day is coming up soon. Yes, and uh, this is a warning to the army. 
on April Fool's Day, there's a bunch of bunk news articles. Mm-hmm. So don't fucking send them to me. <laughs> on April Fool's Day, honestly, I just want you to take everything with a grain of salt. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you see all these articles out there and they're like, oh my god, uh, fucking uh, Betty White is gonna fucking play, I don't know, fucking Aunt May or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I, don't fucking <laughs> send me the fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's bullshit. Or if you're like me, you'll fall for it ten months later. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Dredd. Yeah. 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 Uh, I fell for that one, too. God damn. damn it. And I remember reading that when it, when it originally came out, and it didn't hit me. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, this is coming from Jake. <laughs> I can trust Jake. It's not a credible uh, source. First, no. first mistake. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so don't... Don't fall for everything on April Fool's Day. Is it on a Wednesday or something? No, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was listening to uh, – it's crazy. Uh, we have a ton of listeners that listen to this thing. We read your emails and things like that. I've read this gentleman's emails on our show before, but I'm, I'm listening to Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. And it was like a few weeks ago, and they start reading this email to the people in this arena or whatever that they talk to, this theater that they're talking in, doing the show. And he's like, all right, we got an email from Todd Massengale. And I was like, what? I was Familiar like, name. Yeah, I was like, holy fucking shit. He's one of our listeners. Yeah. This is not the first time one of our listeners... Emails have been read on Hollywood Babylon either. Hmm. David Isaac's email was read on uh, Hollywood Babylon before. So there, yeah, two two That's listeners cool. yeah. have showed up on a better podcast. <laughs> <laughs> did they plug us in the email? No, they oh, did not. Shit. <laughs> Fuckers. So shameless plug. <laughs> all right. So uh, you know what we're going to do? We're, we're going to do your emails and all that shit. And it was a light week on emails, which was, I think, only like 13 emails this week. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> light. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. I think people are scared to get banned. <laughs> people are scared to get banned. It's a good kind of they're fear. Gonna, they're going to spread them out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I feel like Anakin. It's working. Good job. Good job. So, yeah. I, I am going to pat myself on the fucking back for that. God, every fucking week you guys are like, you they hear their emails and it's like fucking crack. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. I got to hear my thoughts again on Pop Culture Leftovers. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like these aren't short fucking emails. These are no. wrong. No. And Wayne Brunius last week is telling us about cleaning his goddamn bedroom. <laughs> like I give a rat's ass. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Mr. Spick and Span over there. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, yeah, it's good to have you with us, Ryan. Yeah, man, this is awesome. <laughs> so instead of jumping right into emails, because, Frank, we're, we've got limited time with you. Yeah. Thank God for that. All right. <laughs> I was drinking. You beat me to it. No, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I was telling Frank it's it's good. Good to see you again, yeah. man. It's really good to see you again. I'm glad to see you guys, too. Yeah. yeah. Lots of just bullshit going on in my life, and this is about all the time I could spare, but I wanted to make sure I got here. Yeah, it's just it's great to have you here. Yeah. So, uh, it, but it'd be even greater if you spoke into the mic. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this fucking mop hanging off of Jake's face, and I, I wonder what the fuck. I know. Jake's face is... <laughs> <laughs> It's like a fucking car wash. Did he hit Jay or Yeah, he <laughs> nailed me right there in the eye. This is why you never see fucking Han Solo that close to Chewbacca. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I bet Han... Uh, oh my god, that's a fucking nightmare for Chewbacca when he pisses or like <laughs> after... He- or after he, like, ejaculates. Yeah. Can you fucking imagine? Like, the fucking... Yeah. He'd have to clean himself, uh-huh. yeah. No matter how many shakes, it's still dripping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is making me feel better. 
do you think that Han Solo, you know, like Han Solo, like after fucking Chewbacca, Chewbacca takes a shit, do you think that Han Solo has to like if, if, if it's growing too much and he gets like, do you think he gets like those little shit balls, dingleberries, <laughs> dingleberries that get stuck to the fur? He's oh, probably I got like dingle dreadlocks back then. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? No. But do you think Han has to get the scissors out and like trim it up? <laughs> yes, Somebody's I'm sure got he to. Does. I'm sure he does. Like a true friend. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that he takes like a fucking Chewie to like the groomer or some <laughs> shit? They probably have droids for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything with you, they got a droid for it. Yeah, <laughs> Everything yeah. in the Star Wars universe. Jake's like, ah, they got a droid for that. That's what they do. Oh, yeah, this droid checking my prostate right now. <laughs> really, though, who else are you going to give that job to? It's like Apple. They, there's an app for that. <laughs> Han was trying to give that job to Ray in Episode 7. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Instead of handing her the blaster, yeah. he gets her a pair of scissors. That Chewie really likes you takes on a whole new meaning. <laughs> wow. Just calmly tell him, Red Rocket, Red Rocket. So what we're – stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do now we're, You know what We're not going to bury the lead Everybody wants us to hear our thoughts On the Ghostbusters trailer mm-hmm. I don't like listening to podcasts Where they bury the lead I got your fucking download Yeah I don't care when you turn The damn thing off yeah. <laughs> I already suckered you into Fucking downloading this piece of shit <laughs> So I'm not going to bury The goddamn lead We're going to talk about Fucking Ghostbusters The Ghostbusters trailer dropped Paul Feig uh, uh, he, uh, he teased it mm-hmm. And then they dropped it on uh, What was it The third? Yes Yeah it was the third uh, So we're going to talk about it You know who I am most curious To hear their thoughts on mm-hmm. With this fucking trailer Definitely not And I don't care What your thoughts are <laughs> <laughs> I saw that one coming. Yeah. I only got one eye, so... Uh, don't talk about your one eye on the podcast. But I want to hear what Jake has to say about uh, Paul Feig's uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, right now? Yes, sir. Um, I- Actually, I should go with Frank, because you're fucking yes man over here. <laughs> Actually, I, you know what? I should start with Frank. Either way, you, man, no, you're just gonna, gonna you're, no, you're going to follow suit with Jake. I'll go first. I don't give a fuck. What do you think, Jake? I, I tasting it. You're tasting it? Yeah. Okay. I um, And with, the thing with comedy movies is, is I almost prefer, like, let's just go out right off the bat. My excitement for this movie is no less than it was after seeing this trailer. I'm okay. super excited, and I still expect the best. Yeah. With comedy movies, I almost don't want a Tupperware trailer. I feel like a lot of times in comedy movies, when you get the Tupperware trailer, you get the low taste it, toss it movie. Well, and you're also getting the best that the movie has to offer. Exactly. That's exactly my point. They're showing you all the best jokes, all right. the best gimmicks, and that would worry me. If this was a Tupperware trailer, I'd almost be more worried than with what I got. I, I thought it was a good trailer. Like, I, right. it was a taste it, close to a high taste it. So, Jake and Frank, give it a taste it. <laughs> Go, no, all right, go all ahead. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, I have no idea where I'm going to fall in the meta as far as this goes, but I fucking toss it. Hmm. And the reason is because at, right at the jump, they're saying, okay, 30 years ago, four men saved New York. And then everything that I'm seeing in this trailer is rehashed plot, rehashed that, script. Okay. It's a reboot. Yeah, it is a reboot. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm not a big fan of these Hollywood reboots anyway. I, I'd rather see – I would rather see – a news story. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to get any kind of a spin on it, but I mean, the things that they showed were just cookie cutter excerpts from the original movie. Okay. And also the fucking special effects. I think they're trash. If you look at the, if you look at a cutaway from the chick, the ghost in the library or whatever from the first movie in this, this looks like a bad video game to me. Mm. So I, I, I toss it. I'll still watch it. And because I mean comedic timing and all that stuff, and I would like to see the ladies, you know, do well. 
But, I mean, I, I just wish they would have went a different direction with it. I don't want to see the same thing re-rolled. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right. Taste it, toss it. Uh, Ryan, thoughts on the old Ghostbusters trailer? I'm going to say taste it. It's it's right in the middle. Um, it, really, I have no problem with them rehashing everything. Or, you know, the, I think that is their hope. I mean, it's mm. Ghostbusters. We all love the Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. That movie was great. So basically it's like the same things that uh, Transform uh, – not Transformers, <laughs> Star Wars. Exactly. That was Star exactly Wars The Force Awakens is kind of doing – people are that loved it and, right. and now they're hating on Ghostbusters. But, but at the same time, I don't feel like it was 100% a rehash. I felt like – you know, when, when, uh, to go into it a little bit, there's, they showed some new scenes, like them trying to slap the ghost out of the other one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. We clearly have a little bit different of a story. There was no possession in that movie. You know, maybe a little bit in Ghostbusters 2. But I think it's, uh, perfect as far as, you know, uh, referencing the old and giving you something new. So I, I'm very interested in it, but still, I would say middle of the road taste yeah. it. Yeah, I agree. I don't see the rehash like as much as Frank's talking about. To be honest, like obviously, you. like the scene with the ghosts in the library, like yeah, but that's an iconic scene, and that's great if they're giving an homage to it. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. so. yeah, people are going to get slimed. It's a Ghostbusters. Yeah, movie. exactly. Like, right. Yeah, Slimer's the iconic. Oh, like, hold on. Out of the three people that have given your ratings, uh, Frank said he didn't like the special effects. What did you? What are you guys thinking about the special effects? I thought they were. They were passable. I wasn't wowed by them, but I didn't think they were garbage by any means. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And and really, they still have time. It's still in post production. It's not like that's the <laughs> final special effects. You'll still see like two more trailers probably before yeah. you'll see the movie. And if they update the the special effects by then, that's fine. Just I'm going off of what I already saw. Hmm. Uh, leftover, Jason. Talk to me, Chief. Um, I, I also uh, taste this. Um, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I. I'm not so concerned necessarily about the special effects. I don't think they were great, but they're what I come to expect from movies these days. Like, they're not changing that anytime soon. I'd love them to go back to the practical effects we grew up with, with the original Ghostbusters. Mm. And that, that's, you know, that in itself, along with people like Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, you know, uh, Rick, uh, uh, Rick Moranis, um, Sigourney Weaver, you know, these are, these are hard ghosts, you know, pun intended. For these new actresses to live down, um, but I think I, my faith is in Kristen Wiig to deliver because she always does. Mm-hmm. She's one of the funniest people ever in my lifetime. So if anyone can, you know, up the ante and make this something I'm really going to be happy with, it's her, and I have total faith in that. So from the trailer, you know, we didn't get too much. We got some character interaction. Um, but that to me is what this is really going to hinge on. It's not necessarily going to be the ghost or the special effects. It'll be how well these, you know, these actresses work together and the chemistry between them. And, you know, like I said, Kristen Wiig is one of those people that's funny standing still. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, that's my Bill Murray in this film. And I don't know if they planned it that way, but I, I'm expecting that to be the case. And I'm excited about that alone. So, um, nothing about this really, uh, you know, rub me the wrong way at all as far as the trailer went i've seen way worse trailers for other movies and mm-hmm. i think it uh, i think it kind of summed up you know the this is a team working together there's going to be you know some fun moments there's going to be comedy and then the side note's going to be these you know the ghosts or whatever so and i thought slimer looked cool what little we saw of slimer in that mm-hmm. um but yeah, we're never we're never gonna get what we really want as far as special effects go. Not for a long time. Not till these studios realize, like with the Force Awakens, that 
that's the way to go, and that's more realistic. Yeah, maybe I was a little too harsh when I used the word rehash. Right. I, I don't think that Force Awakens was a rehash. Mm-mm. I'm just talking about public outcry. Yeah, right. So. I, I, yeah, and, you know, there's there's a lot of people that are just dissing this right off the bat, and I, I understand that. But like I said, it's the, it's this hard legacy, of peop- especially people our age. I don't I don't know necessarily how people who didn't grow up with this are going to feel about it who are used to this kind of effects and stuff like that. But for people our age, you're never going to live that down. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. But I'm more interested in the characters. I want to see how that plays out. And the possession angle. You know, they, they did a little bit of that in 1 and 2. Um, but I'm, I'm really interested to see in what... You know what they do. I almost feel like Chris Hemsworth might be possessed in this too, and might it be looked kind like of a, it from that trailer the I, way he I was agree. walking, kind yeah. of a threat. Yeah, yeah. so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I am also going to taste it, and I think that's where I honestly I think that this movie from the trailer, I feel like I'm going to either when I watch the movie, it's going to be a tasted or a Tupperware. Yeah. I, I don't think that it's going to be a toss it for me just from I, this, I don't either. from this trailer. Mm-hmm. The cast is too talented. Yeah. The cast is way too. I guarantee they had a lot of fun making this movie. Right, yeah. uh, and I mean you got Paul Feig in there, and it's like. Uh, everybody, uh, you ruined my childhood. And it's yeah. like, come on, guys. Michael Bay did that already. <laughs> yeah. Everyone holds it so sacred, but they forget about how much Ghostbusters 2 sucked a giant dick. Exactly. Yeah. And, and no, no, pe- there are people that love that film. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I kept telling myself that if this is better than Ghostbusters 2, it's a win. Yeah. Yes. Right. And it won't be hard-pressed to be better than Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, absolutely. No. That's true. Uh-uh. Uh, Paul Feig has confirmed... Uh, I like the special effects myself. Did you? I, I liked uh, the, the city shot where we got to see the one uh, ghost with like the long legs. and it Uncle pans, Sam, and it, almost. Yeah, and it pans up, and you see him, and you yeah. see all these glo- ghosts flying through the city. And yeah. I thought it was cool. It looked like a giant Robin Thicke. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I think, and, and you know, I thought about that too. Like they did, kind of show like this huge city scene with a lot yeah. of ghosts. I feel like that's just, you know, like I think that's kind of the end game of the movie. Yeah. I think we'll get more subtlety, like we did in the original Ghostbusters. Yeah. We don't see ghosts all the time running around. We see them here and there. And no, stuff see, like I, that. I think we're gonna. Uh, I, mean, I agree with you. I think we're gonna fall in love with these characters. I really do. I yeah. think that they're, they're talented ladies. I think you can't get enough of like who they are in these like this quick two minute trailer. I think by the time we actually watch the movie and we've seen plenty of Kate McKinnon to where she actually has that part where she pulls out like the the proton yeah. guns, the oh, pistols, like a brass yeah, knuckles too, the, the proton pistols, yeah. and she starts licking them. Oh, that was a great I th- scene. I think like by the time we get to that point, once we've learned who these characters are. We're going to be like, oh, yes, we get to see the gals in action right, now. And it's right. like, it, it'll get you pumped up. And I, I am pumped up to see it with the girls with the proton packs. You said something about uh, brass knuckles? Yeah, they had like proton. I think most McCarthy may have had them. They were yeah. like proton pack brass knuckles yeah. that awesome. she was like fighting to go with. I thought that was a pretty cool conceit. Yeah, yeah. I got to be so backwards on this. I watched it and I was like, it, it reminded me of Pixels, some of the shit that they were doing in that movie. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to compare uh, fucking Kevin James, Adam Sandler, and whoever the fuck <laughs> to a Ghostbusters movie that actually has talent in it. Yeah, I mean, you got a talented director. I couldn't even tell you who directed Pixels. Me. So uh, you got you got Paul Feig is great, Spy's great, fucking uh, Bridesmaids, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I like that better than I like The Hangover. Oh god, easily. Yeah. So, so you've got that, and then everybody's gonna say, "Oh, Melissa McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy," and it's like I get it. Most of the shit she's in, I fucking can't stand. Yes, but I mean, if they can rein her in and not have her be this bumbling idiot, and uh, I mean, I've seen her do it in Saint Vincent. She was really, she was pretty good in that. 
So it's like, you know, if they can rein her in, this would be fun. I think I think who's ever going to be the closest to, like, the Melissa McCarthy in this movie is going to be Leslie Jones. She seems to be the one that's kind of, like, crazy and out there. I agree. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for uh, Cicely Strong, too. Like, I, from what I've read, she plays, like, the asshole character <laughs> yeah. from the first movie. And I oh, think she'll she, be great. She'll be great as that uber bitch. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'm excited too. Can't wait to see it. Uh, Paul Feig confirmed that this is not a sequel. He says, I know some people are going to ask why it is not a sequel instead of a reboot. I didn't personally like the idea of them being handed technology. Here's how to do this. I want to see it developed. Yes. To me, that's one fault of the trailer, though. Is the, the beginning of the trailer. Yeah. It, I agree. It makes it very confusing sure. that it is a reboot and not a sequel okay. with them self-referencing the... Like 30 years ago, mm-hmm. it's like they're picking up where they left off. The yeah. trailer makes you right. feel. Right. Like, it wasn't enough to make me toss the trailer by any means. But it, it is when they're trying to like really bluntly say that this is a reboot and not a sequel. Mm-hmm. That like seemed to work against that feeling. Yeah. They're trying to set the hook too hard. I got a question for you. Do you think they're going to kind of break the fourth wall with a joke in there in the movie with maybe like Murray, Aykroyd, uh, Ernie Hudson coming back? Do you think they might break the fourth wall? And a, just a little bit, and make a joke about how like the new female Ghostbusters haven't ruined the franchise or something like that. Do you think they'll? The, 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 Paul Feig, come on! I mean, the guy has publicly spoken out about all the people that have said you've ruined my childhood. He said it on the soup. I guarantee you, he's going to have a few jabs in this fucking yeah. movie. Yeah, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. And I can see that you know maybe one of the people speaking up might be one of the old cast. Yeah. Ackroyd especially, probably. Yeah. Maybe not Ackroyd. Really? Ackroyd, you don't think so? He wants this movie for himself. If you, if you ask Ackroyd, yeah, yeah, he's right. gonna, he says, you know what, I want to Blues Brother 2000 the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> I know. Honestly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he won't play the part true. of the devil's advocate kind That's of thing. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. But Murray has gone on the record and saying, like, no, I'm done with Ghostbusters. Right. You right. know what I mean? But he's got plenty of other things. You know? Oh, yeah. Wes Anderson films out the A. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like Alec Baldwin on SNL with fucking Wes Anderson oh, movies. Fuck. He's always welcome back. I yeah, agree. I'll tell you one thing. I Tupperware is we're gonna get Ecto Cooler back. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm super and excited the, for that. The Hostess Slime Pie or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Does it look like a fucking like? Uh, it looks like it's full of snot or something. <laughs> yeah. gross, but I, I missed Ecto Cooler. I, I never got a chance to try vodka and Ecto Cooler before it was gone. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know that that's a thing. I'm always looking for new shit. <laughs> you just inspired Frank. <laughs> that was the thing. Apparently, people were all about the old cooler vodka mix mm-hmm. back in the day, and mm-hmm. I was too young for that. Oh God, I can't wait for that Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see this? Like Jake vomiting all over oh the place. I love it. What you're watching is the origin of Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the ecto cooler shaking out of that beard? <laughs> this is going to be gone next and, week. I'm not lying. And what happens if he's got a cold at the same time? Like, what's the, tell the difference between the fucking snot and the drink? <laughs> oh, Frank, it's so bad that you have to leave us so soon. <laughs> I know. I, I, you read my mind. I was getting ready to check the time. <laughs> He did. <laughs> Frank, you better be going. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Feig has said that he uh, wanted this to feel like it was a supernatural event in today's world, where people uh, have watched shows like Ghost Hunters, and now it's really happening. 
and how people are reacting to finding out it's real. You can't do that in a sequel uh, where the world has been aware of the paranormal activity. Also, we're getting cameos from the original actors. If they don't like this cast to begin with, I don't think they want Feig interfering with their precious Ghostbusters canon uh, because Ghostbusters 2 is so damn good, right? (laughs) So it's like fans, fans, if they don't like this movie, if the original actors are there and this movie doesn't live up to it, they can just kind of just say, well, this this isn't canon with my original Ghostbusters, right, so right. it doesn't give them any more fuel. And it makes sense from a storytelling perspective. They can actually tell like a better story yeah. by going back to that. And mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not bound by that. The, the original stuff and it's like all, it's kind of cool to like 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 he said like seeing them invent the technology like mm-hmm. they're the inventors like the women that's one thing it's like I, I think that uh, after this movie if they would have made it a sequel the women that watch this movie are like why can't these women scientists create stuff on their own why do they have to use Egon Spengler's old fucking designs mm-hmm. yeah and I, I, I think this is the only way to do it personally it, I think it I don't know. It works they want to keep sides. things recognizable because they still want to have that tie into the original, even though it is a reboot. Mm-hmm. So they want things about it, just like Ecto One, yeah. mm-hmm. to be a hearse. Yeah, they, they want things to be recognizable. Yeah. Did you guys uh, see the pictures? There were some pictures posted. Somebody uh, I can't remember who it was, but somebody's got kind of like a Ghostbuster shrine or something like that with some of the st- uh, the product the stuff that they're going to use in the production. There's going to be an Ecto motorcycle. Oh really? Oh, yeah, cool. I saw one of those. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah. yeah. Nice. I hope there's like a little sidecar on it. Yeah. And then I want to see Melissa McCarthy in the sidecar. Just thinking the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, oh, I, me too. I hope it does great. Me so, too. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Boston Herald says that the film does give Slimer's backstory. Yeah, I've heard that too. That's awesome. another weird thing, though, where it's like making such a big point that this is a reboot yeah. and not a sequel, and then we're going to have Slimer's backstory in it. Like, yeah. It's another point of confusion for me about like. They seem like they're not. But is it really a backstory? Did you read about it? No. Is it really a backstory? It's more like the origin of like the way the character looks. Okay. Apparently, okay, so uh, here's the article. So Michael K. Williams, whom you may know as Chalky White from HBO's Boardwalk Empire, or more iconically as Omar Little in HBO's The Wire, mm. confirmed that Slimer will return in the new Made in Boston Ghostbusters. But of course... Track readers knew that way back uh, last June, even though director Paul Feig uh, tried to deny it. In the reboot, Slimer appears during the Ghostbusters' first official gig, we're told. The Busters, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, Kate McKinnon, and Leslie Jones, are called the Rockefeller Center to dispense with the ghost of a fat mafia guy. McKinnon, the Egon in this version tests out her new proton pack on the ghost and shoots off his arms, legs, and torso, <laughs> leaving only a dis- uh, disembodied head. Voila, Slimer. Mm. The head gets away, but videos of their battle with the giant with the ghost go viral. Unfortunately, everyone thinks it's a joke, and the evening news refers to the gals as Ghostbusters. So it's more of kind of like a backstory to the creation, the formation of the Ghostbusters themselves, mm. and why Slimer aesthetically looks the way he looks. All we really know about him is he's a mafia boss. This is not like the uh, the Max Landis story, right? Yeah, that right. we that, that Max Land. Did you hear about that? No. Max Landis wrote like if he were to write the Ghostbusters, he wrote, wrote it was really cool. Yeah, it was. yeah, it was neat. And it showed you like Slimer's uh, backstory and stuff like that, how he became. And he was a mafia boss. 
Wasn't but, he sacrificed to Gozer in that back in that? Story? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, it was yeah. tied to that mythology yeah. too. Yeah, it's just like I said, it's just weird though. Like it's only the origin of Slimer in this reboot, so it's mm. not really like an all-encompassing origin of Slimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels a lot like they're redoing that scene from Ghostbusters, but then just giving you a little more detail, like yeah. dropping the word mafia in there, yeah. and then you know a little more action. So it's really just kind of building off of that first movie. I don't know why you're bitching, Jake. It's getting you your fucking Ecto One cooler. Your Ecto. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like it's like without Slimer in the movie, you're not going to get your Ecto Cooler. They got to have him in there. No, I'm not complaining that he's in the movie. I'm just complaining that it's such a news story that we're going to get his origin when it's also such a news story that this is a reboot yeah. and not a sequel. It's, right. it's like I just an feel inf- like it's mixed messages, and it's like an inflated headline too. The headline is supposed to get you in there, but it's like, well, that's right. not really. Yeah. Well, there won't really be a better way to introduce the character. I don't think. I think that's written really well. You know, I don't think. You know, we were introduced to him in the first Ghostbusters in a really cool way. Yeah. And they want to kind of bring him back in. and, and Well, it's, just a, it's a character from the original yeah. in, in a reboot. And it's like, if I got fucking Planet of the Apes movie and they didn't give me Caesar, I'd be like, what are you doing? Right. Well, it's kind of like the Boba Fett phenomenon thing. I mean, he was just in the original just to be a ghost. He blew up after that movie came out. Mm-hmm. And Boba Fett had, what, five lines the entire original trilogy? And he's still one of the most popular characters. Right. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I mean, I don't care that they're going to explore it more. Anything new God. about this? We should I'd just give you five it. fucking lines per episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, they're, but they're not exploring it more because it's a, re- cause it's a reboot. Uh, we got two conversations going on here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to bust Frank's balls. Jake's trying to do the same thing too. But what are you saying, Jake? Well, Frank's saying that they're going to explore Slimer more. But my, that's my problem with it is they're not exploring Slimer more because it's not the same Slimer. It's a reboot and not a sequel. Well, that's fine. All I'm saying is anything new about this would be good. I'd, I'd prefer anything new to this as opposed to just reboot, rehash. Well, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's just a new take on the on the same character. I, I don't get you, Frank. If you prefer new things, then why would you want Slimer at all? So you can get well, your Ecto is, Cooler. Well, I, I want my Ecto Cooler, and I want Slimer, but I I don't know. Just the origin, the, the whole origin headline is, like, annoying clickbait to me. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. No, 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 no. Like, yeah, I, the, and this came from uh, the Boston Herald. And then uh, somebody else, Latin Post, I think they also posted this. And it was Slimer's origin. And when I read it, I was like, this really isn't kind of like what I – when I read Max Landis's script – I thought that's an origin story. Yeah. I felt like this was more of just like why the character looks the way he does aesthetically. Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't feel like it was like, oh, okay, we're going to get fucking like a flashback scene and see like this guy's death. I didn't get – you know what I mean? Right. So I, I thought it was clickbait in that regard. You're just saying you don't like it altogether. Yeah, it's only the way he looks aesthetically in this movie because it's a reboot and not a sequel. Mm-hmm. So it's not – we're not getting Slimer's origin. Just like a reintroduction. All, we're not getting the all-encompassing origin of Slimer. So are you just are you yeah, gri- are you griping about the article? Just the clickbait? Yeah, a little bit of both. I'm griping about there being a big deal about learning Slimer's origin, and we're also making a big deal about this being a reboot and not a sequel. Yeah, it seems, I feel like the makers of the movie don't know what they want exactly. Yeah, it seems like uh, Jake's big problem is that it, is it a reboot or is it a sequel, and why are they taking the best of both worlds kind of thing? You yeah, know? I don't think with the trailer and, and everything, I just don't think they're being 100% clear about it. Like The yeah. fact that people don't know whether it's a reboot or sequel, I think, is a little bit too my to my point like they just they're not doing a very good job of like making a complete reboot if they're also making such a big headline that we're learning slimer's origin my guess would be is that they're not only wanting to tie into the popularity of the original 
they didn't want to lead. <coughs> sorry, they didn't want to lead with the sequel because of how Ghostbusters Two went, and they want to be able to expand upon this in future uh, movies. Oh, c- could we get a Slimer spinoff film? I'm, I'm kidding. Kind of. What my, happened to his legs? I guess my point is, is I don't need Slimer's origin like ever. Like we had, we had two movies. We had a cartoon where Slimer was like the lead character. It was like Slimer and the real Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and we didn't need his origin then. Why do we need his origin now when we're when we only have a one movie franchise? I, I honestly don't think we're getting his origin. Yeah. So yeah. you know what I mean. I just yeah, he was a mafia boss. I guess yeah. are they going to reference that? I mean, this might even be bunk. Yeah. For all we know. I hope it is. Yeah. I, I thought the beauty of the character was just how little there was to him. He's basically just that Nickelodeon, like, slime, like, <laughs> flying around. Agreed, yeah. well, agreed. He's like the Wolverine of Ghostbusters. That <laughs> and he was their first job, and what a fucking awkward ghost to have to approach on your first job. He's like, Ray, he's looking at you. <laughs> and he fucking just comes at him, like, full bore, and he's laying there and... Goop. Yeah, I did. Afterwards. I did like Max Landis's script, though. I thought that was yeah, cool. That was but in the Max Landis script, I felt like that was a script for a sequel. No, no, no. I, not I'm not arguing yeah, with yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely not arguing with you because I like that too. But I would yeah. not like it if I would have the same complaint if that was what happened in yeah. something that we're calling a reboot. A reboot, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why are we referencing Gozer and Slimer if this is a whole new thing? Yeah, that's, well, I think I, I don't think Slimer's that big of a deal. I just it's just like in a reboot, it's just like if they just had the character show up in this universe it's just like yeah. whatever he's right. like jar jar it's just, like, it's just like earth 2 slimer okay you want your ecto cooler here yes. <laughs> here he is yeah they could have done ecto cooler without a slimer scene right i mean it's still oh, promotion yeah well he was on the box though so yeah, he was, i don't know well, to appeal to kids yeah no but i'm saying box. like you could still make a big deal about the ghostbusters movie him not being the scene and I mean, because the Ecto Cooler is going to come out before the movie, or it's going to be on the shelves by then. So yeah. I feel like you know, they, it's still a promotional thing without him being in there. there was it's, a, it's a fucking drink, drink, people. <laughs> no, let it go. No, <laughs> drink your the, goddamn slime. The Ecto Cooler is the true victory of this. Okay? <laughs> I agree. I agree. Guys, you act like you're talking about like fucking angel semen or something. <laughs> oh my god! It's 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 it's, fu- it's a fucking stupid fucking sugar drink. What is it green then? High C hasn't been the same since they lost. Yes, okay. I agree. I agree. You see all kinds of homemade recipes online, and they're they're not the same. Bullshit. <laughs> I tried them my, all. Drink my demon gin. And Jay, Jake's like, I've I've mixed them all with vodka. <laughs> I, I call that ecto fooler. <laughs> I agree. Jeez. Great name for it. Ecto fooler. <laughs> ecto tom foolery. Never again. This time I'm hoarding it up. <laughs> Jake's I'm gonna, gonna have, have a it. fallout shelter just filled with fucking ec- cans of ecto cooler. <laughs> uh, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to have Ecto Cooler dripping off my beard. Uh, hey, Frank, you gotta leave soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a reminder. Take, take a oh, hit. Wait, it's almost over. Keep listening. <laughs> Don't worry, Brian. I set an alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I'm gonna let you. Since you gotta, you tell me when you gotta go. Uh, but uh, d- did you want to? Did you did you did you have like any good pop, bad pop, or anything? Because we're not going to hit that for a while. Is there anything you've been watching, reading, jacking off to? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I am caught up on Rebels. 
Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that, that last episode where mm. Ahsoka had the uh, – oh, it's okay to talk about? Yeah. Uh, okay. Did you did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. I caught up today. Cool. So. cool. Where Ahsoka, and we don't care about Jake. Fuck you, Jake. Where they're all in the temple and Ahsoka had the vision yeah. of Anakin and then – She had the exact same ray vision and people are still like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> really? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that 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 part was that part was really cool. No, that was cool. Yeah, and then like she gets upset and then she starts crying and stuff. And um, I, I I'm fearing for her in the last two episodes. This season. I'm not. You're not. I'm not. I don't think that anybody. I, I honestly don't think that any character in Rebels is going to die. The only thing that Ever? I'm wondering is where did I, they where did they go? Not on the show. Oh, okay. I don't think we're going to see the. I, I don't think we're going to see the death of Kanan, the death of Ezra. Um, after the series is over, I think they'll wrap it all off, uh, wrap it up in a fucking comic book or a novel. I cannot see Disney XD fucking killing characters. We'll see it all in episode eight, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing I'm sick of. Big theories on that. Oh. Ezra is Benicio del Toro. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, Frank, talk to me about Rebels. No, it, it's good. Uh, if you're not watching this, you really need to. It finally got good. I'll be honest with you, man. I love the beginning of the season. And I'd say the, the uh, when, when they came back from the midseason break, dude, it was just like uh, stealing ships and yeah, fucking yeah. bullshit. Right. Uh, we got a Hera story with her father, and that was okay. I, it was all right, but the the my favorite scenes in that fucking uh, that episode was uh, the the, the, uh, the watching Ezra and Kanan work together. Nice yeah. team up. Yeah. The, the, the force throw. Yeah. When yeah. fucking Kanan fucking oh, it was amazing. It was great. Yeah. Right. Was great cool. choreography. In, in, in that corridor, Jake, there's uh, there there uh, these uh, stormtroopers are shutting the blast doors, and I'm talking like. 10 to 15 blast doors are getting shut on them. Okay. So as they're shutting, the Jedi, they've got to get as close to these blast doors as they can uh, to the stormtroopers to take them out. Well, fuck it. It was like they did this force slingshot. Yeah. And uh, Kanan shot fucking uh, Ezra all the way uh, up halfway. And then uh, Ezra shot – as he got slingshot, he fucking shot one of the stormtroopers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then didn't Ezra slingshot fucking Kanan? Yeah, there was Or it was vice versa. Yeah. But it was amazing. It's like their interplay on this episode and other episodes Mm -hmm. is like awesome because you don't – like even with Anakin and Obi-Wan, they didn't have that kind of fighting. They didn't do it that style. They were both kind of their own men. Yeah. These two work together really cool and you get to see how they work together as Jedi. And they had a a fight with the Inquisitors too on this last episode. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a lot of the same stuff. Have the dumb inquisitors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, and that's my biggest complaint is that okay, this episode was cool. Yeah. But they were not a threat to me. Like they were only in a couple episodes. The the only the only reason they feel like a threat is because they run away from them every time. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like we've already seen Kanan take out the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. Why are you running away from the fifth brother (laughs) (laughs) and the seventh sister? Right. And his wife. And (laughs) and they keep making it a point to let you know that Ezra has gone so far in his training to the point where now instead of just hearing Yoda's voice he saw Yoda yeah 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 man yeah I haven't watched since the season two mid break but talk to me about this hold on let me hit the fucking spoiler alert on this we've been spoiling the (laughs) fuck out of it but this is a big one yeah this is a pop culture leftovers spoiler warning today's forecast calls for spoilers straight in your dickhole you have to be warned 
Spoilers. Kanan's in the temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And basically, uh, this dude, this fucking like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't temple know. guard. Yeah, kind of like a uh, yeah temple guard. Mm-hmm. He's fucking. He's fucking uh, fighting Kanan. And they're fighting in this... Man, dude, did you see all the lightsabers? Yeah, yeah. I love the dojo. Love it, yeah. Yeah, it was a lightsaber. It was a dojo, and there's fucking all these lightsabers on the wall behind him and mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Kanan's actually dual-wielding at one point in yep. time. And that was cool. Yes. But uh, he basically passed the tests. And, uh, he's st- standing up for Ezra. And Ezra, apparently, uh, this temple guard is telling Kanan that uh, the dark side is calling to Ezra. Yes. yes. And he's like, we got to... We're gonna take care of him, and so Kanan's like fighting this dude, you know. And they're fucking going to town and shit. Yeah, well, as in kill Ezra. Yeah, yeah they yeah. straight up say yeah. his boy must die. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like basically it's like now it's like three on one. There's yeah. three yeah. temple guards, and they're mm-hmm. going they're going after fucking Kanan. Yep. And fucking Kanan still is like uh, they're like we're gonna wear you out and kill you. Yeah. Right. And Kanan's like you know what I'm not gonna you know. Do what you got to do, but right. you know I'm not gonna let you hurt Ezra and shit. Mm-hmm. And he fights till he's got no more strength yeah. left, yes. and he's yeah. even on his knees. Yeah, yeah. And so then it's like, uh, dude, take Temple Guard takes off his mask. Mm-hmm. Hold on, can somebody fucking explain this to me? Because it's the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, yep. It's the Grand Inquisitor Back from the dead. He died. But he's in the Jedi Temple. Can he only live in the Jedi Temple? Is is he a Force ghost? Because what we saw later with the fifth brother and the seventh sister totally fucking right. threw me. I don't even know what happened. There's no other explanation other right. than he has to be a Force ghost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he's physically fighting. Why do they see him? You know, the Grand Inquisitors see him too, obviously, you know, with the confrontation. Well, yeah, the they, they saw him. Dude, uh, so the grand, okay, so he, ba- he basically says that at one time he was a Jedi, which confirms the rumors that makingstarwars.net says that he showed up in the Clone Wars. Right, mm. right. So he fought side by side with the Jedi in the, cl- he was a Jedi. Yeah. In the Clone Wars. Something turned him. Yeah. And once he died, just like, uh, I guess the rumors of like, uh, Ben, what was it? When, was it, was it, was it, um, in, when it was, the movie was titled, uh, Return of the Jedi was titled Re- Revenge of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. When Darth Vader dies in that one, doesn't Ben Kenobi have to go through, like, some kind of, like, limbo to bring him back into the Force? Like, he goes to some sort of, like, Sith hell. Oh, wow. Didn't I, you ever hear about that? No, uh, I did not. Okay, I, I think there was, like, Lucas had storyboards and shit, like, for that, where, um, Alec Guinness's character had to go through like uh, fucking some kind of like limbo hell to bring him back. It's not canon, wow. but I felt like that's what they did here. Like they kind of like alluded to that, like like the Grand Inquisitor fucking when he died, somehow he got brought back into the light, right? Because yeah, he didn't redeem himself. No, he no. did not redeem himself. Yeah, then it just makes sense with like the going story of the movies where you know you end and you just get blue ghost, you yeah. know, Anakin at the end. Well, so, in the original, no like, matter how long it's been, Revenge of the Sith, it was like Luke killed fucking his father, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that's why he never, like, Vader never killed the Emperor, and that's why he was, uh, that's, see, he wasn't redeemed. So they had to go through, like, in order to bring him back as a Force ghost, they had to fucking go through, like, this Sith hell or whatever like that. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm probably, I, you probably have to look this up. Yeah. I'm probably way off. That totally but. ruins the third act. I'm glad they changed it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Good change. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, nobody was there to fucking uh, rein him in, though, for the prequels. <laughs> yeah, they got a different director for that movie, yeah. thankfully, unlike the prequels. So, um, yeah, it's but weird. I'm, but I'm confused, and I'm also confused about, like, the uh, the gang-up scene with all the—there th- was even more Temple Guards. Do you remember this, Frank? 
you, you you watch this episode? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The with, with with all the temple guards when they when they confronted. Oh the, the, yeah, the, when they surrounded the, when they surrounded them. Two quick, I thought two it killed them. Yeah. And then later on, it looked like it just transported them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. it's probably probably. I mean, okay. So if he's a force ghost and not alive at all, mm. I don't know how he was able to show himself to them. He did say he was going to take care of them. And with so many of them, it was probably just a vision to fuck with their heads. Right. Yeah, so, but they were physically fighting Kanan. Right, and that's what's weird right. about this. That's where it, like, really fucks me up. Yeah. If they were really fighting Kanan to the point where they could have killed Kanan, or he could have killed whoever. I don't know if they were apparitions of him, the mm-hmm. multiples. I yeah. don't know. But, yeah, that part was really strange. Yeah, because the rest of the fucking Temple Guards never unmasked. Right. They never saw any. I don't remember yeah. how many there were at yeah. the end there. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really. I don't know if that's just a plot hole or lazy writing, or if they meant to do that because they just left them there. Yeah. They basically distracted them long enough for them to get out. What's dope about this though is it's like don't fuck with us in the Jedi Temple, right? Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Because we so many times we see like fucking like the Emperor and how badass the Emperor is and how badass like these <laughs> Sith are with their Sith relics and shit like that. Yeah. This was I felt like the first time where it was like, oh my god, we saw something. Mysterious about the light side of the force that even the fucking Sith lords and the Inquisitors would 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 look at with just like in awe. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Some home turf advantage. Exactly, right? dude. Right. It was cool. Yeah, it, was it was very cool. It was. Yeah. This is the second time we've seen this uh, this temple. Uh-huh. Yep. And uh this motherfucker apparently it's like it's uh it's a it's a grower, not a shower, because we got, <laughs> we got a second door. Yeah. And I thought that was new kinda, door open new door for open. them. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. Kanan and Ezra. Who knows if Ahsoka would have tried to open the door what open for her. Is you it know the what same I mean? temple that, that Ezra went to? Yes. Yep. Okay. That's the one where he heard Yoda's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well this thing kept spiraling up and there's a second door. And they go in the store and then each everybody gets like their own vision or, or Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Separate. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. Everybody learns something about their path. Yeah. Just like Luke stepping into the cave and facing Vader. Yeah. Same kind of thing pretty much happened to all three of them in, yeah. this, in different ways. It was nice. Uh, Frank Oz uh, yeah. came back and, and did Yoda. I love the look, yeah, of, awesome. the look of old Yoda, yeah. too. It looked cool. Yeah. yeah. Compared to his other, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels. Right. You know? Yeah, I agree right. with that. Yeah. So it was nice to see Yoda again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the like you said, Frank, like the look on Ahsoka's face after the oh, the, the, the Anakin uh, Vader reveal, it crushed her. I, it crushed her, and I felt like she always kind of knew. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh I felt, yeah. I felt like she she basically it was just like this was like confirmation, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I knew she knew something was up because she was telling Ezra at the beginning of this episode that right. something happened to him. He just disappeared, right? And right. as badass as well, he was, knows, he but, don't just disappear, right? Well, I mean. You know, it's like, uh, what's worse, finding out that, oh, the Emperor killed him, or the, now he fucking is, like, second in command, like, he's working under the Emperor. Right. Yeah. That's worse. Like, that's worse. That's worse. Yeah, like... She could have accepted his death. Absolutely. heroic death, but Absolutely, yeah. Both are sad, but, like, this is... This is really sad. Yeah. Because she knows that, ultimately, she's going to have to go up against him. Mm -hmm. And she loved him. Yeah. And the, the you know, losing your hero kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was emotionally impactive. I, I really hope they continue with this. I don't see it based on the other episodes, which were pretty much filler and weak. Compared, their their good episodes yeah. are fucking great. Yeah, but their filler episodes, which has been the majority of this season, ugh, weak. 
We yeah, this get, was redeeming, though. I did. I'm gonna. You know, I'm not going anywhere. But we got to get rid of these two bumbling inquisitors. Yeah. So, because I mean, it's starting. It's losing its impact when they show up. I mean, when the Grand Inquisitor showed up the first season, you're like, holy shit, he's going straight at him, and he's not holding. He back. was menacing. These yeah. guys are a joke. Yeah, exactly. Compared yeah. to him, because Ezra's, I mean, really only just taken off on his training, and he's holding his own. Yeah. Against him, yeah. Whereas with the Grand Inquisitor, I mean, it was all Kanan protecting him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The few attempts that Ezra had at trying to do anything to him, he just blocked and laughed at pretty much. Yeah. 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 Cool villain. Yeah, I want to see. It's nice seeing Ezra grow up a little. I, I want to see him grow up even more. Hopefully, by season three, he'll uh, he'll get a proper. I, his lightsaber's cool with the little stun gun. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I heard they were going to update that again. Yeah, I heard that rumor as well. Yeah, they need yeah. to. So, all right, uh, Frank, you got to go. So say yeah. goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm glad to have stopped in and talked to you guys, even if it's just for a little bit. And Ryan, I'm glad to meet you. Yeah, man, it's great to meet you finally. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll be back sometime. I mean, I, I always say this, but I am just like herpes. I show up in your face when you least expect it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Usually when you least want it, too, like right before pictures of some shit. Oh, wow. He's finally starting to pick up on this episode. <laughs> now he's got to leave. Look, Frank's awake. <laughs> Hey, I woke up the driveway. Talking about herpes, that's our Frank. <laughs> but it was really good to see you guys. Yeah. yeah. Good, good to, to see, see you too, too man. Right. Yep. All right, we'll be right back after no messages. <laughs> Frankless. Ah. Mm. Yes, we Thankfully. are. Thankfully. Did you say frankfully? <laughs> <laughs> you should have. <laughs> well, it would be the opposite of that. <laughs> we can edit that. <laughs> Unfortunately, Ryan Mears is still with us. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't even say frankfully. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> didn't capitalize. Drop the ball. <laughs> I, I gave him the assist on that one. Now you went out of bounds. You know what? We're gonna, we're gonna jump into emails here, but before, uh, I know <laughs> we were all cheered up because Frank's gone. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped that bomb on us. But before we do that, we're gonna go over some new iTunes reviews. Uh, oh, that's good. It's one star five. We don't give a fuck because we really love to hear just how much we suck. Guys, Chris Dumas and your host is a jerk. All right, so listeners, if you listen to the show, you can get on iTunes and give us an iTunes review, and we'll read your stupid fucking bullshit, too. You, you don't even have to listen to the show. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps to hear this. All right, here it is. Uh, we got an iTunes review here from TJ Texas. Uh, Another TJ. Who's the other TJ? TJ Lamb. Oh, TJ Lamb. <laughs> yeah. How could you forget? I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, it's titled, uh, It's Better Than a Kick in the Crotch. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> high phrase. <laughs> it's a five star. Been listening for a long time, and I thoroughly enjoy the guy's opinions on what's going on out there in film and TV. Could use a little more Frank and video game talk. Got that this episode. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. No video game talk, right? No video game talk. Mm. That was off air. Yeah. yeah. He's Gosh. still playing Destiny. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Brian captains the ship in a phenomenal way. I think he is making fun of the overuse of the word phenomenal. <laughs> Do we overuse the word phenomenal? Apparently. Because he puts it on all caps and puts those little fucking uh, star asterisks, a couple of those on each end. Huh. Hmm. Phenomenal way. I didn't know we used that word no. a lot. I use it, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it says Brian captains the ship in a phenomenal way. <laughs> Apparently, I use that word too fucking much, and he's let he's letting me know about it. I love it when people let me know what I say too much. Right. <laughs> I think you're reading into it too much. No, I'm not. <laughs> look, at, look, at, look at that. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he just really wants to emphasize how phenomenal you are. No, I say phenomenal a lot. <laughs> I don't notice that. I'm, I'm going to add that to my pop culture leftovers drinking game. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm working on a list of rules. I've been working on pop culture leftovers bingo. <laughs> You know what? Jake's been working on his comic slobs game. He, he's, been, he's been sober the entire fucking time because he doesn't listen. <laughs> What's comic slobs? <laughs> he goes, check this out. Jay is my favorite. What's wrong with you? Seems like a good dude. Ah, you're wrong. <laughs> That's high praise from, be a, more wrong. from a guy named TJ. Yeah, thanks, TJ. Nice job, Jay. You're fooling this guy. Yeah, I know. Jeez. <laughs> Doing a good job. <laughs> Excuse me. That's a cough. Phenomenal uh, cough. That, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal cough. Uh, this, is, uh, th- this is from uh, Larfox. Hmm. What's a Larfox? I don't know. I know a Larflees. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Hmm. This is from Larfox. It's... Uh, it's titled, This Isn't Your Grandma's Old-Timey FCC Broadcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> if you enjoyed the movie Deadpool, it's a five-star. If you enjoyed the movie Deadpool, this is the podcast for you. However, if your favorite movie is Fried Green Tomatoes, this won't be your cup of tea. I don't agree with that. I love that movie, and I love this podcast. It's a great movie. It is a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're wrong. Tupperware party, Fried Green Tomatoes. <laughs> but uh, what, what do you what, what do you think's the ratio of people out there that like uh, say you know I love Fried Green Tomatoes and I also love the Deadpool movie. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a very small sliver of the Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you guys like fried green tomatoes? Like, like the actual food? The actual no, food? it's disgusting. No, no. That's terrible. Mm-mm. Oh, it's good shit. The, no. the movie really did it justice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not a fan. All right. The group brings you into a profanity-laced conversation of close friends discussing current movies, TV, anime, and the occasional comic book. Be prepared to be offended if you dislike the overusage of foul language or run on dirty jokes. If you can handle it, if you can handle it, you will enjoy their authentic- authenticity and their opinions on film and TV are very valid. Hmm. That wow. comes from Larfox. He says we cuss too much. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Overuse. Fuck that. Fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, fucking curse. What the fuck's his Man. problem? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. So, uh, you fuckers ready to move on to emails? Yeah. I got a question real quick. Oh, Jesus. Did you, did you like Deadpool? I don't listen to your podcast, so I don't know your stance on it. <laughs> I, I, I could give you the answer. <laughs> I, I, I loved it. Yeah. I saw, I saw it twice. So. Okay, yeah. nice. They all gave it high praise. Yeah. Nice, nice. Which was not expected. That's unusual from you guys. You yeah. guys pretty much hate all comic movies. <laughs> We almost hate all. From what I hear, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we, we almost hate all comic books for that matter. I don't even know why we podcast. I, I thought I thought Slob Brian was going to toss it. I was pretty sure too. I was. Yeah. We were really surprised. Uh, he sent Greg and I a text about it, and it was just one of the. He just sent Deadpool, and so for like, <laughs> literally we're at, for an hour, we're like, so did he enjoy it? Was it awesome? Like, so was, it, was, was that like Deadpool or was yeah, it like yeah, Deadpool? Yeah. Yeah, because it was it in all caps. No, <laughs> with asterisks. In it? Yeah. Did it say? It didn't say phenomenal. <laughs> like he was just—that's how he starts the conversation, I guess. It was just Deadpool. <laughs> but yeah, we all loved it. Nice. Like every conversation. Yeah, he starts every conversation. He walks into Deadpool. my house. Deadpool. Like, Again? Uh, really? Why, why not X Men this week? Why not? Why not Superman? There's so many other things. Deadpool bitches. <laughs> X-Men origin, Wolverine. Deadpool. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on to Jake's favorite part of the show. Uh, e- emails. Which, I, which bumper are we going to get? Please not the bad bumper. I'm not. I'm not. I'll, I'll give it the okay one. All right. <laughs> 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 of the universe. Motherfucker. <laughs> I like that Jake giggles every time it says motherfucker. <laughs> like he can't control it. <laughs> First email comes from Sean Brown. This must be a this is a new guy. I haven't yeah. heard of Sean Brown. Never heard of the guy. Downtown Sean Brown. Downtown. <laughs> wubba wubba. Oh, old school. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Brown says, hey, I'll keep this short. I love the podcast, and I was wondering if you guys could settle a debate between me and some coworkers. What do you think was more popular, The Sopranos or The Lord of the Rings? Thank you. What so, the fuck kind of debate is this? <laughs> so, I can see, you know, I can see what these two have in common. I mean, usually it's Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars versus Star Trek, or, you know, like Justice Leagues versus the Avengers. Uh, yeah, Marvel DC. But guys, no, 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 the gauntlet has been fucking thrown. It's <laughs> Sopranos versus Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the dumbest fucking argument I've ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, you work with a bunch of idiots. <laughs> so, what do, you, what, do you, what do you guys think is more popular, Sopranos uh, or Lord of the Rings? Like, now? Like, in the I, 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 I read the fucking email, which it's both at their peak, which was more popular. Which has he like, kept it short, so there's no details. Mm. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings. I wouldn't expand on this asinine question either. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's tough though. I think it's Lord of the Rings. I mean, pound for pound, it's fucking been around forever. Yeah, but water cooler talk. I water disagree. Yeah, I think it's Sopranos. Sopranos at its peak was like. 
Oh my God! What do you think Aragorn's gonna do in that fucking book that you can read? <laughs> yeah. yeah what do you think Aragorn's gonna do in the next movie in that book that I can readily read? <laughs> but overall, over time, I'd say Lord of the Rings is still yeah, more over popular. time. Yeah. But I think at the height, Sopranos was probably more popular. More people were talking about Sopranos at its height than like, Lord of the Rings. Everyone yeah. watched Sopranos. Like there were people that just did not watch. Like Lord of the Rings was like outside their fucking bubble. Right. But it right. felt like everyone watched Sopranos. It was a phenomenon. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I, it makes me think of like what circles you're running into, like because yeah, like I mean, how many conventions do you go to where they're cosplaying Tony Soprano? Unfortunately, <laughs> 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 not enough. Well, they, they might actually look like Tony Soprano, <laughs> but they're not. But not on. <laughs> trying to be Iron Man. A lot of them do. <laughs> it on purpose. What an amazing big pussy costume that guy has. <laughs> <laughs> Looks just like big pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I I think you're right, guys. I think it is at its at its popularity for sure. More people were talking about Supreme. You couldn't escape it at that time. I, I mean, you, okay, you can look at it from two different angles. Like which one, which one is like uh, going to survive the test of time, right? Or like which one was more popular in its heyday? It's like people aren't. You know, it's like it's you didn't get like uh, fucking discussions of people sitting at a dinner table talking about like Lord of the Rings. And she, like they, they may have talked about it after they've seen the movie, right? Yeah. But it's not like week to week people are getting together and being like, "Oh my god, what, what do you think is going to happen?" Right. Yeah. Why didn't Frodo just keep that ring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I still don't get it. They're kind of like two different mediums yeah. for a reason, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like Sopranos is a really successful TV show, and Lord of the Rings works as a book or movie. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. apples to oranges. Sean, I think that I think the answer is that uh, you need to find a new job. <laughs> <laughs> Just look, start applying elsewhere. What a crazy fucking argument. It'll do you a lot better. I can see him just fucking getting red face heated about this shit too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shut up. Shut up. Lord of the Rings. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Next email comes from us. Uh, so we we settled nothing. Oh shit! I lost. No, we settled it. Sopranos. We, yeah, I would say popularity wise, probably Sopranos. Sopranos. Okay. Next email comes from uh, Cecilia Pitts. Uh, this is our this is our sixteen year old uh, female listener. Okay, Ooh, gonna no. hook her up with Finn. Finn, <laughs> do a little pop culture making. Wow. Hey, I've been trying to get them both on to get on uh, le- leftover army afterthoughts. <laughs> we can call it uh, leftover army uh, after after midnight after, after Finn's bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Finn. <laughs> Like ten o'clock. <laughs> so sleepy. <laughs> Le- leftover army, ten p.m. <laughs> They're both in their onesie pajamas, <laughs> footsies, with their safety blanket, uh, underoos. <laughs> so- Cecilia Cecilia sends us an email. Hey, Leftovers, before you read this, just wanted to personally ban myself for emails for a month since nice. this is long. That's thoughtful. I know. <laughs> We're not banning Cecilia, are we? She's, She's gone. St- <laughs> Man, that's brutal. Without question. Uh, come back when you're 18. <laughs> wow, a two-year ban. Damn. I'm kidding, but you are banned for a month. No, she banned herself. She can, she can, she can, uh, she can come back whenever she wants, yeah. right? Yes, I think, so. I think so. When you ban yourself, you just come back when you want. And that yeah. takes all the fun out of it for us. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, see, that's what they're going to do now. It doesn't apply now, to everybody. Now you're letting them know. Yep. Uh, now, 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 Hohola is going to send us like 14 fucking emails. I banned myself. I banned myself. I 
ban myself. Since, since I banned myself, I'm going to write in again. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so glad you guys have been watching more anime, as it is something I am very passionate about. I wanted to offer you two specific animes up for your consideration. The first being No Game, No Life. Oh my god, that sounds like uh, sounds like pretty much everybody at the table. Yeah, yeah. that hits close. So <laughs> well, I'm a little bit offended. <laughs> wow, ouch. <laughs> yeah. Cecilia, we live that anime. <laughs> Why the fuck would I want to watch it? That is my batting average with the ladies. <laughs> no game, no life. Hey, Brian, do you want to watch your life in animated version? <laughs> Mr. No Game, No Life. She says you can watch all 13 episodes of it on Hulu. Uh, if you're into any type of gaming, maybe even just chess, you will enjoy this show. Its beautiful art style is better than any I've watched. And the detailed story and extremely interesting characters is beyond compare and will leave you wanting more. I definitely give it a Tupperware. She actually, she meant to put definitely, but I think it came, it says I defiantly give it a Tupperware. Uh, mm. she, doesn't, she doesn't want to. I don't want to give it a Tupperware. <laughs> In defiance to In God. In defiance. <laughs> but it's that damn good. Yeah. I have to. I got to. I'm going against my better judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I think she meant to say definitely. All right. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Uh, it sadly, as far as I know, is not dubbed. Uh, but I could easily get over it. I included a picture just to show you some of the art style. Uh, the next anime... Wait, I, which she she wants it to be dubbed? Because I, I always thought subbed was the way to go. Just reading shit? Yeah, I, I, I'm one of the few, I guess. Listen to this comic book guy over here. I'm lazy. I'll watch a, no. I'll watch a subtitled anime, but I prefer it. Uh, it's like the authentic way that it was put out, you know? So. Yeah, yeah but you know, no, 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 no. If, if, if I'm, if I'm going to watch it in the authentic way, I'm going to learn cat memes. <laughs> yeah, you're like, get that words off the screen. Like, like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> Context clues. <laughs> Holy, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to follow along with like my Rosetta Stone book. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what they call it? The yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I'm trying to learn this fucking language as I watch along with it. Uh, the next anime I'd like to recommend is Hetalia. Uh, it has six seasons and a movie. You can watch the seasons on Hulu, but I don't know where you could find the movie. Uh, if you like world history or enjoy making fun of stereotypes or even just comedy, then I'm sure you'll enjoy this. <laughs> if you enjoy making fun of stereotypes. <laughs> you enjoy stereotypes. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's like in the worst way too. Like, <laughs> wow, Cecilia, <laughs> showed her true colors there, right, right? up our alley. Yeah. <laughs> Pop culture leftovers seems like the kind of guys who are into this. Yeah. <laughs> wow! <laughs> finally, finally, I can send this email to someone. <laughs> wow! <laughs> All of the episodes are five minutes. Well, that's good. The Jake, that's like perfect. <laughs> No, it's not perfect. That's too short. It's too short. Oh, my God. I think I could actually hear Scott Shooty laughing. <laughs> too short. I'll try. and uh, Too short. Great rapper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Mm. Not as good as you, though, Jake. No. When you freestyle, oh, my mm. God. No. Yeah. <laughs> He's got more notoriety than me, though, which is not fair. I'll tell you one thing. that I've, I'll tell you one thing. I've already said it to myself. I've never said it out loud, though. Jake, he pushes rhymes like weight. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're he right. He really does. He does, every day. I'll try and give you the best description of how the show works. So if you think of a stereotype of... She's still going on. <laughs> she, she, doesn't, she doesn't want to stop. Speaking of stereotypes. She goes, so if you think of a stereotype of a country, 
put that into a personality and characteristics. Then you have what the characters, uh, then you have what the characters of the show. Uh, so. It's like classic Looney Tunes, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you have all the major countries, like America, loud, obnoxious, and enjoys a lot of McDonald's. England likes Harry Potter tea and is rather reserved. And Russia enjoys to scare the shit out of everyone, along with many other countries. I recommend the dub since you get all of the accents. And it, and it just adds so much to the show. Hmm. Next, I haven't had the chance to listen to your review of Crimson Peak. So I'm not quite sure how you feel, but I give it a high tasted. She liked it a lot more than we did. Yeah. You yeah. guys tossed that shit, right? I think we low-tasted it. I low-tasted it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, once I realized that the movie... Uh, basically, a low-taste low is such a cop-out. Low-tasted. <laughs> it is. Toss it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, a, it's just like me being a pussy. You guys didn't like, like how it was like marketed or anything. So, yeah, it is practically a yeah. Yeah. toss. Yeah. I love the visuals, though. Yeah. It's, watch it just for something yeah. is, is a low-taste. Because like, when you watch it, you're like, yeah, this is fucking Del Toro, mm -hmm. and I love Del Toro and he shines through on this, yeah. but it's just like yeah, the marketing and and everything else. Yeah, so. very confusing. But once again, we're pussies for low tasting it. Yeah, really, we, we are. are. We should have tossed Absolutely. it. Absolutely, <laughs> it was enough for me not to watch it, so you might as well have tossed it. Yeah, I was like, low tasted. I'm out. She says, uh, once I realized the movie was essentially a redo of the Alfred Hitchcock movie Rebecca, so that's why she gave it a high tasted. Hmm. Um, Jay and I are too idiotic and moronic to, to even realize that. I have that. no idea about yeah. Rebecca. Yeah. Uh -huh. I knew a girl named Rebecca once. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah my girlfriend's name's Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting back into that no game, no life. This is one of my favorites of his, and I am glad I got a retelling of the story. That's it. Sorry about how long this got. Thanks for reading this. Oh. That wasn't so bad. No. She's not done yet. Uh, mm. That's can, why she's apologizing. And long-winded Cecilia. That's what we call her. Oh, and I looked up Apple from Turbo Kid. I don't have Netflix, so I haven't been able to watch the movie. But being a teenage girl, I have to agree that Apple does not look like a kid. My first impression was that she was 30. Hmm. Close. She's 31. Yep. Fuck you all, and that is all. <laughs> yeah, we just had a 16-year-old girl say, fuck you all. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. That's what the show's about. And, and, she, and talk about stereotypes. And she pretty much said that Apple was fuckable. Yes, she did. She kind of did. <laughs> hey, what, hey what, oh, God, no, where no. the fuck do you stand on I'm, I'm with you, Brian. I think these guys are disgusting and foul. For even. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? City. Yes, I've seen the movie. Of course, she's smoking. Yeah, so love, sexy. I love the gnome stick and all of that stuff, but but no, the fact that you want to put your gnome stick in that, I mean, yeah. grow up, oh, man. God. The only time she was smoking was when she was malfunctioning. <laughs> I mean, I've dated real girl, girls younger than Apple. Like, I, Yeah, but she, like, Brian, she's playing tag. They're <laughs> Kids, they're riding bikes. They're on swings. She's like, got a unicorn bike. If, if She's an unintelligent 31-year-old. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. So, so you, you basically are like, oh, easy pickings. Yes. I'm going after that. Exactly. And she's hot. Easy pickings and she's hot. Right. It's like the best of both worlds. Win-win. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how sporting. Uh, no game, no life, unless they're intellectually challenged. <laughs> and then I'm the master. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's playground games. God, he got games. I miss playing tag. Yeah. <laughs> that was that's appealing. What that's what you're looking for in a relationship, huh? Something to bring you back to that. Hide and seek, tag, red light, green light, dynamite, blue. These red days, Rover. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd be winded after three minutes. <laughs> Hey, can we stop playing tag? I need another smoke. (laughs) Next email comes from Michael Molino. It's titled Thoughts. (laughs) Jake, that's your cue. That is my cue. I didn't have no Charlie Docks this episode. Yeah, you know, that's basically, that's like uh, Jake's pull my finger. (laughs) Uh, He says, if you guys haven't seen the 2006 Paul Walker movie, Running Scared, they just put it on YouTube, and that shit is a total Tupperware. Best Paul Walker movie, hands down. <laughs> Keeps you on the edge of your seat the entire movie. Keep up the good work, you fucks. Michael Molino. Yeah. Never seen it. No, I'm not a big Paul Walker guy. You know what? I own the movie on DVD. Wow. And you know what? It is the best Paul Walker movie, and it is fucking great. Hmm. Really? I'm not kidding you. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you guys if you want to watch it. Jake's just like shaking I'll his head. It, yeah. Yeah. No, you should <laughs> no, watch it. It's not it. better than Fast Five. The, the kid actor in this, uh, yeah, Jake. The, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good look. I love your look on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Popcorn value, probably Fast Five is going to be better. But if you're looking for like a, a good story, and the kid actor in this is phenomenal. Hmm. Uh, creep, is she fuckable? Creep. <laughs> <laughs> She's not a robot. <laughs> or a female. It's a fucking boy. Uh, okay. He could look like a girl. Oh, go, go eat a Subway oh. sandwich, Jared. Anyway. <laughs> Jay's dying. <laughs> I almost choked on my own laugh. Did you, guys, did you guys hear about Jared in fucking prison? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Put on 30 pounds already. <laughs> <laughs> Eating all them footlongs. Oh, God. Is this, is this a joke? No, or is it's this the truth. Oh. It's true. Wow. Jared, Jared put on 30 pounds in prison. Good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hope it's all semen. <laughs> I said it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Next one comes from Chris Hahola. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you grow. Yeah, I've heard enough. <laughs> You're a listener. <laughs> You're like, oh, man. Congrats on your wife's book. <laughs> Her book is shorter than his email. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, it's uh, titled "You Guys Got Me Thinking." Uh oh, that made that was enough for me to delete the email. <laughs> Isn't this guy on a ban? That's a, absolutely. Oh, I, I did ban him last week, oh, and he's no. and he's pushing it. He, th- he must have thought I was joking. <laughs> he says, uh, "What's up, Brian, Jason, and Jake? Uh, quick questions that hopefully you might be able to answer." If Mystique were to get pregnant and then proceed to transform into a man, would she become a pregnant man or would the baby disappear? Or would the act of transforming actually kill the baby? You guys seem pretty knowledgeable when it comes to this character, so I'm really looking forward to your answers. Fuck you all. Love, Chris Cajola. <laughs> Speaking of babies, Chris, I'm aborting this email. <laughs> what a stupid fucking question. Yeah. 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 yeah, you shouldn't think about anything with that too much. Yeah, no. your Zeke's not able to have children. You're, Simple answer: You're banned. You're banned. <laughs> you're banned. And, and another thing, it, what's bullshit is the original email from Janine. Mm. Phenomenal email. Yeah, I said phenomenal. Fuck off. 
<laughs> Leave it to a whole uh, riding fucking coattail. Fucking yeah, he's piggybacking fucking Janine and yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, Hahola, seriously, why you gotta why you gotta ruin something cool? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Look it up in the Marvel Encyclopedia. She can't get pregnant. You know, it's like uh, I, I bet pogo sticks were cool at one time, <laughs> and then and then some jackass like Hahola started bouncing down the street, and everybody's like, oh fuck, <laughs> done. I'm going to pogo ball now. <laughs> Or something. I don't know. It's all about Pogo those moon ball. shoes. <laughs> what? You, you remember the moon shoes? Yeah. Like you, you'd strap yeah, like, them to your feet. They have and like those the oh, bouncing yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. They were terrible. They didn't even bounce. <laughs> <laughs> now they have those like, they call them hoverboards, but they're not really hoverboards. Yeah. Oh, they're like bullshit. the segues without the handles. Yeah. But, 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 whole, whole, your band, hell, seriously. <laughs> for like, real this time. For real. Actually, an additional week. Can you, on. can you do like a permanent, like, mystique band for him too? Like, never ask another question about mystique. Mystique. Yeah, we're good on mystique <laughs> questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't recreate that. Janine just, you know what I mean? That's like, Janine sent us just a wonderful email, yeah. and, and it was just a magical moment between all of us. Dick with Steve. So if Mystique had penis extension surgery, and then she turned turned back into a female, mm-hmm. then back into a male, would the extension surgery still hold? No, yeah. it'd be a waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody fucking cut his fingers off. <laughs> he would learn to type with his toes, this guy. You would get uh, <laughs> mailed stuff just written in blood. Yeah. <laughs> I cut my tongue so I could send this to you. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Michael J. Borelli. Uh, Michael J. Borelli was our uh, first listener where I said, I'm not going to read your fucking email because of the Age of Ultron bullshit. Oh, yeah. I loved Age of Ultron. Send us a fucking uh, whole uh, fucking – I mean this thing was long. Mm-hmm. This thing was like a John Holmes dick email. And, and he did us all the favor and didn't even read it. I didn't even read it. Oh, man. You're such a good host. But I, you, I love this guy's pasta. I use Borelli pasta all the time. <laughs> uh, <you're, laughs> You're thinking of Bertoli. Oh yeah, damn! It's got the it's got the grooves in the elbow macaroni, so it soaks up all that so, juice real nice. So Bertoli, Tupperware, Borelli, yeah, top low, low tasted. <laughs> Jake plays with the with the rotini ones, and he pretends that it's a it's a Guardians, <laughs> yeah. Guardians of Galaxy shit. It's awesome! It's awesome! I'm Ronin. <laughs> uh, people that listen for a while will get that. Michael J. Borelli sends us an email. It's titled, My Original Email That I Made Up Myself. Hmm. Hey, guys. A recent emailer made me think that Age of Ultron email I sent you. Uh, a recent emailer made me rethink that Age of Ultron. It, it, I can't talk. God damn it, okay. Borelli. <laughs> I blame you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> a recent emailer made me rethink that Age of Ultron email I sent you when I first started listening. I had removed a few lines that I wrote all by myself and would like to include now. Here's his, um, here's that email. Amendum to? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. Four podcasts and seven blogs ago, our Brian brought forth on this <laughs> iTunes account a new type of podcast conceived in mediocrity and dedicated to the proposition that no Marvel movies are created equal. Our forefathers weren't the Avengers. We didn't land on Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron landed on us. I have a dream. That one day Brian will rise up and understand the true meaning of Age of Ultron. He will hold the wonderful moments in that film to be self-evident. That the vision is created with no equal. Fuck Melvin, that unoriginal, frothy, jizzed-mouthed cock goblin. (laughs) 
Man, I actually. Well, go ahead. That, that's sad that he ruined all those speeches by adding Age of Ultron in there. <laughs> really shit on it. That's a battle that I'm not waging either. I don't care if Brian changes his mind on Age of Ultron. There's much more important stuff he needs to change his mind on. <laughs> well, like, okay, get into it. Yeah, Lego Movie, the biggest one. <laughs> oh, this guy Tupperware's good dinosaur and tosses Lego Movie. Lego Movie was oh, awful. God. Oh my god, what oh. a fucking awful movie. And I like Phil Lord. You need to rewatch Lord. it. You were in a bad mood. Oh, God. Yeah. Hey, Brian, subject yourself to this again. Yes. Yes. It's like, hey, hey, you want to drink spoiled milk a second time? Here you go. You want to drink this spoiled milk a second time. Oh, Brian, I don't think stepping on that rusty nail one time was enough. The the third time you drink spoiled milk, it really comes into its yeah, flavor. Right. I'm bringing this for Jay next week, so at least at least we can get... Oh, yeah, I want to watch it, but yeah, wow. <laughs> I don't think he's changing his mind. He said, I actually wanted to email you to say that thoughts from Wilderness John really should be a weekly feature on P- uh, PCL. Definitely. Let's not name it thoughts, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's, mine. Need- that's mine. He says, you need reasons. I'm pretty sure that ingesting a wilderness John pubic hair would make you see your spirit animal. (laughs) Why would you ever do that? (laughs) So you could see your spirit animal. (laughs) It's got to be better ways. I don't think you ask for it to happen. I think the pubic hair chooses you. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like like Young Guns fucking, Young Guns the original when they were drinking, eating the peyote and shit. Yes. I think they're just having like this fucking like seance. Like, I don't know. Not a seance. That's when you call a spirit. Yeah. Yeah, but they're just sitting around drinking peyote and shit. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, you know, you're hanging out with Wilderness John. Next thing you know, you're fucking gagging on a fucking pube. <laughs> He's so fucking hairy. <laughs> Next thing you know, an eagle's telling you to do something with your life. We bring up Young Guns a lot on this podcast. Do we really? It's a great movie. It feels that way. It's not that good. I love it. Oh, I love it because, yeah, all of a sudden, like, you know, they're riding instead of hearing, like, fucking, like, uh, just a guitar and shit. You hear, like, electric guitar. <laughs> That's so weird. It's like '80s fucking guitar yeah, it's music. Super weird. Let's let's go ahead and synthesize this. You know, it's like fuck it. Why not for a western? Even for a western, Van Halen was cool. <laughs> I am pretty sure. Oh, he said, yeah, ingesting a pube. Uh, I now know why the bald eagle population has recovered from the brink of extinction. <sighs> Wilderness John Seaman, emailers should be banned by Wilderness John saying fuck off for a month. You're not man enough to email PCL. God, he just goes on. Oh, my God. You, you know, the, the pubic hair thing was funny, and then you just you need to keep going. Yep. You're like an SNL sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Wilderness John is the reason the PCL Hunger Games was canceled. No one could stand against him. Ugh. That's a good point. Honestly, it's like we could figure out who wins this thing as soon as he says who he wants to be tribute. <laughs> mm, yeah. As soon as Wilderness... Everybody else steps down. Yeah, exactly. Because we all know who's going to stand in the end. It's fucking Wilderness John. Yeah, well, I agree. I agree. Also, Dickless Steve is a great band name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think I'm going to be going to any Dickless Steve shows. Yeah, I agree. If I see that in the marquee, I'm probably staying away. Yeah, I'm not waiting for any Dickless Steve albums. <laughs> Ryan Mears rocking a dickless Steve feature. Yeah. <laughs> Just what I've been waiting for. Actually, I'd wear a dickless Steve fucking t-shirt over Eddie Hardy any day. <laughs> With Ed Hardy shit. Yeah, that's an easy choice. Yeah. All right, that's from Mike, the gamma irradiated leftover army physicist. <laughs> so thank you, uh, Michael J. Bradley, you're banned. <laughs> <laughs> Good band there. I, I support this band. Yeah. I am getting some, uh, Luther Shaver did send me some, uh, band, uh, fucking, uh, 
Oh, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, I can't do it this episode. I haven't ready, but uh, they will be ready nice, shortly. Nice. This next email comes from. I don't know if this is a person or if this is like uh, another character from Inside Out. It's from Shy Anechi. <laughs> is that like one of the Inside Out characters? You got happiness and sadness, and then Shy. <laughs> Shy Anechi. <laughs> yeah, she she was cut out. Cutting room floor. But this is from uh, Shy Anechi. Do you think they're going to introduce a new emotion? In Inside Out 2? Yeah. You think we'll get Inside Out 2? I think so. Yeah, I guess so. Pixar's big into sequel and everything. Absolutely, and that movie was huge. Yeah. We're getting a Finding Dory. Yes. We're on our, uh, going, they're going for a fourth Toy Story. Yeah. We're going to get another Incredibles movie. Brad. Another Cars also. Oh, fuck Cars. Is that for real? Yeah. Mm. But is that going to be Pixar though? Because did, did, did Pixar do the second one? They, they did. They did the second one. They don't. Disney didn't do the planes movie. Yes. Yeah, they don't do the Disney planes. Did, Disney did the planes, yeah. but not Pixar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah, no, because when they announced Incredibles 2, I was looking up all of it, and you got to deal with every other sequel before you get Incredibles 2. Ah. Uh, mm. Is Brad Bird still doing Incredibles Yes. Oh. Yes. That's That'll, like why I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, I found it interesting. I found out this week that uh, Big Hero Six. They were talking about a sequel for the longest time, but they're going to go the uh, route of the. Uh, they're doing a cartoon. Yeah, they're doing the you know, How to Train Your Dragon thing, where they're going to do a series now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that had a series. Yeah, but... How to Train Your Dragon was that like a Netflix series? Yes. Yeah, hmm. and then then they came back and did the movie. So they they might do the same thing here and make it like a. A Netflix series, and then and then come back and do another movie. It, it's always weird when they do that, though, because they don't get the actors to do that. They cheap out and get different voices uh, for like, an ongoing like series. Like T.J. Miller didn't show up for the Netflix Exactly, stuff. And, yeah. and that's kind of, I don't know, it cheapens it, I feel like. Yeah. And the look is identical. They can just take those 3D models and move them right over, but yeah. unfortunately, when you change voice I actors. Baymax is a big enough character that you'd want to see him on the big screen again. Yeah, I think Big Hero 6 was kind of underwhelming. No, I like the beginning. I love the origin. I think yeah. it, it was the team battle at the end. It was everything I loved about superhero origin stories. Yes. Yeah. But then, yeah, you're right. Towards the end, it was just like, okay. The team battle it. fell flat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, but I thought, like, now that they've got, like, the origin out of the way, we could really do some cool stuff in the next oh, yeah. film. So mm, you know, I agree. That's a good point. But you know, it, it's one of those things where maybe they can flesh it out better on the Netflix series. But like you said, we're not going to get, like, T.J. Miller and mm-hmm. some of those iconic voices back. What's T.J. Right. Miller fucking doing that he can't do? Deadpool. Um, <laughs> Transformers where he gets killed. Uh, <laughs> doing the, the, the uh, I, what is it? The, the, no, they're not going to be able to get H- giant celebrity T.J. Miller for the Netflix is he version. Still, is Silicon H- Valley Silicon still Valley. going on? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. He's good. He's doing he really does well, a lot, man. and he fucking yeah. does the Mucinex commercials. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> recently just showed up on those Lemonhead commercials, too. I just he? rewatched Cloverfield, and I, I forgot he was in that. Mm. He was in a Super Bowl commercial. Cloverfield? He yeah. was in the original? Yeah, he's in the original. Oh, wow. He's real young, too. Yeah. So I completely didn't know that. He, he clears my sinuses. I take that Mucinex, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Mucinex is good stuff. Yeah. All, all thanks to TJ Miller? Yeah, well, I also fucking Antonio Banderas <laughs> with uh, Nasonex. <laughs> He does those commercials? Oh, yeah. The, the bee? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, the, the voice of the bee is yeah. Antonio Banderas. I, did not know. I, I don't watch commercials, like, ever. <laughs> yeah, it's Tupperware, that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, back to Shy. Uh, it's titled, uh, New Listener from Amsterdam. Oh, that's oh, why wow. we haven't heard. Okay. You know, don't name drop your country. <laughs> You know what I mean? I do it in every email. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, man. I'm so excited about living in America. 
Jesus. This is Ryan Mears from USA. USA. Yeah, yeah, I put it six times. All caps. <laughs> Ryan Springsteen over here. <laughs> Born in the USA. All right, chill out, boss. <laughs> hey, PCL. Name, name drops the country. That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, Amsterdam. Mm. Yeah. Could be worse places. Yeah. Don't think you're going to get a special treatment, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm from, an, I'm from another place. Treat me kindly. Yeah. <laughs> no. We'll put another pin in the pop culture leftovers map. <laughs> <laughs> We're running out of room. So yeah. many pins. Look, there's idiots abroad. <laughs> I recently started listening to your podcast after I left the theater, having watched The Force Awakens and looking for an in-depth review of the film and found your podcast. I'm still looking for a good podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. He, does, he doesn't say that. Oh, boo. <laughs> the best email. <laughs> yeah, I, I would take it back everything. <laughs> the search continues. Chris <laughs> Ahola is making notes right now. <laughs> Just like the X-Files, that podcast is out there. <laughs> he says, I find it highly insightful and actually fucking hilarious the way you guys constantly shit on each other. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy? No, wouldn't that be fucking nuts? I, all of a sudden, if like, you try to take a dump on me, I'm oh out. My God. Oh, I'm out. That's the straw that broke the camel's back, right? I'm out. Like the day I fucking shit on somebody on this podcast. I'm out. You got too far. <laughs> Whoa. All right, Brian. I'd like to I'm think out. that like, they don't even move like the entire time. Jay's just like, why are you taking your pants Why, is this <laughs> why are you hovering over me? Is this oh, really happening? Oh, my God. Is that coming? Oh, my God. Speak, speaking of shit, I get a wonderful text from Ryan Mears last night saying, I just ate an 18-ounce steak. I just ate oh, that. Oh, it's worth 18 ounce steak and I'm about to shit my pants. <laughs> I, I left the, the restaurant and too I, personal for Facebook. Huh? <laughs> no, he posted it on Texas Roadhouse's Facebook page. <laughs> it's, it, I just ate your shit your shit your pants steak special. <laughs> I pulled over at the very next place, which was a bar, and just ran inside. Worst toilet I could find. <laughs> but it was a desperate moment, you know. <laughs> Didn't you say something like, I feel like I'm in train <laughs> Exactly, man. I was Obi-Wan Kenobi crawling out of that toilet. Like, it was brutal. Wow. Craziest part of that fucking movie is actually, like, the shit-stained bed sheets. Oh, God. <laughs> when, when she's wanting to wash them and swinging around. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like everything in the kitchen yeah. while they're sitting at breakfast. Right. Literal shitstorm. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Oh, are they, yeah. are they still doing the sequel? Is that still a thing they're talking about? He, he's I talking about it, but he's really worried that it's not going to live up to the first one. Yeah. So it should be. He knows. Yeah. He, like, he said he's like, I'm going to be crucified if this sucks, which right. is true. Right. So They should yeah. do a reboot. All women train spotting. No. <laughs> it's not necessary. <laughs> no, they, they should do it with Ryan Mears and call it train sharding. <laughs> it's just this guy fucking traveling city to city eating eating steaks and shit all over the place. Having meat sweats. <laughs> 18 ounce. Huh? What, what, what cut was that? On the it was just top sirloin. Top you know? okay. <laughs> Stay away from I it. I will Tupperware the steak, but the experience afterwards. <laughs> it was top sirloin that turned into bottom sirloin. <laughs> I always go filet when I go out to eat steak. Uh, uh, yeah. Less is more. 
I get the actually I get the porterhouse. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. nice. I, I normally like New York strip, you know. But why even go out if you're gonna get a fucking New York strip? <laughs> hey man, back the fuck uh, off, man. <laughs> That's my fucking opinion. That's so <laughs> critical, Jim. That's fucking garbage. You might as well just go to the grocery store. <laughs> That's what you're gonna have. Listen to fucking Anthony Bourdain. No, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, let's right. go out to the steak restaurant to get garbage. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, While he's eating his sissy little filet, the little goes a long way. It was it, it was nice when we had Shy as a listener, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's gone now. Going back to Amsterdam. Yeah, I uh, see. Here. Now I don't know Dick all about the comic book universe. Uh, however, I still checked out your old and new podcasts that are reviewing the contemporary age of comic book movies and non comic book films. I rarely get any of the references to the traits of the characters outside of the film, however, but you guys explain it in a way where I don't get completely lost. That being said, I don't have much interest to pick up a comic book, but rest assured I will continue listening to your podcast. Pretty much sounds like he's never going to listen to yours, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you don't want to pick him up, you can just listen to us ramble on about it over at Comic Slubs. Hey, Aaron, Aaron from uh, Nerd Porn doesn't fucking read comics. Yeah. Except for a few. I think he reads Rat Queens and Saga. Yeah, he, he shoots films at a comic book store, so I think he just reads them without buying. He's like, like an elitist all. comic <laughs> yeah, reader. Yeah. I don't read comics except for Saga and Rat Queens. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's not a very good elitist. Rat Queens has been dropping, so... Oh, yeah, really? yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, uh, let's see here. What I really wanted to say was that you guys do intense analytical reviews of movies, i.e., Interstellar, Hateful Eight, Force Awakens, Deadpool, and the latest one I was listening to, The Revenant. I thought that was fucking awesome. I thought that was a fucking awesome review. You guys opened up a whole new way of looking at the movie, especially Brian's teardown of the ending, where Leo finally let go of the let go of the body into the stream. Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> Whoop, don't have to see it now. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even give us a spoiler. We didn't say one body. Hold on, hold on. It, it, it was a dead body and Jay fucked it. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. No, spoiler. Of course, he, of course he had to let it go. It was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> so keep this shit going. It's fucking balls out awesome. I'm always smiling and laughing out loud while biking around the city. Looking like a complete nutcase. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Peace. Uh, P.S. Brian, anyone ever tell you you sound identical to Jeff Anderson from Clerks? Huh. Who's that? Uh, That's, that's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Randall. Okay. Randall from Clerks. Okay. Who does the berserker dance. Is it not berserker? Randall... Damn it. I, no. Bazooka. No, that's, <laughs> that yeah. no, Randall. It's Randall. Jeff Anderson's Randall from Clerks. The, 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 Started listing off porn titles. Yeah, exactly. He's the guy that works, <laughs> he, he works at the video store. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you sound like Randall. Yeah, I don't hear it either. I don't either. No. PPS, uh, knowing you have a fetish for pronunciation, my name is pronounced exactly like the adjective. Uh, kind regards, shy, a nechi. Like, he tells us how to pronounce shy, but his last name, <laughs> Not the, no. which is spelled A-Y-N-E-T-C-H-I, he gives us no fucking heads up on it. <laughs> don't, we don't give a fuck if that's, we mispronounce shit anyway. We have J on the show. Also, <laughs> that's why I'm here, guys. The last name is also an adjective. <laughs> dude, dude, that was so inetchy. <laughs> inetchy. Oh, man, that movie is inetchy. <laughs> I feel really edgy about this. 
great email. Uh, I think it was an Anechi email. I got a bad Anechi about this. <laughs> Next email comes from Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter, longtime listener, likes to make me dizzy when he sends videos. Oh, jeez. <laughs> God, this guy in his fucking selfie stick. That last laugh that I gave sounded like a machine gun. <laughs> Didn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, like, I, agree. I, I was like expecting to look over, look over at Ryan and see like a fucking <laughs> bunch of blood. <laughs> like, whoa, I just killed him. Oh, safety on. With my ridiculous laughter. <laughs> Next email comes from Daniel Hunter. Hey, leftovers. I loved hearing all your thoughts on the witch. Uh, I give it a high taste it. I thought the imagery of the witch deep in the woods was very well done and incredibly haunting. The only thing I didn't like about it was that it was so slow and a bit boring during the middle of the movie. But it was only 92 minutes, so it wasn't that big of an issue for me. I loved the ending. I thought it made the movie better. It was probably my favorite part. Ooh, Jay. Disagree. <laughs> totally Did you see disagree. This no. Oh. No, I think it ruined the movie as a whole. The ending was just so out of place to me. So I disagree with that. Completely. I got, com- I just, I got confused. I was all week. I was just watching reruns of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> yeah, can't go wrong with that. And, and the whole time I was thinking, Jay and fucking Jake would want to fuck her. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> I agree with you on that one. With Sabrina? Uh, yeah, Melissa Joan Hart. Oh yeah, she's all right. She's okay. No Salem. I'm all about Carolina Ray. <laughs> I was wondering if any of you have seen or heard of Antichrist. It is similar to The Witch. It takes place in the woods and has a lot of spooky animals. Hmm. What are spooky animals? Like owls? Yeah, owls Crows. are spooky. <laughs> have, you ever th- have you watched that YouTube video of the fucking baby owls screeching and shit? Yeah, I've seen that. Right? Shit's mm-hmm. fucking, they're like, like, like little demons. It is creepy. Oh, you don't watch that shit. Fucking baby owls are fucking scary. <laughs> 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 the, one, the one baby that's not cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can, actually, I've seen a lot of uncute babies. <laughs> yeah, most babies are ugly. Yeah. <laughs> It is, however, one of the most fucked up movies I have ever seen. The cinematography is amazing, and Willem Dafoe and Charlotte Gainsbourg give great performances. Hmm. Uh, Who the fuck is Charlotte Gainsbourg? Sergei Gainsbourg's daughter. We're we're talking about Halloween 3 Tupperwareing Dan Hunter, so his pinion. (laughs) Right. That's true. (laughs) That's true. I think it's still streaming on Netflix, so if The Witch isn't disturbing enough for you, then this is the perfect movie. Uh, one last thing. Do you remember when Jake would call into the show and it would sound like he was talking underwater? (laughs) 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 It was in the very first few episodes. I forget who, but someone would pretend they were him. That was me. That was Jake. I know. And put their hand over their mouth (laughs) and talk and make it sound like his call. It was so funny. (laughs) And I don't know what made me think of it the other day, but I wanted to see if you guys remembered it <laughs> jay jay uh, yeah, that's the comment <laughs> too do it do it pretty good post converter okay i was listening to post converter why am i even here if jay can do that <laughs> jay could just give two reviews i know like, i know hi toaster <laughs> 
<laughs> Next time I can't make it, just have Jake pretend I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you always talked about post-converting. I still do. I know. <laughs> it's terrible. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that was from... Spoiler, the- there's some of that to come. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Daniel Hunter. He says, thanks from your soulless army member. Ah. Remember I said he had no soul? True. Yeah. yeah. Next email comes from Johnny B. Johnny B. Good. Johnny B. Yep. Yeah, Johnny B. Mm. Hey, Brian. <laughs> I can talk about having a smoke. <laughs> what fine the by fuck? Guys, I'm just going to read this to myself. Okay. All right. So I'll me, read it to you if about, you want. Give me about 30 seconds. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> Guys, just, I don't know. Just think about and whatever. And you'll comment yeah, on it. Yeah. Oh, man, he's so right. <laughs> I remember that too, man. <laughs> That's good shit, Johnny B. <laughs> Oh, classic Johnny B. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, next email. <laughs> That's the best email of the show, though, honestly. Yeah. No, it should it, be more. <laughs> they should all be like that. Next email. It's, it's actually, it's Johnny B. He says, hey, Brian, uh, we're live. It's an incredible podcast. Check it out. He's talking about, uh, talking about fucking, uh, the zombie podcast we talked about last episode. Oh, where it's like a story. Yeah, it's like a story. Wilderness John is an inspiration to us all. Bring on the anime recommendations, Jake. Which mudslide mix are you guys using? Sounds like it's doing its job. <laughs> Mudslide for when you want to make a great podcast. Yeah, we use the uh, TGIF brand, right? Uh, Chi-Chi's. Oh, Chi-Chi's, that's right. Yeah, I close enough. I yeah. started off with the same s- shit. Started off with the cinnamon churro today. Uh, mm. I have now moved on to the chocolate goodness of the Mexican mudslide. The Mexican mudslide, yes, sir. Mm. Uh, it's made with rum. All you do is blend with ice. Now, <laughs> guys, the caramel color is added, to this <laughs> but. It's a chocolatey favorite perfected by Chi-Chi's. An individual Mexican mudslide needs just three ounces plus one cup of ice cubes in a blender. Or make a pitcher. Fuck it. <laughs> That's the greatest That's what it says. It says, it says, or make a pitcher. Go balls out. <laughs> or regret nothing and make a pitcher. It says, it says. Regret nothing. Last thing it says is Chi-Chi this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, I think me and Jay are going to do the old cake vodka pineapple juice. Are you serious? Yeah, you went in on that? Oh, my God. A little I, action? Dude, I love some vodka. I don't know how I'm going to act on vodka. <laughs> on we'll see. Show. We'll find oh, out. Wow. I mean, just don't give me tequila. That's it's, def- I, it's definitely happening That's now. when you get Darth Bryan. Yeah. I am a complete dick on tequila. <laughs> I kind of want to make that happen, too. Oh, <laughs> fuck. The tequila episode. Fuck. Oh, God. If we if we watch fucking Batman v Superman and I'm on tequila. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> the gloves are off. God, I really want to make that happen yeah <laughs> shit superman's not gonna be the only one bleeding that episode <laughs> it's gonna be doomsday brian <laughs> sage kelly my favorite fucking sage. Uh, spice my favorite herb sage. Kelly? Hey, hold i'm on. more of a rosemary guy is it an herb or a spice it's an herb herb yeah yeah but it's like Aren't they the same thing? You tomato, have, tomato. Yeah, you don't have an herb rack. Yeah. You got a spice rack, right? Tomato, right. tomato. It's like, it's not, oh, do you think somebody that's OCD would be like, get that fucking sage out of my fucking spice rack, you motherfucker. Put it in the herb box. Wait, but when you're cooking, are you really like urban it up? You're really, you know. Spicing it up. Boom. Yeah. See? I'm yeah. just urban it up. Hey, guys, I gotta leave. I can't. Hey, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Got too controversial. <laughs> we can't talk about this. Uh, Sage Kelly says, uh, thanks for turning me on. Whoa. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I had something stuck in my throat there. He says, thanks for turning me on to Sword Art Online. I've, I'm sorry, I had something stuck in my throat. Good so- timing. Sounded like we turned him on there. <laughs> Maybe you should read this one to yourself, too. <laughs> I'll be back in five minutes. Fat, 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 fat. Uh, he says, thanks for turning me on to Sword Art Online. It's bitchin', Sage. And then moments later, I get a second email. Brian, watch Trailer Park Boys. It's up your alley humor-wise. The first season is hard to watch due to cheap quality, but it gets better. Sage, the guy who can't remember to put all of his thoughts in in one fucking email. <laughs> it's like our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> first episodes True. with the cheap quality. Yeah. <laughs> it's still cheap. <laughs> yeah. That's been going on like over 10 seasons and it's still pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 10 seasons? Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 It's a Netflix original now, though. Yeah. So yeah. yeah so a little bit better quality now. All right, guys. So thank you, Sage, for just... Telling us things. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the old age-old fucking herb or spice question. Yeah, too. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's his name. Uh, <laughs> guys, next email comes from Wilderness John. Oh, what we've all been waiting for. Yeah, it, it's like uh, this better be the last email because I'm definitely going to need a smoke. <laughs> I, 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 I think it is the last email. Oh man. And uh, it's not our—it's not the typical Wilderness John email. Nope, mm-hmm. Time for a smoke. <laughs> no. Does he have feelings? Here we go, Wilderness John. Leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not banning me forever. <laughs> Here is a minor detail from The Force Awakens that you have yet to discuss. Okay, now this was eye-opening for me. Wow. I didn't know John even fucking watched anything. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was way too nerdy for how Wilderness did John. Cop- how did he get a copy of that way out there in the wilderness, you know? Mm-hmm. Did an eagle drop it? He drove 100 miles to his nearest theater. Yeah. No, he ran. <laughs> <laughs> he used two eagles on to the, get there, like water skis. On he, the back of a cooler. <laughs> yeah. He ran naked, and his ticket was his fucking penis. <laughs> He said, look at this. They just let him in. Like, Go right on, sir. The force has awoken with this gentleman. Let him in. He got the entire theater to himself. He says, Maz Kanata and Chewbacca getting it on. <laughs> of course he did. What's that all about? <laughs> it's a friends with benefits kind of situation. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Both of them know there's like no real relationship there. What is... Chewie like 250 and Maz is over a thousand. That makes Maz the oldest cougar ever, right? (laughs) What a great email. He would know a lot about cougars. He's ripped up a bunch of them (laughs) with his bare hands. (laughs) Or bare dick. That's true. Just turned around and fucking obliterated them. They fucking explode. (laughs) Whoops, sorry. (laughs) You've seen Blade 2 where the fucking they. I was thinking of like Turbo Kid when he blasts him with this fucking thing and just a. Oh, I was thinking, like True Blood where they where they fucking <laughs> they just explode. Light hits. <laughs> what far-reaching and untold effects has Chewbacca's Wookie dick <laughs> had on the Star Wars universe? 
<laughs> top three love children. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to say you're in the top three Wilderness John. <laughs> yes, I agree. Honestly, I think Wilderness John is part Wookiee. I think he's part of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think there's any other explanation for this guy and his abilities and powers. <laughs> his skill set is definitely Wookiee-based. <laughs> this email is great. I think Wilderness John is like maybe an eighth Wookiee. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. At least, at minimum. Yeah, and then the if rest quarter. Yeah, the rest is like God. <laughs> not one of those dumb bookies from like the holiday special either. Right. right. Oh, true. <laughs> no. Pro- probably like uh, just like Anakin, you know, that, you know, Immaculate Conception with a mm-hmm. Wookiee. Mm. Yeah. Wilderness John. I think what blew my mind is just the fact that Wilderness John watches Star Wars. Yeah. That blew my mind too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. That dude, seems above him. Between like, you know. <laughs> Fucking or beneath him, I mean. Beneath him, like, you know, just chopping all that wood and fucking, like, you know, hunting for whatever the fuck. I don't know how to hunt. Yeah. But he's hunting. Where does he find the time? Where does yeah. he find the time? Though? I just can't oh, imagine him sitting still for more than, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> you think he puts it on while, like, chopping wood or something like that? Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know. I don't know, he man. watches it while he builds a cabin around the TV. <laughs> Watching it while he's banging a bald eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. They were playing the movie as he's building the actual theater. Uh, yeah. They're building the theater around him. Yep. And he's, well, he's building the theater and they just happen to be playing the movie. Uh, yep. Because I can't see him fucking wasting his time watching fucking no. Force Awakens. I don't want to see it. Mm-mm. I don't want to believe Not that he does that. Not my wilderness job. No. Uh-uh. What's his question again? <laughs> he wants to know, uh... <laughs> What far-reaching and untold effects has Chewbacca's Wookiee dick had on this Star Wars universe? <laughs> Top three love children. Uh, yeah. I think we'll definitely get a Star Wars anthology movie about this. <laughs> <laughs> the the Chewbacca love children? Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I honestly think that Wilderness John is part Wookiee, though. <laughs> <laughs> Explains a lot. Mm-hmm. Explains a lot. Yeah, but- there's nothing else that really holds up to Wilderness John, like... You know, that I would say could also be a Wookiee love child. No. When I think of, like, Wilderness John, I just think of, like, Bjorn from fucking The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Who? That the guy that turns into a bear. Mm-hmm. From The Lord of the Rings. You know who that character is. Bjorn. He was in the movie. Yeah. yeah. In the original? He was, in, he was in Hobbit. Oh, yeah. He's in uh, yeah. The Hobbit. Oh, 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 that's why I don't know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone turns into a bear? Wow, I'm glad I, glad I made that Bjorn reference. <laughs> So we could spend fucking like uh, an awkward minute you trying to recall who this character was, still not knowing who it was, and then trashing on the Hobbit. So that's another point to the Sopranos, right there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, point, point Sopranos. <laughs> oh, the Hobbit movies, yeesh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sean Brown. I, do, I wonder what side Sean takes. You got to let us know. Mm. Yeah, that, that's curious. Yeah. Hopefully, he thinks Sopranos. Mm. I don't care what Sean thinks. <laughs> all, all we know is he needs a better job. I just I want to help support the guy that listens to the show and not the other guys he's arguing with. I don't care. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna sleep just fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Me too. I'll watch The Hobbit. Me- meanwhile, Wilderness John has the hard hitting questions. <laughs> I know. What far reaching effects has Wookie Dick had? <laughs> Ewoks, maybe. Oh, interesting Wookie- point. Oh wow, Chewbacca whole- and Maz. No, that fucking whole race. Yeah. 
is spawned by fucking Wookie dick. Yeah. Maz was just fucking Wookiees left and right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. How else Maz they... is so short. Yep. Chewbacca's so tall. Boom. Yeah. They created the entire fucking Ewok race. Wait, wait, wait. No, you're saying that fucking, like, the Wookiees did a train on Maz? I think so. I think she's into Wookiees, period. I thought that she was just like, uh, you know, like, once you had fucking sex with a Wookiee, instead of, like, having just, like, like one kid, <laughs> you had, like, a litter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's that's, just, that's no, possible. No, no, left them no, all no. indoor. Her fucking pumpkin vagina was just spitting out fucking little little Wookiee babies. Pumpkin Ewoks. vagina. Yeah, little fucking Ewoks were just popping out of her fucking pumpkin vagina. Spear in hand. Yeah. <laughs> fucking little... Little citrus badge. <laughs> little sun-kissed like, pussy. Like, like squeezing an orange. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's got to be horrendous, yeah. whatever it looks like. <laughs> not, not bad enough for Chewbacca. No, no. And Chewbacca called his, his little sunny delight. <laughs> So do you think Maz and Chewbacca have, have done it? Yeah, he just pulls those crotch droids aside and just goes to town. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, dude, that's that's where the Ewoks came from. Yep. Origin I, revealed. I can see. I can see it. Yeah. Spoiler. Top three love children. Spoiler. Going to have to go with uh, Gray- Wicket. Wicket, Greylo. Low Gray. Low Gray. <laughs> And uh, Chirpa. There you go. We <laughs> <laughs> did it. We did it. <laughs> to be fair, those are the only three Ewoks I can name. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I can only I can, I can only name two, and I fucked up the other one's name. <laughs> well, those were the first three that popped out of Maz, and then they just gave up. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on. The Ewoks cartoon, Princess Nisa. Uh, oh, nice. Boom. Nice. Yeah, right. we got four. Yep. <laughs> there you go. All right, uh, this show's stupid. We're going to take a break. <laughs> Wow. Welcome back to the welcome back to the dive bar podcasting. This is the dumbest show ever. Yeah. Welcome back. The show in whole or this episode? This is a bad one. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty crap. It's a good example of the show. Yeah. As a whole. Yes. All right, guys. Uh, we are going to be moving on since we've already talked about Ghostbusters. We've uh, we fucking uh, plowed through your stupid fucking opinions uh, and emails, and now we're going to move on to. Good pop, bad pop. It's time for more leftover reviews with good pop, bad pop. Good pop, bad pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read. Uh, and sometimes we rate these things and we want our listeners to be familiar with our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. That might have came in handy when we fucking rated... I was just thinking that. Yeah, it might have came in handy when we rated Ghostbusters. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck them. Frank didn't have the time for that. (laughs) Frank did not have the time for a bumper. Clive was running late. (laughs) Clive was playing the Frank role. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I got a text from Clive. 
guys, I'm going to be about uh, an hour late. <laughs> Stuck in the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I pick you up something? <laughs> Clyde just always needs those nuggets, you know? <laughs> Clyde's a nugget guy. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah, I want to start off with uh, Good Pop, Bad Pop this week. With Fuller House. Did we all get a chance to watch Fuller House? I did not. I have not seen it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you did. We talked oh, yeah. about it last week. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Ryan, Ryan, I know you got a chance to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I watched like the at least the first half of it. I think I got up to episode eight okay. or nine. I watched uh, all 13 episodes. <laughs> nine nights. Couldn't stop, huh? So let's talk about Fuller House. Everywhere you look. <laughs> Everywhere you go. Dude, I, I'll start off. I guess I, I Tupperware it. I, I, I absolutely, I love it, dude. Yeah, um, it was great. I, I had so much fun with this show. I, I had so much fun. Um, just from seeing like the just the original cast coming back, having a lot of fun with it. From like the humor, just like the self referential self referential humor. Yeah. That they gave it. Uh, I agree. I, I laughed many times, and I felt like. The episodes didn't trail off. I felt like they almost got better towards the end. I agree. I agree. Um, I uh, honestly, I uh, you you can ask me like uh, fucking like uh, was it uh, Team Jacob and Team Edward? Mm-hmm. Fuck that! I'm talking about Team Matt and fucking Team Steve. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? That's that's what I'm all about right now. Yeah, that, dude. I, that's felt like the the idea where I'm at right now yeah. on the show. Yeah, uh, so I Tupperware this man. I had a great time with it. We'll 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 unpack it a little bit more. But uh, Ryan, what did you think? I'm gonna say taste it once again. I'm going middle of the road. Okay. Um, it's kind of weird because there's some things I can gripe about, yeah. but there's some things I love. Um, yeah. Really, uh, I don't know why, but I love the live studio audience. Like, because oftentimes there's jokes that do make me want to groan or roll my eyes, but the fact that the audience is laughing yeah. makes me like ham it up along with them. I'm like, okay, that was just supposed to be cheesy yeah it works in that way did you get like to the the, the, the bollywood dancing i loved yeah mm-hmm. i yeah, loved was always i had so much fun with a- any of the musical like outbursts or yeah. things like, i know you're not normally a fan of that stuff but like yeah. whenever but they, this i liked it yeah when they burst out in song and like you said the self-referencing part is the best whether it be um behind the scenes rumors or things like we heard from full house oh, or yes. like what's happened since then the alanis morissette joke yeah yeah, like all of that stuff, it, especially Bob Saget when he is there and they yes. seem to take cracks at that. It's like, oh, this is, it's so tongue in cheek. And yeah. you, even without the live studio audience, I'm laughing at that. So I do really love that part. There's, you know, like I said, some of the jokes are kind of cheesy. Um, but yeah, it is uplifting that they got everybody, just about everybody back yeah. together for this. Yeah, and they include Michelle, like when they drunk dialer yes. later on. <laughs> they, they, like all, all the all the ladies get drunk, you know, Kimmy Gibbler and uh, what's it, Stephanie, and yes. uh, yeah, they all get drunk and drunk dialer, and they're like, uh, Kimmy Gibbler's getting married, and she's like, you know, show up to my uh, wedding, you in big trouble, Mister. <laughs> and then and then and then Stephanie's like, ah, nuts. And yeah. then they're like, you got it, dude. Is I was fucking rolling. Yeah, I was rolling at that too. All those self self-referential i can't talk okay. <laughs> fine all that all the meta jokes were really yeah. funny though. one of my favorites was uh they were talking about uh the daughter the young girl actress and uh she had to wear the latest thing from mary kate and ashley olsen's oh, that was a funny moment. i was like oh okay we, they could reference it that way too like yeah. that's great yeah that was great 
Yeah. What do you I, think about the kids? Uh, Max is my favorite. Yeah. So, holy chalupas. Uh, like, I agree 100%. Like, yeah. kid blows me away. Even the oldest kid, when, uh, when, Jackson. When, yeah, Jackson, when he's wanting to get out of there, when the girl is coming out and she's, like, got her hair done to go to that event or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh my god, you look so great. Can I get out of here now? I was just, <laughs> I was dying. The kid's delivery is just, yeah. like, Ryan Reynolds esque. It was so good. Yeah. These kids, these kid actors are phenomenal. Oh, I, I thought they were going to be super annoying. The way that infant looks up at the ceiling just on cue, I was impressed. No, no, when the when the when the baby took the hamburgers. When the baby took oh, the, when the baby took both hamburgers from Uncle Jesse, I was fucking dying. <laughs> if you I know it sounds stupid. I just said when a baby took two hamburgers. <laughs> That's if you, quality television. If you watched it, it was funny. If you, <laughs> it was funny. It with was. You. It was hilarious. I loved it when uh, Danny Tanner fucking uh, when when they made the sofa the sofa suit. Oh, that was super yeah, funny. That was a great I was, moment, I and was, he loved it. He loved it. <laughs> I was he laid back on the magic sofa and all, and they're like, "Hey, have you seen Grandpa?" <laughs> he's laying on the sofa. Yeah, that was hilarious. hilarious. I love all the clean jokes with Danny Tanner. Yeah. Yeah, that was super funny. Yeah, the yeah. doorbell joke was super funny when and, he was just cleaning the doorbell. And I like how Max is his little cleaning protege. Yeah. Yes, that's how he got the dog. Yeah. You know, because he cleaned so well. Right, right. <laughs> that was my favorite thing of the first episode was Comet Junior Junior. And yes, Max wants to have a Comet Junior Junior Junior. Junior, <laughs> Steve is hilarious. Steve is yeah. funny, dude. Uh, the fucking when they were talking about the DJ and Steve's favorite. Uh, movie when they were dating was ghost yeah and how they did the uh the that song with uh when they're mixing the meat mm-hmm. oh my god unchained melody unchained melody yeah <laughs> fucking hilarious i love the bit with stephanie and her uh her, her old husband when she got married yeah it was that was really funny and seeing him again was that the same actor I assume it had to be. Stephanie and her old... Oh, yeah, it was the same kid. Yeah, that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, well, the uh, the first episode, they used the same twins from yeah. uh, from from do, the original... Do they yeah. pop back up? Because that's what I've been telling everybody when I watch it, is I'm like, oh, well, there's got to be a cameo with them later. Like, everybody else has a cameo. They don't. Just the one episode. Just it's the so one cool. episode, yeah. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys heard about the porno version? A full house? Yeah. Oh, full, no, no a, house. a fuller house. Oh. It's called uh, Fuller Holes. <laughs> and there's uh, instead Lots of, of DVDA going on in that. Instead of DJ Tanner, there's BJ Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's perfect. Instead of Uncle Joey, there's Uncle Blowy. <laughs> oh. um, Uncle Jesse is Uncle Jizzy. <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, Stephanie is like uh, Stuffing Me. Stuffing Me, yeah. <laughs> Kimmy Gibbler is Kimmy Gobbler. <laughs> wow, that writes itself. <laughs> Have you watched that yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> we can't get a rating on that. So. I'll, I'm going to give it a Tupperware. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'll Tupperware the names. Those names alone are worthy of Tupperware. I tell you, who's probably watched it has been Terry Crews. Did you hear about that? No. Terry Crews recently came out and said he was addicted to porno. Really? Aren't we all? <laughs> He said he, he said he said night he said night turned into day day turned into night that's how much he watched porno. Oh my god! He actually like came out with like an audio clip talking about how he watched porno all the time. Jeez! Yeah. <laughs> what the hell's with that guy? Is he married? I don't know. No, he said he lost his marriage due to a due to porno. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> wow. That's dedication. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, Fuller House. Yeah, we're talking about Terry Crews. <laughs> And his addiction. Again. But you know what? Fuller House is getting a uh, season two. Yeah, oh, nice. good. I'm excited. I am excited too. I can't wait, man. Fucking. Okay, Jake, big question for you. 
Team Steve or Team Matt? Oh, man, that's a tough question. I think I'm Team Steve. I'm Team Steve. Yeah. Matt's kind of a D-bag. He's funny, but yeah, I'm more of a Steve guy. He he won me over with the fucking uh, Unchained Melody yes. scene. Absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, and I felt like that's kind of the way they're shaping it too. Is it's like you're you're almost supposed to feel bad for Steve, or yeah. you know, Steve's clearly interested, especially like the episode where he's like trying to block out the Matt, you know, the veterinarian as often as possible. Right. And, you know, he's getting in the way every chance. He's like, are you sure you want to do this? And it's like, <laughs> oh, poor Steve. Oh god, this fucking the show hit really close to home for me. Uh, my Last girlfriend was a fucking uh, veterinarian. Oh, yeah. And uh, the guy that she ended up with uh, after me was a fireman. So it kind of felt good that in this version that her husband died in a fire. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe it'll, maybe it'll follow suit. And her, kind of projecting there a little kind bit. Kind of felt good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, awesome. Uh, those That's kids cool. have to grow up fatherless. Yeah. <laughs> justice <laughs> oh man i always wanted to order her next boyfriend well done oh. <laughs> not even a little pink in the middle yeah it's better I, than a top sirloin i think his name was i think his name was i think his name was char lee so, oh, oh, hey-o. Yeah. all right that's that's really all i've got for good pop bad pop unless i want to talk about some other shows i've been watching catching up on this week i been, I got caught up on um, uh, Colony. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, Colony only has two episodes left. I don't know if you're still watching it, Jay. I, I'm, I'm going to watch them all. Fantastic, yeah, for man. sure. This season, I, I love this show. Really? I really like it. I, I, I like it quite a lot. Um, I, I'm interested to see what, what they were building with the couple episodes I saw. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, there's only two episodes left this season, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, what else is, uh, got, like I said, I got caught up on Rebels. Uh, mm-hmm. haven't watched any Sword Out Online this week. That's gonna be, uh, that's gonna be next week. I'm gonna watch more of that. That's okay. really all I got. Did you finish season one of that yet? No, of Sword Out Online. No, I'm on like episode 14 or something. Okay. Yeah. So what do you guys got for me? I know Jake watched some movies. Yeah, I saw some movies. I went and saw, um. Fuller House, uh, Fuller Holes. Fuller House the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuller Holes. Fuller Holes. I will give that a Tupperware. I mean, I, I only had to watch about 20 minutes of it and I was done. <laughs> so I, I think that's a Tupperware. That's about average. Yeah, he's, he's gonna give the uh, next 20 minutes a go around tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I might just watch with, the first 20 minutes with, again. With, <laughs> <laughs> Replay value. Yeah. He always watches it with the blinds pulled down. Yeah. It's kind of weird, door locked. Headphones on. <laughs> Tissues at the ready. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Pile of socks next to me. Oh, <laughs> ew. <laughs> what? It's emotional. Those are for your feet, Jake. Oh, I think they call that. Uh, they call Danny Tanner Handy Tanner. <laughs> oh, that's Handy. Cool. I like Handy. Handy Tanner. <laughs> yeah, I went and saw um, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot oh, okay. on Friday, which is the uh, new Tina Fey deal. Um mm. It was pretty good. It was a high taste it for me. Um, one thing I, I had a problem with is they kind of really build it as like the most hilarious comedy you'll see this oh, year. Yeah. And I, I didn't really find it to be a comedy. Yeah, we're only three months in, to mm. be fair. Yeah, that's true. It, it was more of a drama to me. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and I think it was kind of misbilled as this hilarious slapstick comedy. Mm. I thought it was a very good drama, and I'm not the biggest Tina Fey fan, but I really liked her in this role. Maybe they were worried about, like, kind of like, uh, you know, 
uh, trying to build Tina Fey as like a drama yeah. actress. I think they were. Yeah. I, I think they wanted to get the traditional Tina Fey fan in to see this movie. So, and, and it, this plot, short and simple, is she's a journalist and she's recounting her wartime coverage during her stay in Afghanistan and Pakistan, all based on a true story and whatnot. Mm-hmm. A really good cast, too, beyond Tina Fey. I don't know if you guys know, but um, Margot Robbie is in this. I did know that, yeah. Uh, Martin Freeman is in this. And Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton kind of like is in this. Fargo season one reunion in the movie. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. Uh, Martin Freeman's in this. Yeah, oh, shit. Martin Freeman. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I thought Martin Freeman. Freeman was excellent in this. Mm-hmm. He was like probably my favorite character in the Martin whole movie. Freeman, Morgan Freeman, brothers. <laughs> probably. Related, of yeah. course. Yeah. I can see the resemblance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not not that this movie didn't have its moments that I laughed. There was definitely a few moments where I laughed. I thought there was some good twist in the movie with what characters, like where they really stood with stuff and everything. Like at the last half an hour, there were some things that I didn't see coming. Yeah. And so that was like, I was how there, long is this movie? Uh, I think it's like a little less than two hours, 112 minutes. Okay. So yeah, right under two hours. I think it was the perfect length. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> I was never bored at all during this movie. Between, I, I, if there was ever a quote on the DVD, it would be from Jake Elliott. It would be like, the perfect, perfect length. <laughs> Between five minutes and two hours, the perfect length. When I watched the first 20 minutes of Fuller, Fuller Holes, I had the perfect length. <laughs> 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 But yeah, I, I, this is the kind of movie that you didn't need to go see in the theater, even though I high-tasted it. Yeah. I feel like you gained nothing seeing it on the big screen with people around you. You can easily wait for Redbox or no, Netflix. No epic, like, wide shots of the scenery no, or anything? Not really. Not really. This movie really wasn't about its cinematography, even though it's like a wartime drama and everything. I, I think you can easily wait for this to hit home video. How, how, were, how were Martin Freeman and Billy Bob Like Thornton? I said, Martin Freeman was my favorite character. Nice. He was excellent. Um, um, Billy Bob Thornton was kind of, eh, he was okay. Oh, okay. His character was, wasn't in it too much, and it was kind of a little bit of a jokey character that felt kind of out of context mm-hmm. with the rest of the movie. Yeah. So, I, and I like Billy Bob Thornton too. Yeah. But he really didn't do much for me. I thought Alfred Molina was really great. In the oh, movie. I love anything he's in, I love. Yeah, he was kind of like an, a big wig, a big wig Afghani. Yeah. So he was playing a completely different like nationality right. too. And I thought that really showed some acting range. And mm-hmm. not that we didn't know Alfred Molina has great acting range. Oh, he's great. But yeah, he was spectacular. I thought Margot Robbie was great in this. Yeah. And so, yeah, this movie was a lot of fun probably the best tina fey movie that's good for a comedy man giving it a high taste it to be quite honest with you like i said i really think of it more as a drama than i do a comedy it really felt like that yeah i I keep going back to comedy because that's really how they marketed this yeah it was a dramedy i guess if you want to use that stupid term yeah but that's definitely what it was more than just a full-fledged like the slapping comedy and there was a lot of people i saw it with and there really wasn't like people yucking it up throughout the whole movie. Like, okay. it really didn't feel like that at all. Yeah, as it being, like, a wartime thing, yet still a comedy, is it, like, is the humor, like, a dark humor kind of thing? Or how do they really... The humor is, is kind of... Don't in, even think of the humor. The humor is kind of in Tina Fey's character being out of her element. Okay, Like, so. she's not usually... She's, like, behind a desk, like, typing up news stories and stuff. And then she's thrust into this, like, whole new world. 
So it's like that kind of comedy. Fish out of water. Fish out of water comedy. That's where most of the comedy comes from. And it's based on a true story, too. Based on a true story, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, it's not like a Farley Brothers comedy or even like a other Tina Fey movie type of comedy. Right. Like, it's very much just like... That's what I was wondering. I almost wanted to go to it to be like, oh, what's Tina Fey going to joke about this situation? Yeah. You know, I think it's I, almost, almost... got me there. It's almost comparable, comparable to like Good Morning Vietnam, I think. Okay. Yeah. Where like that has its funny moments yeah. but even that movie is more of a drama than it is a comedy like right. it's not slapstick robin williams for the entire movie so i think it's a lot more comparable to that okay um i also saw zootopia yeah yesterday yeah. um that's the newest disney offering it's not pixar it's just disney animation studios and i mean me you and i we loved the trailer the sloth yeah, yeah the trailer was, is fantastic and you know who else loved that trailer one of my favorite listeners, Dan West. Oh, really? Oh my God! When we saw that trailer, me, me and Dan West, me and Dan West saw uh, the Force Awakens together three times. Oh, nice! And uh, when we went and saw it uh, the second time, they showed the Zootopia trailer. Dan West's face during the Zootopia trailer was just fucking hilarious. He loved that sloth trailer while they're oh, at the DMV. <laughs> that, and that kind of thing's contagious, too. I'm yeah, sure that just yeah. made it even... It's yeah. already funny, but to get someone just lose it next to you just yeah. makes it even more funny. I had seen it, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait for... Uh, it was Frank and uh, Dan when we saw it, and Dan just lost it. He loved it. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. The, the sloth moment is Flash. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. sloth. Yeah. But, yeah, um, the plot of this basically is it's a city of animals, walking, talking animals, much like the new Kurt Busiek comic, I guess. Autumn Lambs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're probably identical. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> a lot of similarities. Um, a fugitive con artist fox and a rookie bunny cop must work together to unco- uncover a conspiracy. Once again, Autumn Lands. Yeah, once yeah. again, Autumn Lands. <laughs> a great cast for this movie. Uh, Jennifer Goodwin is Judy Hopps, the bunny cop. Uh, Jason Bateman is Nick Wilde, the uh, fox-like shady character. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba is in this. Um, Bonnie Hunt is in this. Tommy Chong is in this. Oh, wow. Is a pretty hilarious character. Not the sloth, though. Not not the sloth. <laughs> uh, J.K. Simmons is in this as well. Oh, that's wow. awesome. So, yeah. like a really a really rich voice cast. Yeah. Um, this movie was was pretty decent. It wasn't a Tupperware for me, but it was definitely a very high taste it. And unlike so, okay, last week we talked about the word decent. So basically, decent is equivalent to a high taste. It a decent is a high taste. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So I guess the, the, the Baytown Outlaws is now a uh, high taste. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> That's really all it takes for for a high taste. So got to be decent compared to some of the the other anime. Because you said you didn't like Good Dinosaur. Yeah, you know, I mean, so compared to the last couple Pixar movies of the last year. What about Wreck It Ralph? That I, was a Disney. I power ranked the um, just the other day the like the last five Disney animated movies I can think of. They were um, Frozen. What's what's the other Wreck It Ralph? Um, Zootopia and um, drawing a blank on what the other Disney animated deal was that was just recently. Yeah, I, there there's planes and all that other. Shit. Oh, Big Hero Six, Big oh, Hero okay, Six. Yeah. was yeah. the other one, and I I had Frozen at number one, I had Wreck It Ralph at number two, and right. I had Zootopia at number three. Okay, I have never seen Frozen. Hmm. Really, I heard it's more of a musical. You would hate it. I'm not yeah. down for yeah. that. You would fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. don't watch it. Yeah, I le- no, I let it go. Well, we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought the the message in this movie was really great. I just got the <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, 
Jake. Jake just got it. He was frozen there for a little bit. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I thought the message in this movie was really awesome. It's, uh-huh. it's very much like um, about racial stereotyping and that how anybody can be anything regardless of what their like creed is or what what kind of animal they are. Right. It has no dictation on what you have to be like when you grow up and get a job and everything. Yeah. And I thought that was really fascinating. Loved the message. Loved the animation. Thought the characters were a little thin. Was my biggest complaint about this movie. I thought the both ne- needs more fat people. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was very funny though. It had some really funny moments. Some great spins on the uh, Godfather guys, guys. movies. That's why you need to watch Kung Fu Panda 3. Yeah. <laughs> it's got all the fat animals in that one. There you go. I've yet to see any of those movies. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda and Kung Fu... Actually, Kung Fu Panda 2 is actually better than Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Yeah, I've yet to There's see any of those. I haven't seen 3 yet, but I, I love the first two. <laughs> I'm afraid to see 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would watch those if they were ready, readily available sh- somewhere for me. They should be on Netflix, I would hope. Yeah, I don't think so. I look, Probably not. I look, they should be. When you were hyping 2 the other day, I kind of looked around. 2 is like a perfect movie. Movie. Two is awesome. The theme is awesome. Everything's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I highly recommend you guys seeing Zootopia, though. Like, it was a really good plot. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of waffling, honestly, between the Tupperware and the High Taste It. Because yeah, 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 no. It's, it's decent. It's, I'm waffling. it's decent, but it's a Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a decent <laughs> Tupperware. It had a great Just story, like though. And it's like a great, like, whodunit. Like yeah. it's a really, and then the end it comes out of nowhere. You like it's hard to see it coming. Yeah, and so it was a gripping movie for one of these like Disney animated movies. I re- I liked it definitely more than Big Hero Six. Hmm. Like what's yeah? I, I don't understand. Like uh, I see the comedy in the trailer and stuff like that, but like what is like who who's the villain? Like what what's going on? That's here? kind of the the mystery of the story. And I I think this movie had excellent trailers where they didn't really reveal what the actual plot and through line of this movie was, yeah. and you didn't really find that out until seeing the movie so i almost don't want to sit here and spell it out like, okay you really should see this this is one you should check out okay. i saw it in the imax 3d and the the animation was incredible like jake's like i am not sparing any expense when i see zo2 <laughs> i actually had a free ticket and they gave me the whole ticket for free like usually when you have a free ticket and you go to an imax 3d yeah. they still like surcharge you and charge you like the four or mm-hmm. five bucks but they they just gave me the whole thing for free they're so. like you're the only one that showed up <laughs> <laughs> well that is definitely not true <laughs> I'm with you. it was uh it was disney movies highest opening weekend yet it actually beat out frozen for the first weekend really yeah it's the highest opening movie that disney's ever had as far as their opening weekend goes. Then they did great with those trailers. Yeah, they did very great they with did those great trailers. with their marketing. Not counting the Pixar movies, just Disney oh, sure. an- animation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. the beat out Frozen says a lot. Yeah, and Frozen was a little bit of a train car, though. Yeah, slow where it was, start. It was kind of slow start, and then word of mouth made people like come a lot more. Yeah, I came a lot. <laughs> We're not talking about Fuller House. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. All right, we're talking about two different things. Jay, what do you have for good pop, bad pop this week, Chief? Uh, this week, uh, I watched Happen Leonard. Yeah, um, I've seen the trailers for this. This is a Sundance original? Sundance TV original. And honestly, like, watching those trailers makes me want to see the show. Uh-huh. So what are your thoughts on this, man? <laughs> this is a total Tupperware, and <laughs> I automatically thought of you. Really? Um, this is, um, it, it, it's, it's, god damn it, I'm trying to... Lorenzo Lamas 90s TV shows, all right? Yeah. You remember it. Yeah. We've all watched those fucking shows fucking in the Renegade. afternoon. Yeah. Renegade. 
this is that kind of a show. I met Lorenzo Alamas at a con. Yeah. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. That's awesome. He, I just fucking shot the shit with him for like 15, 20 minutes. I think dude. you, didn't you have pictures with him too? I probably. I do. think I saw that. Yeah, those. dude, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, but it's, 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 it reminds me, uh, it's, it's way smarter than that. Like, I'm not discounting it by saying that. I'm saying it's a fun fucking reminder of yeah. those stupid late 80s, 90s shows that were like on the USA network. Yeah. But this is more of a it's more of a noir kind of show. There's characters in this that are very reminiscent of some of the characters that we saw in even Fargo. So there it has that deep kind of character development within this really stupid kind of format, which is 90s fucking action dramas or whatever. I don't know what the genre would be yeah, called. Yeah. But that's what it is. It's fun as fuck. Um, it's got uh, the guy from The Wire we talked about earlier who played Omar in The Wire. Yeah. Um, it's got the, uh, the chick from uh, Mad Men, uh, the, the big busty uh, redhead. Uh, I can't remember her fucking name right off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, I don't know either. I didn't watch uh, Mad Men, but I know who you're talking I'm about. Christina Hendricks. Yeah. Christina Hendricks. Um, Michael Kenneth Williams, he plays uh, Leonard, who is Omar. He's he's a gay Vietnam vet. Who's the guy? I know one of the McPoyles are in this. One of the McPoyles, yeah. yeah. And he's fucking amazing. Yeah. He is amazing. Uh, Jimmy Simpson, he plays a guy named Soldier, okay? Okay. And you're not expecting this performance from this guy, but he is... He is on par with somebody that, like, a villainous character that I would see in something like Fargo. Yeah, you guys... He blew my fucking brains. Yeah, this guy, I saw him in the, tra- in the like, the, the trailer for the show. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit, that's one of the McPoyles. I know! That's one of the McPoyles from It's Always Sunny. Oh, he played <laughs> such a psychopath in this. Is it, it's a show, not a movie? This is a, uh, it's not a, it's a six-hour series. Okay. So this is not going to be a long over, you know, this is based on some... Uh, on books, on novels. So this is not a long, drawn-out series. This is going to be short. But God damn it, it starts off with a car scene that's just right out of fucking Dukes of Hazard. They're playing Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, perfect, yeah. This is a this is fun. CCR, man. Yeah. I guarantee you, that's all, the, that's all that fucking John Wilderness listens to. <laughs> while he's building those yeah. movie theaters. <laughs> but you, Born on a bayou. <laughs> Born on a bayou. <laughs> but it starts off with that, so it's just like rip roaring, like fun, stupid bullshit yeah. that guys would watch on fucking oh my God. Spike TV or some shit like yeah, that. Dude, oh my god, that should be on the cover of the Blu-ray. <laughs> rip roaring, stupid bullshit that guys watch. But it's way more fun because it has the sensibility of like great fucking writing. So yeah. like some of these characters are Tarantino-esque. The dialogue, I mean, you're just hanging on these guys' fucking dialogue throughout the whole show. Uh, the, how many episodes did you just watch? Two. Just there's, two. There's only two so far. Okay. Um, and god damn. I, and I, this is, this is uh, it's, what is it called? It's on uh, Sundance Channel. Sundance TV. Uh, Happen Leonard, yeah, is the name of it. But it's it's basically like these guys find out from somebody that's been in prison that there is uh, like a million dollars that got lost, which you see at the beginning of this episode. There's a million dollars that got lost by a failed robbery in this in this river. So, ah. so basically, you're introduced to this other guy that found out about. So what other happened. people are finding out that there's money in this river, yes. and it's like everybody is kind of like trying to yeah. be the first to get to it. But yeah, but what? And, and that's just a side note because what's great about this is the relationship between Hap and Leonard. Hap's, uh-huh. Hap's just this fucking Texas Southern, 
you know, sensibility kind of white dude. Yeah. He, he was a draft dodger during Vietnam. And then you have his best friend, Leonard, who is a gay Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. And so you have these polar opposites. And at the same time, you have this, you know, the, the, uh, Trudy, the woman who is just trying to orchestrate this whole thing because her husband, who's this new age hippie, Crim- new criminal mastermind, but he's also this hippy dippy kind of guy that wants to use the money to like save people and help people. Right. So he's trying to organize this whole thing with his now wife, which is Hap's uh, ex wife. Yeah. And so you have this relationship, and of course he loves her, and there's this just deep passion between the two. But what's really fucking great is the deep passion between these two friends. Yeah. You know, they, they, they just. All they do is hang out and eat fucking, uh, what, Nilla wafers? Is that what the fuck they're yeah, called? Yeah, yeah. Nilla wafers and just fight each other when they get pissed off. They, they'll, they'll do sparring matches and stuff like that. <laughs> it is totally, and all the action is just straight out of Lorenzo Lamas playbook from the fucking. Renegade. Yeah, from Renegade. Yeah. It is. It is absolutely that show, but I'm gonna way watch smarter. I'm way gonna, smarter. I'm watching this. It was a blast. I saw the trailers for it and like every character has like their own distinct look yeah and it looks like a lot of fun yeah. uh the trailer did grab me so this is something i'm definitely gonna and, watch and what's weird is you have uh you know the guy from always sunny in philadelphia he has this uh uh, uh this this woman that's with him that's very just kind of blade runnery looking like mad max style oh is her name pris Harmon. no <laughs> Harmon wants to fuck her no but they feel they feel very out of time and they they feel exactly like dude is that that one chick in the fucking trailer she's like amazonian yes, looking she's like a mohawk long fucking arms oh, and huge. shit yeah, yeah i saw her i it's, saw her it's very like fate uh driven like definitely like the criminals from fargo where it's like this yeah. is fate intervening that's what the, their characters feel so out of place to the rest of the show, yeah. and it's fucking great. The the team that happened Leonard meet all, up. All with. I'm going to ask you is to just get a little bit more excited about the show. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like like honestly. Well, you know why I'm so excited? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something. Hey, wait, I there's more. He sounds like a fucking infomercial over no, here. No, but let me tell you. Like I act now. Act now. <laughs> I had a hard time this week finding something new to watch, mm-hmm. and so this was just one of those things. I'm like, okay, they're just starting the series. I know yeah. fucking nothing about it. Nothing. And I watched it, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. This is the funnest show I'm watching right now, period. That's awesome. You would love it. Anyone, it. anyone that grew up with that kind of bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, even though it was dumb, we still watched it, because sure. that's all that was on. Yeah. But this is very smart. It's very noir, like I said. Even no, it's the same reason why I love, like, the first two Expendable movies. Yes. I, I like that fucking, like, that wink to the, uh, yes. to the, cla- to action fans. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is shit that you grew up with. Yes. It's just kind of like a wink between you and the uh, you the fil- it's like the film winking at you as exactly. a fan. And exactly. So that's why I like that fucking stupid expendable shit. I felt like I was in a special club that gets the show. Yeah. Yeah. And and also another reason to watch it is just the friendship between these two guys. I haven't seen a good like buddy kind of show or film in a long time. Right. These guys fucking love each other and it's yeah. really great to watch that. That's cool. So yeah, check that shit out. You know I've never seen Renegade. Oh, you really? should watch that yeah. shit. Oh, man. Not a single episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's dumb as fuck, but it's also entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> 
They put Lorenzo Lamas on the map. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen anything. I know who Lorenzo Lamas is, but I, I don't think I've ever seen anything he's oh, in. Oh, God. I've watched him in a bunch of shit. I watched him on Gone Country. Yeah. I see. <laughs> <laughs> a, no, was, I know. I know. Fucking rea- I did, too. It was a reality show where yeah. they fucking took, like, uh, actors and singers and they made them sing country music. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved it. But I'm most impressed that this film, this this TV series so far, two episodes, like I said, yeah. has captured that fucking 80. And it's set in the late 80s. Yeah. So the show itself is in that time That's period. That's cool. And it captured that fucking fun I had watching so, that dumb shit. So where the fuck out of Hap. where the fuck out of Happen Leonard. Happen Leonard. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? All right, moving on. We're going to go over to uh, Mr. Slob Ryan. <laughs> That's me. What do you have for good pop, bad pop? Is your, is your heart, you're worried. This is like, this is your time. Is your heart just beating out of your chest on this fucking, on this prolific podcast that we fucking run here? <laughs> Not, no. Oh my God. No. Oh my, yeah, I wouldn't. It's, it's like, yeah. once again, I'm on a podcast talking about comics. There you go. This is all I do. This is old hat. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, Ryan, you can check Ryan out on a podcast that I listen to weekly. The comic slobs. It's Ryan, Greg, and they have their own slob, Brian. Yeah. So they have their own Brian. But yeah, I li- he hates everything also. Yeah. It must be a Brian thing. <laughs> it's a Brian thing. <laughs> but uh, I listen to you guys every week. But well, this thanks. is this is your time for uh, Good Pop, Bad Pop. What do you got, man? So I'm going to start it off with a comic book that made me think of you, Brian, uh, based off of a movie uh, from Boom Studios. We have Bill and Ted Go to Hell. Mm. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by jo- uh, Joins and uh, Bakken, uh, writing with uh, Lawson on the art. And, uh, I mean, if you love the Bill and Ted movies, um, she'll love this. It's basically just a whole bunch of references to that. Um, a whole lot of fun. Um, obviously taking place after them. Like, start off with my favorite character from uh, Bill and Ted's bogus adventure, but death. death. Yeah, he's practicing games, guys, you know? So yeah. he's ready for the next challenge. Do uh, they play new games in this one? He's playing, Cranium. He's practicing uh, Connect Four, and he's really excited that he finally got it. They, they played Twister and Battleship. Yeah, and, that was like yeah. one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, yeah. Great. Now he's boning up on cards against humanity. <laughs> yeah, apples yeah. to this guy. But uh, it's pretty awesome. Like you go to Bill and Ted's house, and it's like you know their wives, the uh, the princesses, yeah. you know, and they got the robot versions of them. And, the evil us's. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even the, you know, their dad shows up, the colonel and everything. Mm. And so it's just nothing but, like, referencing this threat from the movie and this character from there and a whole lot of that. Um, but in the end, it is like its own adventure. They are going to wind up in hell. and uh, But in order to take on hell, they, of course, in classic, uh, excellent fashion, they have to go through time using uh, the time machine and uh, pick up a whole new team of people. And they start with Joan of Arc and Abraham Lincoln. You know, you get so Billy. Crates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they, they have to get Billy the Kid, and he's hanging out with Socrates. <laughs> yeah. so, so we see Socrates, but he wants nothing in, the, in this charade, uh, basically. He's going to keep having fun. Who, um, is, who is Joan of Arc? Noah's wife. <laughs> Great fucking joke. I love it. Yeah, and it's awesome. Um, but uh, I'm not going to get too far, but they wind up in hell, and it's been converted into a water park. <laughs> so things That's are awesome. Things are Waterloo? Well. Waterloo? Uh, you are on to something, Brian. So. Oh, my God. Is, is hell run by Napoleon? Yeah! 
<laughs> Sorry, spoiler pussies, but uh, Napoleon winds up at the end of it. Yes. And it's only going to be a four-part miniseries, so I feel like there's there's no threat. Like, that's not even a long enough comic series to do something wrong. Well, the so. thing is, like, they did, um, they did another Bill and Ted uh, story before this. Yeah. So maybe they're going to just keep – hopefully this run will sell well and hopefully they'll have an ongoing. Right. That would be cool yeah. too. But, I mean, I really love it. Um, a little four-part series, so um, great to jump on. I would say uh, Tupperware uh, awesome. from Boom. Because, awesome. yeah, normally I don't pick up too much and I was glad I grabbed this from No them. station yet? Uh, I had, uh, no, I, I should check that out. Oh, man. Station. No, I love the, 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 they were the two little aliens where you just got to see their butts. Yep. Oh, then, yeah, that when, one. Then when they combined, they, there was a That's big. That's right. Yeah, there it said something like, Station's got a huge butt or something. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. in the end, he was, they made him part of the band. Yeah. Along yeah, with all the correct. other characters. Yeah. Um, I think Sinbad was the inspiration for that butt. <laughs> the, co- the comedian? The comedian. <laughs> or his pants. One of the so, two. so, um, a bad pop, unfortunately. Uh, I've been trying to pick up some new comics, and I picked up uh, the the Discipline Number One. Seemed interesting. Has this little demon hand undressing this woman. I was like, all right, Image knows just what I want. <laughs> <laughs> they, they knew I had been watching Fuller Holes, and so they were like, well, here's a comic book for you. Um, so Peter Milligan does the writing. Leandro Fernandez on pencils. Chris Peter on the inks. Um, all creators I haven't heard of, but I was like, hey, it's a number one. Like, yeah. let's, let's see what this is all about. Um, really, in the end, the discipline is like this clandestine organization, and somehow they try to get um, uninterested housewives into there by um, seducing them with art and demon dicks. Um, <laughs> Copies of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's all that comes to mind of this, is it's it's exactly like Fifty Shades of Grey, just with this weird clandestine demon thing going on in, the, mm. in there. And um, so... It's really the boobs and the sex scenes were the only thing that got me to like keep reading through <laughs> this comic. I noticed a couple pages are stuck together there, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I did not have very much discipline <laughs> when it came to reading this. Um, How could it be a toss at this? Sounds like you really like it. I guess when it comes to comics, like I'm not going to pick up number two. So yeah. therefore, I dropped it, so it's a total toss It's got a new of- rating. It's called a fap it. <laughs> Yeah, you just use number one over and it's, over it's, again. Yeah, exactly. I could just crack this open, get a quick tug off, and I'm good. <laughs> I don't have to buy anymore. So I wasn't too impressed with that. Um, I like variety, you know? It's like <laughs> one Playboy isn't good enough. No. <laughs> Give me the whole spectrum. Thank God for the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I did want to bring up my favorite series. I know, Brian, you've talked about this. Yeah. Um, I've read the first two issues of this one. Yeah, there's currently four issues out now. Um, it's it's Huck, uh, written by Mark Millar, art by Raphael. I just like it because it, it rhymes with fuck. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly and what it makes got me, me to buy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, sooner or later, Millar is going to slip up and put the wrong word yeah. there. But it's got a great creative team, like you said, yeah. Albuquerque and fucking Millar. And so. even the principal is really great. Like this is clearly like a Superman like fan story. Um, and I like that with uh, Mark Millar. He's currently writing like Jupiter's Legacy and Jupiter's Circle, yeah. which is clearly like an ode to the Justice League. And better was, than Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, <laughs> way better. <laughs> so, and, and it's really cool because Millar has written for both DC and for Marvel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like now he's at this point where it's like, well, my wanted movie and my kick-ass movie are making all my money. So I 
can just write independent stuff. Does it feel like, though, he's writing everything that's going to get optioned for a movie? It does. Does really it feel, close. Doesn't it seem like every other article that you read about Mark Millar is like Mark Millar's, like, was it Chrononauts? Yeah, 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 that's in the pipeline. Like, it's all in the pipeline, which almost makes me disbelieve it more it's like mark millar being his own hype man yeah. just wants to talk about all that and it's like yeah. yeah no i'm writing a comic therefore it's a movie this is a movie um, that i would want to see though it is it is a really interesting idea and basically like you said huck is a lot like that that forrest gump type he does have superpowers um but there's something else that's special about him and they even call it that in the comic book his mm-hmm. caretakers and stuff um but he seems to be able to leap extraordinary distances and he's got super strong um and his real power seems to be um this ability to just find things yeah he's it's, like got a navi- built-in navigation system yeah, it's crazy yeah. so albeit I'll while he can't take care of himself mm-hmm. he can somehow find like a lost locket or you know um our dignity the, yeah. <laughs> he's not that super <laughs> yeah that's true um but it, it's continued to be good even though like there's been new characters like a character shows up and and like the reveal at the end of that issue was like oh it's his brother now that the news has figured yeah. out yeah. that he's out there um people are coming forward who also have super abilities mm. and they kind of tell this backstory mm. um that leads uh, the backstory, you know, in origin is kind of opening it up. So clearly, like, there's this Soviet group that's making superheroes as part of a... It's similar to the space race, but if they were going for super soldiers instead. And, um, you know, it's going to be a miniseries, and it's probably going to wrap up soon enough so that it's going to seem like a movie mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but I'm really enjoying it because it seems like this perfect Superman story. He's just a guy. He writes down a list of things to do um, to make the world a better place or things that he thinks will make people happy. And it's just so authentic. You know, kind of like how Superman is great because mm-hmm. he the restrictions and, and his morals. Like, that's what makes that a great character. He seems like a... But for the people, he seems like a more accessible hero, too. Yes. On the flip side. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like It's almost like you miss... I, I'm not trying to be sacrilegious, but it's almost like you mix Superman with Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, his role... Superman doesn't take requests, before, but like, Huck does. Yeah, before the media knew who he was, he he was just like a little gas station attendant. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, he lives in a small town, and only his town knows about it. The news hasn't got, gotten out yet, so the town people know, like, well, if you need something, just go to Huck. Like, mm. he's a friendly guy. And it's funny that, that alone, there's a gas station called Hux. <laughs> yeah, that that's funny. what I thought. I was like, I wonder if Millar like just vacationed in America and like that was the entire. He's sitting in a there while they're pumping gas, and he's like, I got it. That's the next character. That little Huck character. Oh, well, he was gonna name him Philip sixty six. <laughs> you know, BP just had a bad connotation at the moment. You know? Apollo Mart didn't quite work. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. There's just something authentic about it that yeah. it makes me really excited for. So Huck is definitely. Uh, Do you know how many issues it's going to go? Somewhere between eight and twelve. Okay. So hmm. yeah, it's fantastic, man. It's really it's, good. I'm doing a good job getting it out on time. It is. That has been something I've said on my show a lot because when he was with Marvel mm. and even with Kickass, like he was notorious um, for having a delay, or then a delay would conveniently like last until the movie came out, you know, and yes. they sell two more issues or something like that. Yeah. And it and now 
he's re- he's writing multiple series and getting them out on time. So it's like, well, well, what was up, Millar? Like, come on. I don't know if he just got like the right artists now that he's partnered up with or what. Yeah. Um, but it, it's been one of my favorite series to follow currently. Wow. Yeah. Well, Albuquerque's a workhorse. I mean, oh yeah. We know Hitch is notoriously late with his stuff. True. So I, I could see it being the artist more than him. Right. And McNiven's had problems yeah, even yeah, with McNiven other writers. Is notorious too. Yeah. yeah. So. So yeah. yeah those are you are... still getting uh, Jupiter's Circle? Or is it? It's le- it was Legacy. Now it's Circle. Yeah, Circle is like the Golden Age. I'm one. still picking it up. I'm still I, picking it up yeah. too. I love Volume yeah. Two even more than Volume One, and it's continuing on. But now it feels like there's there's an overarching plot, but then it's done in two issue like stories. Yeah. So it's really cool because um, it fleshes out those characters a little bit more. And I love the idea of Golden Age characters with all this like risk. To them, this yeah. Mark Millar like edginess. Yeah, that's cool. Is Quietly still on that book? Uh, Quietly only does um, Legacy. Okay. Uh, Quietly will do like variants for it, but it's a I can't even think of the name of the artist on on uh, the Circle one. Hmm. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, listeners, uh, that that that's how you do good comic book reviews. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, see, I shout. Don't sell yourself short. That background review was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure all of our listeners rushed out there to get Batman, Batgirl 47. You saved your money. <laughs> Quite the opposite. I did have one of our listeners come to my defense, and they were like, "To be fair, Brian, it was just a bad issue." <laughs> they're like, "I've been reading it for a while, and yeah, you jumped in at the yeah. wrong point." That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Does anybody else have anything for Good Pop, Bad Pop? I just wanted to bring up real quick. Yeah. You brought up that uh, Young Justice Season 2 is on Netflix yes. now. Yeah. You can watch Season 1 for free at KissCartoon.com. Okay. You can watch the entire, I think it's like 26 episodes. Uh, I've been reading a lot of stuff about that where the creators of Young Justice specifically want you to binge watch it on Netflix because uh, those numbers will be what yes. helps us Season yeah. 3. Yeah. Uh, Danica McKellar, uh, you remember her as Winnie from The Wonder years uh yeah. you know voice actor and everything on young justice she's saying if you want more young justice make sure to binge watch it yes she said that's but like exactly what you said jake that's what's going to help bring the series back yeah start it on netflix and go out and get groceries you know don't even watch it you know just let leave the tv run. <laughs> there you go <laughs> if you really You've want, already seen it <laughs> if just, you really yeah. want young justice <laughs> right but it's fucking great yeah. it, it's great it I, i'm on like episode 13 now i mean there's there's some serious adult issues in this show that i yeah. did not realize we're going on yeah for a series it's all about sidekicks yeah it is yeah. impressively good yeah. sidekicks are great we see the justice league in this and their arch nemesis is i mean this this was great so far 13 episodes in but yeah you can watch it for free yeah Fuck it. yeah i'm glad to see you excited about it i am real excited it was a series i jumped on it late mm-hmm. and i had to go back and watch like it from the first season but uh i i jumped in late but man, I when I was watching it, I was like, man, this is so much fun. I couldn't stop watching. I mean, yeah. that's how good it was. I had to keep going. I was fucking tired of shit, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna go to the next episode. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I jumped in late too because of all the recent hype. Uh, right. I, but I've loved like all the other DC cartoons, and I was like, well, I guess I'll give this one a shot too. Yeah. You know, and you know why it got canceled? Why toys weren't selling? Yep. 
yeah. toys weren't selling. Sadly, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and that kind of goes alongside their whole, like, well, cartoons should be for boys, or, like, that whole, like, gimmick that they do. Do you want to know why Transformers movies aren't as good as we want them to be? It's because they want to sell toys. Yeah. That's, that's the whole reason. A lot, a lot of the stuff that we watch out there is, uh, you know, like, Hasbro has their hands in uh, the Transformers. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're still behind the production of those movies. I Absolutely. Feel, I feel like that was one of the biggest problems with Avengers, Age of Ultron, too. Like, we would have probably got a better looking Ultron, but they're yeah. like, well, that scary thing's not going to sell toys. Make them look, put some speakers on them, make them look fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I, I don't, I, man, I am not a big fan of the fucking, uh, the, Humanoid mouth. Humanoid mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah that bugged me I so much. With Ultron and with Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, that, that's why I felt like the when we first saw the first iteration of Ultron when he came out and he's all like the the fucked up robot with, awesome. the, oh, yeah. with the pumpkin fucking uh, jack-o'-lantern face and shit. I was just like, dude, that is... That's fucking Ultron right there. Yep. That's what makes Ultron scary. Just, yeah, give me a more imposing version of that. We've got ourselves a fucking villain, and because yep. you got the, the, the a perfect actor to play, oh, yeah, was the voice perfect is, casting, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 the the problem is, it's like now it's like you got to make him snarky, mm-hmm. like uh, like Tony Stark in the movie. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's like no, no, you guys, you guys missed the mark there. Yeah, they wanted to make him like lovable, yeah, and, and that does not make a good villain. No. I, I could have honestly seen like them taking like uh, you know. Ultron, uh, of course, you know, have him be defeated in this movie, but have him escape and mm-hmm. maybe as, come back as like a future threat. What, well, he's like Kang. He's one of those Avengers enemies where no matter what, he'll somehow pop back up. Exactly. Oh, whether yeah. it's through time travel or yeah. another computer getting infected, yes. and, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So. All right. Hey, is that all you got for uh, yeah, Good Pop, Bad Pop? That, that was all the comics I'll, I'll bore you with. No, <laughs> you did not bore me with any of those comics except for Discipline. <laughs> I think I was I'm saving you. Well, I think I'll take it home with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, uh, take these tissues with you too. You'll definitely need those. <laughs> no, uh, guys. Honestly, like you, you can get this kind of comic book uh, reviews just by listening to Comic Slabs every week. Honestly, uh, just go to iTunes, click subscribe on Comic Slabs. I'm no, I'm not bullshitting you. You, you guys are funny. Thanks. You guys are funny. It's a great. It, I'll be honest with you. Like there are other comic book podcasts out there. Oh, there's a ton. This this is the only one that I listen to religiously. I listen to you and Gafford, and that's it. Awesome. Yeah, Gafford's one. Of, he, him, and you guys are really what inspired me to go out and buy all this expensive equipment and do yeah. it myself. I mean, there, there's some other comic book podcasts, and I'll I'll tune in to them time to time. Oh, yeah. But religiously, I'm listening to comic slots. So, so many other ones piss me off, and that's pretty much why I had to do it myself kind yeah. of thing. It's just like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you the truth about what Marvel's doing. Like, I'm not going to sell you Squirrel Girl. Oh, my God. Look at that great <laughs> art. No, it's garbage right now. I'm sorry. Like, Okay. So. And you just lost Harmon. Oh, you know what? Fine. <laughs> No, I, I'm literally I'm gonna go home, and there'll be one less Facebook like. <laughs> oh, well, not till Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, but like that, that's 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 what's awesome is like I was listening to the last episode, and you you played the Jeff Johns audio. Yeah, and it's like you guys want to be excited for Rebirth. Yeah, but you guys are trembling, S- still worried. At I mean, the same yeah. Time. I mean, it's all number ones. And yeah, how many times? I mean, just in the 10 years I've collected comic books, that's happened. This is like the third time that's happening. And it's like, that's ridiculous. When did that start up? Rebirth? It's like in June. June. Ugh. Yeah. 
So right after, like, free comic book day, I'll probably well, come have to Come on, be honest with me. Be honest with me. Uh, I, I want to know, are you going to pick up the issues because you're doing a comic book podcast, which you have to read them because you're doing a comic book podcast? Are you going to pick them up because you're intrigued? No, I want to know. I think I'm going to – I'm no, no, I know. I'm only going to pick up what I like because that was, that's been the big thing with Marvel now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel this week came out with the standoff. Um, which is a crossover event that leads up to the next crossover event. Like, that's literally how they're building it. It's like, well, if you want to know what's going on in Civil War II, you got to buy this crossover event. When, when, when did events become like an all-year-round thing? Yeah, that's the thing. Secret Wars lasted all last year. And now this year they're going to have um, the standoff event, the Civil War II event. They have Apocalypse War as an event going on with the X-Men comics. And they're going to have Dead No More. Uh, being an event for Spider-Man. Civil War Two. did you mention that? Yeah. 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 So yeah. that's four events already, and I'm sure I'm missing one with Marvel, too. Sure. Um, and that just boggles my mind. Like, I don't want to... I shouldn't be picking up crossover events to find out what's going on in another... Why is this crossover crossing over with a crossover? <laughs> yeah, like, it, that is just so inane. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. And so Well, I, it makes it that much harder for, like, the writers, too. Yeah. I mean, they've got their own thing going on. They want to tell their story, and then all of a sudden it's like... You know, something comes down from like you know head of Marvel. Like, yeah. okay, oh, we got to tie it in. Got to tie it all in. It's like now you've got to change like your entire. Yeah, and it's almost like I see it. I know why they're doing it. They're doing it because well, the movies are successful because they tie it in. Yeah. There's Infinity Gems in every movie, and mm. look at how good it is. People eat it up, and uh, it, it's the wrong direction. You know, we shouldn't be looking at that. To figure out where to go with what they're based off of. Yeah. It seems like against the point, too, of having all these new number ones to be constantly in the middle of crossovers. Like, the whole reason to do new number ones is to get new readers, but then you're... Well, half the time, the number ones don't feel like a number one. Yeah, Yeah, you're completely isolating them right from the jump with all these, like, other things to have to be reading. Like, a new reader just wants to read. Like, when I started reading comics, I just read fucking... Thunderbolts and Amazing Spider-Man. I picked up Spider-Man because I knew I wanted that, and I picked up Avengers Mm -hmm. because I knew those were the two books I wanted. And that was before even they were talking about an Avengers movie. I was just like, well, I know Avengers is good. Yeah. You know, that's the premier team. You pick up a team book. The great thing about picking up a team book is it's like, I like all these characters. I don't want to have to buy, like, the individual issues for these characters. I just want to see them all together. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, like, like with DC, for the longest time, I would just pick up Justice League. Exactly. It's one of their best books. Yeah, I don't want to pick up Wonder Woman solo. I don't want to pick up Green Lantern solo. I don't want to pick up this book solo. I just want to see them all together. Yeah, I'm not interested in the Green Lantern core, but whatever, you know, Batman and Green Lantern have to say about each other is always golden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or I just want to see, like, uh, Flash and uh, Green Lantern, you know, yeah. you know, hanging out and shit and, like, talking ba- talking shit to each other. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's the, the best part of it. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's what's really hard about comics right now is there's a lot of bad things out there, and it just... There are gems that pop up, and, but they're diamonds in the rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you will get... Every once in a while, you will get Hawkeye by Matt Fraction. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. You know? It just and seems it, harder than ever for new readers to jump in, even though they're kind of perpetual that it's easier than ever. And it's crazy that you bring up that book because, yeah, Hawkeye by Fraction was so good. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Lemire did a Hawkeye book right yes. after, which, which was pretty good. It's With still, five issues. And then they gave it a number one. And then they renumbered. It's the same, same creators. Same creators. 
five issues. It goes five issues and then they renumber it. To they did that. One. That's my point. Exactly. They did that with like, Spider Girl and, or Spider Gwen, and they did it with Squirrel Girl, Silver Surfer too, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, well, that renumbered that after thirty issues. Okay. Yeah. Same creators though. Yeah. So they're continuing the same story. It creates this weird lull then because basically yeah. for issue read, one and two, you just get a recap. But if you read Silver Surfer number one of volume two of Slots Run, yeah. It makes no sense. You had to have read the, ex- the, the like you yeah, said. The Don previous- is still there. Exactly. You have to read the previous run. It is not a number, a traditional number Other- one. Otherwise, yeah. you don't know why You're this lost. girl rides on his board exactly. the whole time with him. It's like who's his girlfriend? I don't get this. Yeah, that's super stupid. Right. They're trying to make it seemingly accessible to new readers it's when not. it's the least, right. It's the least accessible it's ever been. Yeah, yeah. and it alienates old readers mm-hmm. at that. So I don't understand the point of it. Hmm. And I thought it was interesting your last episode where you said DC is going to go back to the old numbers so they can th- they can hit ac- is it Action Comics one Action Comics and Detective they're two longest running ones sure. which I mean yeah the idea is ev- they'll be hitting one thousand in like three to four years hmm. but I guess they jumped it back up to nine sixty and nine thirty. Is that where they left off before the new fifty two numbers? No, that's I think it's like the Marvel idea where We're adding them together. Yeah, is if you combine all the action comic mm. runs, it okay. equals nine hundred something. Gotcha. Yeesh. Yeah. Fuck that. Gotcha. 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 All right, uh, yeah, so definitely, guys, get on iTunes, uh, click on subscribe to Comic Slabs. Uh, I listen, it's fantastic. I'm not trying to stroke you and shit. Oh, I'm enjoying it. I'm almost done. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I want him to climax. (laughs) I want that on air. (laughs) Fuck you, Howard Stern. (laughs) Whatever, you had some chick climax with a fucking subwoofer. I'm going to get fucking mirrors. (laughs) I'm going to get him to jizz all over his mic here. No speakers involved. Speakers wow. involved. This is hands free, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back with uh, news. Oh, I'm news. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, leftover army. Pop culture leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read, but their listeners can. So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com, and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you, and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at instagram.com slash popcultureleftovers and on Tumblr at popcultureleftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. All right, hey, we are back. Hey, all right. You know, you know what? Okay, I was just, uh, I was just fucking stroking the dick at the comic slabs there for a moment. I was slobbing on the old knob at the comic slabs. <laughs> yeah, I'm spent. So, you know, the thing is, it's like, uh, don't blame me if it sucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> not your fault. <laughs> you know, like you got a lot of pressure now. Hey, hey, they're gonna email you before they email I me. Know. It's like <laughs> you just relieved his pressure. <laughs> and like, what did you subject me to? <laughs> they're like, no, nah, I'll just go back to pop culture leftovers. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know what I've never heard? Hey, I heard about your podcast because of listening to Comic Slab. <laughs> 
been begging somebody to email you. I, I know one listener that we did get to listen to your show. And I was like, can you please email them and tell them that it's because of us? That's hilarious. That one. He's like, no, they'll make fun of me. No, I know it'll be a joke, but that's like why it's even better. Yeah. The one against the roaring sea. The salmon going upstream. <laughs> the one spermy. <laughs> In true slob fashion. Alright, moving on to the pop culture leftovers news. Hear ye, hear ye, read all about it. It's a leftover news and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangster as fuck, yo. It's gangster as fuck, yo. Talking about bumpers, I love your fucking new bumper. Catching up on comics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was an idea that hit me, and I talked to my buddy who does all the who, music. Yeah, who, who recorded that? It's a, it's a good friend I've known for years, but uh, my friend CJ, he does yeah. his own like audio production company. and uh, It's fantastic. Yeah, and I was like, man, uh, well, we got a metal one. We got like this punkish bump. We should just go country. Like, yeah. like that's obviously <laughs> the next step. Can I, can I just put this out there? I think, uh, you know, I, I, uh, this may be presumptuous, but I think it is Wilderness John approved. <laughs> <laughs> if it is, then I feel honored. Yeah. Like, we, we did the right thing. Yeah. I think Wilderness John could get down to that tune. <laughs> I really do. Catching up on comedy. We, we sing along with it. I know. Really. Yeah. It's, it's, fan, it's fantastic. It's been hard not to sing along with these bumps. All <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going we're gonna to talk about the pop culture leftovers news this week. In quick news, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has left the Sandman movie. Wow. Oh, smart guys, move. Yeah, they just hired a, the, a horror script, uh, a horror writer. That just happened. That just happened. Yeah. And then, like, moments later, it felt like, wow. I was reading about Joseph Gordon-Levitt leaving the project. Wow. Yes. What was what was his reasoning? I don't know. Yeah, he didn't really say. I read yeah. a statement from Neil Gaiman today where he said, "Oh, we're still friends, and I still respect him." And that's yeah. weird, guys. Do you think that this uh, this is going to dissolve completely now? Kind of I, feels have feel- like I have a feeling it is. I, I have a feeling this is going to. They dis- don't have like a lead. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like everything was kind of coming together, and I felt like this is going to dissolve completely now because Gordon uh, <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt's out of this. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Jay. It's almost like, why? Was he offered a better thing? Uh, that's what I almost would like to imagine. It's not because of this production, but almost like something better came along. Yeah. Hard, hard it was right after the writer was announced, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. So that's weird. That is weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, even when the writer was announced, like, they didn't show a picture of the writer. It was still, like, a picture of... A picture, it was! It was a picture of Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt showing up. <laughs> I, yeah. I wonder, like, it felt like his passion project, yes. so I wonder if this was intruding on what his... Yeah, this kind of reminded me of, like, Seth Rogen with Preacher. Yeah. I, I mm. bet he probably had a bad experience with that writer from Third Rock from the Sun, something like that, you know? Ah. Uh, <laughs> something yeah. from his past, and yeah. he's like, no, not yeah. gonna have it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What, what was the previous credits that this writer had, do you know? And clue uh god i wish i had that information i don't have any of that he's a horror writer though a said? horror writer okay. he's like yeah horror scribe so mm. yeah wow that's weird hmm. probably the witch <laughs> <laughs> i hope not <laughs> he was the goat fluffer yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, in quick news, uh, Michael Fassbender's Assassin's Creed has been approved for a sequel. Why? Oh, my God. How? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on here real quick, guys. Do you have to have a movie first? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. hold on. 
uh, we had a sequel for Fantastic Four. That's true. Uh, I th- I'm saying that this is. Uh, I'm not saying this is in all cases, but uh, it's being used as a tactic. Yes, I think that uh, we saw this, like I said, with Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. That they're they're basically saying, oh, it's being approved for a uh, for a sequel. To get people kind of amped up to say, oh, this is oh, going to be, be good. Yeah, clearly. The, the studio thinks it's great. We're going to give it a sequel. I think it's not in all cases, but I think like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was uh, greenlit before Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Yeah. Yeah. Deadpool 2 was greenlit Deadpool, exactly. before Deadpool 1 came out. Exactly. And and, and the, those both of those movies turned out to be great movies. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this may be kind of like more on like the Fantastic Four side mm-hmm. where it's like, okay – we're going to greenlit it for a sequel because we know we got shit here. We're just hoping that the excitement that we're trying to yeah. generate. You get enough seats sold with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think in all four cases it was a gimmick kind of though, honestly. I feel like if Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool had bad opening weekends, then we it, wouldn't have saw yeah, that sequel either. Yeah, because those movies were out on a limb too. Like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy was a real risk. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Deadpool too. I feel like it's the same gimmick for all four movies Okay, so you the think outcome. they're using the same tactic for everything. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll say it's Greenland. I mean, Green Lantern was also greenlit for a sequel before that's it true. came out. I yeah. think that's just the way to go. Make your comic book movie sound big and important before yeah. it actually hits. Oh, you're going to want to see this because it's a brand new franchise. And, and it makes it sound like it's a, yeah, a brand new franchise. It's a series, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you got to see this because it's going to be the next ongoing movie thing. This yeah. is the next yeah. Star Wars. Continue yeah. the thread. Just like comic books. Yeah. Like you talked about. Yeah. Crossover within cross. Get hyped after hype. Get in on the ground floor because this is the yeah. new big thing. Like, yeah. So I, I honestly, I feel like it's the same I can't tactic. believe you fuckers aren't working for a studio. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to you fucking company men over here. God, you're getting... Super- Brian, God damn it. Yeah, super, yeah, fuck Soup Brian. Yeah. You guys are getting me fucking pumped up over here. I'm, uh, dude, I'm fucking I'm fucking uh I'm fucking waving the flag of Assassin's Creed 2 now. Yeah. The Templar flag. Yeah. They did that with X-Men too even. Uh after X-Men Days of Future Past, they were already hyping Apocalypse. the next one after yeah. before it was even made. Yeah. In that case though, they actually filmed like an in-credit scene. True. With true. Apocalypse in yeah. it and everything. Yeah, yeah so. that's true. Yeah, and X-Men's failed enough that they know they can keep making yeah. sequels even no matter how bad X3 was. Yeah, De- yeah. Deadpool, the, uh, it proved that we might get uh, Ferris Bueller too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If only. Yeah. 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 30th God, anniversary. Question. Question. Would you guys want to see Deadpool host Saturday Night Live? Yes. I, I, I would, would watch cool. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been a petition. People have been wanting to see Deadpool host Saturday Night Live. Man, I, I would He's fucking. Perfect for it'd be it. great. Yeah. No, not not Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Ryan yeah. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Yeah. Even out of the mask for a few sketches would be funny. Right. Like still with the makeup on. Yeah, and but everything. with the makeup on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just imagine him on Weekly Update. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. All the reoccurring things would just be that much better. It'd huh. be a new girlfriend's talk club. Hey, yeah. hey, breaking the fourth wall, telling people that the sketch is going on too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd be perfect for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, you guys remember the uh, remember that Twenty One Jump Street Men in Black crossover that was being discussed and then was shut down? Yes. yes. Oh. Well, it's back. Yes. And yes. it's going forward with a new director. Uh, Variety has the story. The surprise may have been ruined in Sony's hack fiasco last year, but insiders tell Variety <laughs> the studio is indeed planning a Twenty Three Jump Street Men in Black crossover movie, according to sources. James. Bobin, director of The Muppets and Flight of the Concords, is in early talks to direct the action comedy, 
While no official green light has been given, Sony is already eyeing a June production start date. A spokesman for the studio had no comment. Uh, Bobin will be stepping in for Phil Lord and Chris Miller, Mm -hmm. who directed the first two picks, uh, but are unable to direct the crossover due to their commitment to the Han Solo picture that they're helming at Disney. Lord and Miller are still on as producers, along with Neil Moritz, uh, Walter Parks, and Laurie McDonald. Uh, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum will return to reprise their roles as uh, Jenko and Schmidt, respectively. The two are also producing. As for Agent J and Agent K, execs have already made it clear Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones will not Hmm. be reprising the roles they made famous as the studio looks to use this film to relaunch the franchise with younger, fresher faces. While several directors met for the gig, sources say Bobin has been a favorite for some time. Bobin cut his teeth as one of the exec producers and directors of the HBO series Flight of the, Concor- Flight of the Concords before landing the Muppets movie at Disney. He most recently directed Alice Through the Looking Glass, the sequel to Alice in Wonderland, uh, which uh, is one of the last performances by the late Alan Rickman. Yes, mm-hmm. that's unfortunate. Yeah, guys, so talk to me. I mean, uh, Jake, uh, I don't think you've got. I don't think you've watched either of the the Jump Street movies. Oh, I have not, or Men in Black Three. Well, I think oh, those are, that's like one of the best. I, I'm going to say, go out there. But. No, it really is. It's it's a it's a lot better than uh, Men in Black Two. Oh, definitely, easily. Yeah, um, it, Josh Josh Brolin was fantastic in the mm-hmm. movie. Um, but, you know, the thing is, it's like Jump Twenty One Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. I th- Phil Lord and Chris Miller just knocked it out of the park. Oh, I agree. Love those. I, I love them. I need to see those for sure. Oh, they're great. But how do you feel about a new director coming in there, taking I'm, over? That makes me nervous for Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Because I think everything that worked for the sequel was basically that it was directly referencing that first movie. Yes. Like, it making was making fun of it. It was very self-aware. It was making yes. fun of itself and all sequels and Hollywood as a whole, and. It's the big question on if the new creators would be able to bring that over to this Men in Black like idea, or will that get lost? Because if that's lost, then it's not a a Twenty One Jump Street like movie. Yeah, right. yeah, the, yeah. Well, the, the first movie makes fun of reboots. The yeah. second movie makes fun of sequels, yep. and this is supposed to make fun of universe building, right. <laughs> yeah, which is great. And, yeah. Crossovers, yeah. fertile ground, man. And, I mean, I, I'm not too worried about it. I mean, the guy from Flight of the Concords, Flight of the Concords was fantastic. So I, I don't see him being, like, ignorant to the fact as to why these movies work. And Phil Lord and Chris Miller are still producers. Yeah. Yeah, they're so. still, like, able to weigh in on things. Yeah. 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 Everything Bobin's done after Flight of the Concords, though, has been kind of crappy. Like, that Muppets reboot movie was kind of shitty. Yeah, I didn't see that. And that Alice in Wonderland sequel doesn't look too hot. And but maybe stuff. it's just the subject material, you know, something that they're not really akin to, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I think Bobin was pretty pretty hyped to do the Muppets movie and acted like he had a lot of like love for the franchise and everything. Mm-hmm. And kind of fucked it all up with Walter, the new character no one gave two fucks about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am, I am worried. Uh, I don't know too much. I didn't watch the Muppets. I didn't, honestly, I didn't watch either Muppets fucking movie. Yeah. I didn't watch the second one. Yeah, I have no uh, interest in watching either one of them. Uh, but the, the problem I have here is like, yeah, Phil Lord and Chris Miller leaving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's yeah. really concerning. Yeah. They were perfect. Yeah. These guys are... I don't think they put their stamp on anything unless it's great, unless it's called the Lego movie. <laughs> but, hey, dude, I'm in the... No, I'm in the minority here. Most people like that fucking piling, uh, pile of steam. I, I, love, I love Lego movie. I know. I'll make it clear. Yeah. Yeah. Most people liked it, dude. Most wow. people... It's so good. <laughs> yeah. It's not... It's, Jay, I'm not joking. I know. I know. I know. I'm I, I'm interested in watching it. I, I think that one, much alike uh, the sequel, Twenty Two Jump Street, like basically impressed me. I walked in there being like, yeah. they can't, they can't yeah. do this. Yeah. There's no way you're gonna make a movie with Legos, or there's no way you're gonna like drive this joke on longer with yeah. Twenty Two Jump Street. They did it. it, was did per- it. I was like rolling on the movie theater floor. It yeah. felt like, like a cash in. Yeah, I was like, why did I go see this in theaters? I could have easily waited for a DVD for mm-hmm. a Twenty Two Jump Street. No, I'm glad I. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Me too. That was so funny. I was telling everybody, you gotta go see this. Yeah. Like, I'll watch that again. Yeah, again. I mean, okay, maybe maybe we're sh- selling the short. I mean, let's not forget that the fact that the, that the third movie is like crossover and we're gonna get to see Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum going up against a bunch of fucking aliens. aliens yeah. And I think also... like We'll probably you- see the pug, that fucking oh, pug. Man, yeah. <laughs> I think the fact that they didn't cast, um, you know, J and K, yeah. like, that almost makes it better. There's, if you had the budget to cast Will Smith in a, in a, this 23 Jump Street or whatever they're gonna be calling it, like, it wouldn't be the same. Like, the beauty of it, like, I guess, I'm sure Jonah Hill and, and, uh, Channing Tatum are pretty pricey now too. Yeah. But I feel like the beauty of those is that it's a very containable budget. It's just this yeah. bloody comedy. Um, with those two. And yeah. they should be the stars as opposed to like the men in black. Yeah, you don't agree, agree. That. Well, that was the thing. It's like uh, with uh, 21 Jump Street, we just got the cameo yeah. from uh, the, the DeLuise kid and then the DeLuise kid. <laughs> I just, I think of him as a young guy because you haven't seen him anything since fucking uh, 21 Jump Street. But uh, uh, DeLuise, yeah. uh, I can't remember what his first name is. And then Johnny Depp gives yeah. us a cameo. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. Just set that so end. I, yeah, you're I, expecting it the whole time. I thought like if they're gonna have like a twenty three Jump Street with Men in Black crossover, it would just be like a, a like a uh, like a cameo appearance by both actors. Right, right. Yeah, that could I, still like, happen, right? Or you could at least get a, an actor. Probably not those two main, but maybe they'll have uh, who was the leader or I'm whatever sure. of Men in Black. Rip Torn. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm that. sure he's not busy. Is he still alive? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They better hurry up. <laughs> Is he? I don't even know if he's still alive. Uh, but uh, I'm sure that uh, that was uh, something people said. Oh, we can still get him, and uh, now we're looking at Independence Day too, and, <laughs> and yeah. uh, we're not getting Will Smith. Right? So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd I'd say leave him out. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be cool for a quick cameo, especially if the whole point of the movie is making fun of crossovers mm-hmm. and everything. I think oh, it'd be I think fun it'd, for a quick cameo. I think it'd be funny if they could get Josh Brolin and Tommy Lee Jones in there and both of them say, yeah, you could get both fucking versions of oh. uh, Agent K, but you can't get Agent J because <laughs> he's too overpriced. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's funny, too. Just someone, though, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. So oh, weird thing that connects that is the bad guy in Men in Black 3. Is um, I can't remember names right now. From Flight of the Concords. Yep, exactly. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of interesting that our new director has experience with that actor as well. Like a weird, like six degrees of bacon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He is one of the Concords too, isn't he? Yep, that, that's what we just yeah. said. But Bobin though himself, like he's not just a director, right? He's like in the show too, right? Uh, 
man. See, once again, like right now, names are not coming to he's me. He's like one of the main songwriters if he's not in the show. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I could add to that conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we sound like idiots while Jake, yeah. Jake is actually contributing. Yeah. <laughs> Jake's like, eh, maybe, I don't know. And then I'm just like, I really don't know. <laughs> All right, according to Bleeding Cool, X-Men director Brian Singer is developing an R-rated version oh. of Red Sonja. For a television series. Hmm. How is it going to be in a rated yeah, television we are, we are series? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what they're saying is it's like uh, instead of it just showing up as uh, – it, it's going to show up as TVMA. Yeah, yeah. Right. TVMA. And it won't air until 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I mean, could it could it be something where it's like we could just binge watch it on Netflix? Or no, if it was a Netflix series, that would make sense. Or yeah. Hulu or something. Yeah, that yeah. would make more sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean uh, – what do you guys think about, uh, like, a Red Sonja? It sounds like this is another reaction to Deadpool's success, is kind of like what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Like, every, everything's got to be rated R now. Like, this is the rated R comic book adaptation. Yeah, yeah, yeah because because we didn't get this after, like, the success of Dread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Blade did it so well, we all got to do it. Oh, yeah. Punisher Warzone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but for some reason, like, Deadpool comes in with a low enough budget Budget, makes enough money, and evidently that was the key to success. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good point. And I mean, don't get me wrong, Red Sonia is overdue for yeah. like a depiction or something. And if they did Red Sonia, it should be rated R. Yeah. But I just feel like all this stuff is coming out now because like Deadpool made money. Yeah, but I'm more I'm worried about like Red Sonia. Like Red Sonia battles like huge monsters and beasts and things like that. It's yeah. like that's expensive. Yeah, yeah, I want a good budget. And I don't want shit to look too fucking CG. CGI either. Right. Yeah, I think Netflix has the money to throw at it if they wanted to. If it yeah, but be. is it going to be Netflix, though? Yeah, if it's Netflix. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, or, you know, I can honestly see this as, like, uh, the History Channel saying, like, uh, you know, Vikings. They, yeah, they've had Vikings, so, yeah, yeah. that's why I'm, I'm laughing, but, but at the same time... But it, but it doesn't fit with the History Channel. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? I, I don't think they've been worrying about that for the last ten years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they kind of gave up on the actual historical <laughs> yeah, stuff. Ancient are, aliens. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Aren't they the one with Pawn, Pawn Stars? Stars. Yeah. Pawn Stars. I was going to say. Great fucking yeah. show, by the way. I love Pawn yeah. Stars. Oh, yeah, it's, it's total <laughs> junk food. I love it. Love it. But, yeah, if you're wanting to get your education from Chum Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of bikers that sell stuff in, in Vegas. Oh, yeah, probably not the best historical <laughs> starting point. Dad. Honestly, I think they've been pulling a weekend in Bernie's with the father. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think I he's think been asleep for three seasons now. <laughs> I, no. Oh, I think he's been dead. I think that fucker died like five years ago. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I think so he's got strings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't do that. Prop him up. <laughs> so, uh, dude, I no, I am down for an R-rated version of uh, the She-Devil Red Sonja. I, I love Red Sonja. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the thing is, I think, like, in order to do it correctly, um, you know, what? in order to do it correctly, you got to have a big budget. Yeah. You you have to have a big budget. I don't think that uh, I wouldn't want to see this on AMC. I, th- I think this would be better served. I think honestly, the best home for this would either be HBO, mm-hmm. and they can and the, like 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 not right after fucking Game of Thrones, but after Game of Thrones ends, it's got to be like six months after. Like it's the the thing, yeah, yeah, the lull. Yes, yes. It's like 
oh, uh, we don't, God forbid, we don't want to lose our Walking Dead fans, which we, we never will, so why don't we come out with this stupid show called Fear the Walking Dead? <laughs> I hate that fucking oh, show. Oh, it's horrible. It's like Walking Dead, it's like, oh, we don't want you to forget about the Walking Dead, so we're gonna remind you with this fucking shitstorm of a show called Fear the Walking Dead, which is garbage. It's like GoBots versus Transformers. <laughs> yes. So are you out, will you thing. not watch season two? Will I not? Well, I will watch season two. No, it's laughably by the balls. Then, huh? uh, yeah. Are, now, are you watching it because you do a podcast on TV and entertainment, <laughs> or are you going to watch it because you think there might be something redeeming there? Or something? You know what? It, it might be one of those things, Ryan, where like I watch it because I do a podcast, mm-hmm. and then because I do a podcast and I have somewhat of self-respect, I might come back and be like, I'm fucking done with this. Okay, They're yeah. Very much You're like, like right, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm reporting back in, and guess what? It's over. Like, Dude, kind of thing. yeah. Yeah, I fucking tried with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, I forced, I literally forced myself to watch that. No, I've done that a lot. Like, yeah. Greg and Brian challenged me in certain comics, and I was like, fine, I'll... Read the stupid comic again, and yeah. and sometimes you're right. Sometimes it's like, okay, I was wrong, and other times, no, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wanted to be like, 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 okay, I'm the only one watching Agents of Shield. I'll give you my recap, but like every time I gave everybody my recap, it was just like, okay, I hate this, I hate this, I hate yeah. this. Mockingbird's cool. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Why am I even talking about this? I was this? glad to hear you like review that because I dropped off like mid season one. Yeah. And everybody you know, everybody says, Oh, you gotta keep watching. Yes. It yeah, gets yeah. better. So I was so glad. It felt uh redeeming to finally hear somebody be like, Guess what? I watched it and yeah. it did suck. It, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Thank you, cool. I trust yeah. that a lot more than all oh, these other idiots. Hold on. I mean I, I the only the only episodes I haven't watched were the last three of season two and then the rest of season three so far. It probably gets better. That's what yeah, I, I should have kept watching. Brian, the last three episodes of season two. No, fuck it, you can't, can't miss TV, man. No, these are just people who regret that they wasted all that time watching it. They want to drag you down. That's the only way. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. like, look, I watched all of it, so you have to too. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's see here. You guys ready to move on to some Marvel news? Mm, sure. All right, Marvel Mar- news. Marvel. <laughs> moving on to Marvel news. <laughs> Anybody else see the X-Men fly? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, every, just, time. Yeah. every fucking time. Every time. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> Laser eyes. Yeah. Claws. Great hope. Rogue. Yeah. Marvel News. <laughs> and then that. <laughs> Bub. Marvel News Bub. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, with the success of the R-rated Deadpool, we wondered if Marvel would follow suit with an R-rated Marvel movie from Marvel Studios. I'm not talking about Blade or Punisher films back when the properties were with Fox and have since reverted back to Marvel Studios. Uh, in a recent Disney investors meeting, Bob Iger said this, quote, we don't have any plans to make R-rated Marvel movies. Uh, maybe because they've planned movies all the way out until 2020. <laughs> yeah, they got a, they finished with the plans. 2027 or whatever yeah. the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, they know what they're going to make until superhero yeah. movies don't work anymore. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest with you. I think like all the R-rated content uh, is going to be stuff that they're going to release on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I agree. The Punisher has clearly already been slated for Netflix. Yeah. That is the R-rated Marvel character. Well, yeah. Outside we, of Deadpool. Well, shit. We have a Strider. Well, fuck. You could do like a demon kind of thing. Jessica yeah. Jones is rated R for rape. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. That's true. And you know, I'm not trying to make a joke out of it, but that that was real. That was the theme of the comic book. Yes, too, it yeah. was. So. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I don't know how much more rated R you want to get in the fucking movies yeah. than what they're already doing in the Netflix series, yeah. right? It could still happen down the road too. Well, like it, you said, the other thing is, is like they've done Guardians of the Galaxy, they've done Art uh, Iron Man. You know, they've done their cash cows, and they clearly don't need to do those as a rated R. Well, you guys do know that Avengers, and I found this out recently from oh, listening yeah. to... Oh, yeah, I read this. Avengers was originally rated R. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they had to change a lot to get it to the right rating in other countries. Well, there's different things, and not everything like with rated R has to be like dropping an F-bomb. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I was listening to another podcast recently, and they said like certain things can make a movie a rated R movie. A kick to the head. Really? Wow. Instant rating R. Rinse, if you kick someone in the head, it's, your movie is instantly rated R. Wow. I mean, well, and the, and the moment, can you imagine like American History, American History X? Oh, yeah, that curb oh, stomp. Oh, well, that's different. Yeah, you can that's take that different. curb stomp out. And it's, that's a curb yeah, stomp. stomp yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, no, the movie's still rated R. It's still rated R. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, I'm saying like if you're watching like a Rainbow Bright movie and all of a sudden. Fight <laughs> the curb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Doom Gloom kick yeah. to the head. Yeah. But I'm saying, like 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 any 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 kicks to the head. So we're talking about that fucking uh the the rated R Batman, mm-hmm. the yeah. Superman. You know, that's all yeah. it has. Yeah. Fucking well, Superman kicking Batman in the head. Because <laughs> the thing that turned this rated R was basically He goes all Pele on his fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Go! Imagine like the Luke Kang like bicycle kick. R R R R. They're just yelling it with each impact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like it, it's really that uh, Agent Coulson scene in Avengers that did it, right? It's yeah. the, the spear through the chest. That's all it took was a bloody spear tip impaling like this this character, wow. and that's the R rating. It mm. wasn't it wasn't the fucks. It wasn't all the other gore. It was just that little bloody tip, and so they just take it out in international ver- versions, and boom. PG-13. Which should have given the rating. The of the R rating was when fucking uh, Loki calls uh, Black Widow a mewling quim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pervy. <laughs> Holy shit! No, like if you if you live in fucking uh, England, that's really dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Over here, everybody was like, <laughs> "What is that?" Yeah. <laughs> Google. Yeah. How do you spell that? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Loki's a trickster. <laughs> Why am I sounding like Jim Gaff again? <laughs> am I going to start talking about food now? <laughs> Hot pockets! Hot pockets! Hot pockets! Fucking yeah! It's so great that he's doing KFC commercials yes. now. Yes, yeah, oh, that's brilliant. I love Jim. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Jake, you still have some kind of, like, delusion that fucking Marvel's going to make an R-rated movie. I think it could happen. Really? Yeah. I, th- I, I think that's all going to be Netflix-based. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I don't see probably the, right. I don't know another, like, property that they could take to the big screen. I mean, uh, are they going to go, are they going to go, I don't think they're going to go Ghost Rider. Yeah, hard saying. I mean, 10 years is a long time. <laughs> Who knows what could happen? Yeah, yeah, if they do a rated R, it's going to be a while down the road. They're okay. clearly not going to react to this, which in some ways is good. It's good. I agree. Yeah, it's I, good. It's yeah. kind of. I'm kind of because they were all, they were already doing the Netflix thing. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm cool with that. It's and kind it, of frustrating with the Warner Brothers shit, where they're like, all of a sudden, oh hey, Batman v Superman is going to have an R rating when it comes out in home. It's very obvious that Warner Brothers 
I, I mean, I know I'm being kind of mean, but yeah. but it's basically like Warner Brothers doesn't know what they're doing. They're they're it, flapping in the wind when it's, it comes to these superhero movies. Yeah, it's just reactionary to the success of Deadpool. Yeah. And I think if anything, it's it kind of like horrible timing for them to come out with that. Though, yeah, it right? makes people not want to go to the theater. Yeah, because they can wait until it comes out in home video and see the R-rated version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think your I don't think your casual fan even knows that there is going to be an ultimate R-rated edition. And what's weird is knowing Zack Snyder's film history like obviously there's a r-rated version like his his director's cut was probably an r-rating oh, and yeah, wb we, has to come in and be like no dick here yeah. no, no head kicks here yeah, 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 you know yeah, yeah yeah you get to see more blue dick in this version right no i wouldn't be surprised that's that's the snyder i know right. yeah. yes. i want to see fucking Zack snyder take over the smurfs franchise <laughs> I'm sure he would. <laughs> Every moment with Papa Smurf, it's like, oh, that's why they call him Papa. <laughs> <laughs> and Jokey Smurf's got micro penis. <laughs> Explains the explosions. Jokey Smurf has what gingitis or whatever. <laughs> Jokey Smurf's micro penis. I guess nature is the biggest prankster. <laughs> Man, I wish Smurfette would put those blue tits away. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, guys. According to NewYorkDailyNews.com, we learned this. Sylvester Stallone was caught on camera Friday heading to the set of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. He is pictured holding a script, uh, likely evidence of a role in the sequel to the 2014 blockbuster. Stallone, 69 years old, was spotted leaving an Atlanta hotel where the movie was ca- uh, where the movie's cast stays. A source told the Daily News the Creed star then got into a car usually assigned to Chris Pratt, the star of the movie. Hmm. I honestly think that Stallone was lost. (laughs) He was supposed to be going to a different set. He just got mixed up. I think he got on set, and all we heard, all they heard on set was Adrian, (laughs) Adrian, (laughs) yo, Adrian. Wrong movie. Yeah, wrong movie, Chief. (laughs) Sorry, guy. Walk it off. It wasn't even a Guardian script that he had in his hand. (laughs) It was Rambo Six. (laughs) I didn't, I didn't win an Oscar. <laughs> Did that upset you a little bit? I, I don't even... Who won? Uh, it was the uh, the uh, supporting actor that we really enjoyed from Bridge of Spies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was still a little upset that Stallone didn't get it. Yeah. He Honestly, did a great I, job. In I Creed. felt I felt like 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 he really deserved it. Even though I really enjoyed the performance out of that guy that played the the Russian spy yeah, in Bridge awesome. of Spies. He got a Golden Globe or whatever the fuck, right? I know, but it was an Oscar, and it was really his last chance, in my opinion. Mm. It's never he's never going to come up for it again. Guardians too. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, whatever voice he does of an alien is going to be brilliant. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so do you think he's going to be the Nathan Fillion of this film? Uh, ah. I was thinking more like the Van Diesel or the Bradley Cooper kind of like like a voice of someone. Yeah, I mean, well, Nathan so, Fillion was pretty much a voice. That's too, exactly yeah. what I'm saying. He wasn't yeah. in the costume. He's he just a cameo. Oh. He said an alien. Like in the prison. Remember the blue alien in the that prison? That li- lifts but, up by the Is that CG, that character? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was Nathan Fillion. So I thought like maybe like he could play, just like Ryan said, like another alien. Yeah, because that's what I, I was so excited going into that movie. Like, what does Nathan Fillion play? Are we going to see a brown coat? Like, yeah. this is going to be awesome. And it's like, oh. Okay, but you know, right? Well, everybody was saying Nova. Yeah, right. yeah. like he was gonna, he was gonna be that like a perfect writer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. thank God that didn't happen. But the fact that they used uh, what's his name, um, 
John C. Riley was even funnier. Yeah. The idea of <laughs> him being over, this is the elite police force of the galaxy. Right. This clown. <laughs> Which I, I mean, I love John C. Riley. But oh, I do too. So yeah. that's why I made it even better. For I your agree. health. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's for your health. God damn, that guy's funny. <laughs> yeah, um, so, uh, hmm. He's not. He's not going to be Star Lord's father. No, 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 yeah. no. But he's got a great voice for any character. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna bring a great voice to whoever. They Stallone. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's a great voice. It's a great fucking voice. It's, <laughs> it's, it's recognizable. It, it, hey, hold on. When Jay reads comics. That's the only voice. That's the only voice he hears in his head. Yeah, that's for Batman. That's him reading out loud. <laughs> Change the word "great" to "iconic." And, yeah, and maybe you have something. I would there. agree with that. It's a recognizable right. voice. That's what Jay, I mean. Jay's reading Spider-Man, but with the uh, great power, <laughs> great power comes great responsibility. You know, great responsibility, mm. yo. <laughs> yeah, I can't understand half the things he's saying. I know, but I don't thank God for subtitles. But that's that's why it's it's unique. See, see, bringing us back to anime. Somebody appreciates subtitles. Oh yeah, true. Well, true. Stallone doesn't dub any of the anime, so I'd have to do both. That'd be even better. I, you know, now I do want to see a dubbed Stallone movie. <laughs> yeah, I finally fun. know what Rocky's saying. Uh, hold on, let let let, uh, let Jay uh, defend his ass. <laughs> I'm not let trying Jay, to defend. No, let Jay defend his asinine opinion. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> saying he's a recognizable voice. I can't see. A, I I I wouldn't put it past them to Jay's use him. Like, Jay's for a cartoonish type character you're, in Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it's not a far stretch. You're saying, uh, why isn't this guy fucking reading every audiobook? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, you know, I would, hey, I would listen to that, that shit. Now. Well, when I fucking, when I fucking listen to War and Peace, all I want to hear is fucking Stallone's voice. I do. He, I wouldn't mind. He's that. on Audible, like searching for Stallone. <laughs> like, which one of these does he read? I need it. <laughs> Stallone to read the Bible. <laughs> I know, but that's, that's what I mean. I'm not saying he's a great voice. You're telling me uh, you didn't pick Stallone? God so loved the world <laughs> that he, uh, he gave his only begotten son. Well, I thought I was a historian. That, uh, whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Damn. Ever, See? Ever, Doesn't that last, sound interesting? Everlasting life. Yeah, nothing like that for six hours. Yeah. It makes a road trip go by so quick. I know. <laughs> My favorite apostle was the Apostle Pauli. Apostle Creed. Pauli. Apostle Creed. Apostle Creed. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, guys, moving on from that stupid bullshit. Marvel News, I'm going to make you spit up your drink there, Chief. Marvel News coming from the Hollywood Reporter this week as Sony is pushing ahead with a Venom movie. Yeah. Guys, this was... This was a rumored title before the collaboration with Marvel. Here's the article. I already heard a couple of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sony has tapped Dante Harper to pen a script for Venom, uh, something that has been envisioned as a franchise uh, apart uh, from and unrelated to the upcoming Spider-Man movie in the works with actor Tom Holland. Hold on. Nothing about what I just read makes any sense. <laughs> So Tom, Tom Holland will be involved somehow? No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, I've no. heard the opposite. Hold on. This is Sony has tapped Dante Harper to pen a script for Venom. All right. I like that. Everything else makes no sense. Something that is being envisioned as a franchise apart from uh, the unrelated to the upcoming Spider-Man movie in the works with actor Tom Holland. Yeah. So stupid. Yeah. Avi Arad. 
and Matt Tolmach, among stewards of the Spider-Man properties, are producing and overseeing the project. Venom is one of Marvel's top villains in Spider-Man fixtures since he was introduced in 1988. Created by writer David uh, Michelini. Did I say that right? Uh, I don't know. I've always just... I, I don't know how you pronounce that. Yeah. Michelini? I don't know. Yeah. And artist Todd McFarlane and Mike Zach. Uh, the character is an alien symbiote that need uh, a human host to survive and in return the alien empowers its victims with incredible powers hmm. for the longest time venom was a villain but then morphed into an anti-hero and even almost a good guy in his current incarnation venom is paired with flash thompson mm-hmm. dan uh, slot did it really well but yeah it's kind of gone far yeah, off yeah that. i thought rick remender did it well yeah first. i loved that run too it isn't clear which venom incarnation is being used for the new project this Venom is meant not only to stand on its own, but to also launch its own franchise. Mm. Harper is an up-and-coming scribe who wrote Edge of Tomorrow, the time-travel sci-fi movie that starred Tom Cruise. Uh, a lot of people know that as uh, Edge of Tomorrow or Live, Die, Repeat. Yep. Uh, he also co-wrote Sleepless Night, the crime thriller that stars Jamie Foxx and uh, Dermot Mon- Dermot Mon- Dermot Mon- I can't say his name Dermot Mulroney God Dermot Dermot Mulroney Your fucking name is a tongue twister you son of a bitch Dermot Mulroney Him and Francis McDormand Dermot Mulroney Stupid fucking name Stallone coming out there (laughs) Dermot Mulroney You know uh, so guys uh Nothing about what I read makes any sense. No, it's so stupid to make a Venom movie with no involvement with Spider-Man whatsoever. That's like making a movie about, like, Wolverine's son, but coming out and saying that it will never have any involvement with Wolverine. It it reminds me, uh, we were talking about how they, on one of the recent comic slabs, how they haven't shown Spider-Man in any of the Civil War stuff. You know, like, it doesn't feel like Sony is really putting their cards in the right place to put, you know, if they want to elevate the Spider-Man up, make it the selling property that it should be, you should be letting Marvel promote that character. And if you want to make a Venom spinoff and things like that, that should be promoting your Tom Holland character. They should be doing everything they can to basically uh, make you confident in seeing Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And it feels like they're just sort of uh, divide and conquer is their plan. We'll just make eight Spider-Man movies and one of them will be good, or, mm. you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So stupid. A Venom solo series that stands completely apart from Spider-Man. Well, this goes back to the same bullshit that we were hearing months ago when it was going to be this whole fucking, like, uh, when, 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 when they hit the panic button after Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out and they were just like, oh, you know what? That movie didn't do as well as we wanted it to. So you know what? What we're going to do to combat that is we're going to come out with a fucking Aunt May movie. Yeah. We're going to come out with a Ven- Venom versus Carnage movie. Yeah. Uh, we're going to come out with a Sinister Six yeah. movie. And and this this sounds like Avi Arad coming back and saying you like you, you know what uh, we still haven't abandoned that whole way of thinking. Yeah, those can still happen. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. All that shit that you didn't want to see, well, it's still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it feels like they're. It's almost like well, everybody else is making two to three superhero movies a year, so we better make the most of this Spider-Man property. Yeah, yeah. And, and you you really don't need that, like. All those things are what makes Spider-Man alone really cool. You yeah. can't really divide it up and make it work on its own. How would you introduce Venom, though, Jay? I mean, how without and that, Spider-Man involved? 
Well, yeah, what I'm saying is like, well, how – no, as a fan, like how would you introduce Venom now with like the with the Marvel uh, Universe included? Mm, yeah, that's a good question. I, I just don't see him without Spider-Man. I don't see there's there's any way to make him important without Spider-Man. Yeah, it's anti-Spider-Man. I would introduce it during Infinity War when they're off doing cosmic shit. That would be the closest to how they did it in the books. Yeah, yeah that's If you were going to do it like Secret Wars. Yeah, that's what uh, I was thinking in my head. But, it, yeah, like, Venom is, like, the reason we all liked him was because Todd McFarlane was drawing, like, a black and white Spider-Man. Like, yes. I, you can't do that character without the iconic Spider-Man involved. Yeah. Um, it's all based off of that. It's meaningless. Yeah, but they, they, they stated here in the article that they don't know what uh, incarnation of Venom we're going to see. Could but, it be and I get all that. Could, it be, the, could it be the Flash, uh, Flash Thompson agent Venom? I think they're going to go with my favorite iteration, which was when Scorpion got the Venom suit, Is and really Venom had a... Te- no, it's not <laughs> It was a terrible, terrible run, but what God, else? I don't <laughs> listen to the comics, Lobs. <laughs> <laughs> that hasn't come up yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, like in 2004, uh, they switched Venoms and they kind of repaired it by putting the suit on to, to uh, Flash Thompson. Yeah. That made it better and yeah. brought it back to an anti-hero. Because yeah. it was like they went from anti-hero, then they put him on Scorpion and he just became a cheap villain. It yeah. was like, Venom, Scorpion, two villains combined, you right, know? Right, right. And uh, Matt Gargan is just a really cheap kind of villain, which will never, I mean, not that... Venom is like a huge uh, in-depth character, but mm-hmm. it, putting him on Matt Gargan made it both of them flatter than before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and putting it on Flash Thompson makes it even closer need to be tied to Spider-Man, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, because that's the only thing that works about that. Well, how do you do, how, hold on. If it's not Flash Thompson Venom, how do you do a Venom movie? Is it Venom versus Carnage? I mean, who? you know what I mean? Yeah. If you what, wanted what, to are you, do what are you doing? If you wanted to do something to put butts in seats, I think that would work. Um, not that it, it would be an in-depth story, but yeah, yeah. Venom, Carnage, like mm-hmm. that would get a lot of people there. Um, yeah, but it, 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 for me, it's like, okay. You somehow have to have like, like a, a cool quick, horror movie. It would, it would have to somehow be like what Wolverine Origins did, where your opening thing is a montage of Spider-Man and the backstory and things like that, yeah. and you just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. Which then alienates your main movie-going audience. You'd have to know something about Spider-Man. Can we all just agree, though, that this is bullshit without Spider-Man? Yeah. Yes. yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. In my opinion. Does this sound just like Avi Arad saying, like, I'm not abandoning the fucking bullshit crap that we wanted to feed you the first time when we fucked up? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what it sounds like they're, to me. They're just hoping that Marvel being involved will somehow legitimize the bullshit. Well, yeah. I, I think what they're doing is, like, basically saying, like, okay, uh, like, Disney gave you the uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Now we're going to give you what's called a Star Wars story. <laughs> yeah. 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 And this is going to be a Spider-Man story. Mm. Right. Except it's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it doesn't have Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop it. I, I want Avi Arad out of the picture. Yeah. Yes. I want him out of the picture. He should not even be coming up. Like, Kevin Feige needs to just fucking uh, stick his dick in Avi Arad's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, keep it quiet, dude. Yeah, dude. Seriously, yeah. it's like uh, it's like Avi Arad's pacifier. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Kevin Feige's dick. <laughs> I'm just saying, shut that motherfucker up. He was the one that fucking uh, come out with all this bullshit before. It's yeah. fucking crazy. So yeah, I groaned so much at these articles this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, you guys, want to take a break? Yes. Come back and do some DC news. DC, yeah, baby. Yeah. All right, we'll be back. Gonna uh, treat that girl like Batman. 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> nice to have someone here who's yeah. exciting. <laughs> He's definitely, definitely excited for that uh, R-rated cut. Yeah, I, I, my boner's coming back, you know? So. All right, we'll be, we'll be right back. I'm fresh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. You gotta be fresh. Uh, hey. Yeah. hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. What's going right. on? <laughs> hey, everybody. What's happening? <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> the Jake intro. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's uh, now time for uh, Jake's favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> it's time for DC News, you Marvel fuckboy. Oh, I thought you were going to say the ending. <laughs> <laughs> you teased them. <laughs> Last night... Batman destroyed my vagina, and now the leftovers are going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, we're the uh, podcast that calls our listeners fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. So uh, uh, we're going to start off DC News with DC emails. Uh, we got. Uh, God damn it! More emails. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said it was a light week. We were in the clear. This is uh, a light week. I know. The uh, emails, uh, something that uh, your podcast is a stranger to. <laughs> That's so true. We're so lonely. You know, you know what? Uh, honestly, uh, y- y- your email address makes sense this week. <laughs> with you being the only one here, uh, comicslob yeah. at gmail.com. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's where uh, we should just do an email bit every week, and then there's just crickets after we do the bumper. <laughs> Be like, "That's your fault." <laughs> All right, do you guys want to listen to? Uh, you, uh, here, here are the fans of uh, Comic Slobs. No, no, hold on, hold on, no. <laughs> there we go. I, was, I thought you were going to play cricket noises. <laughs> yeah. All of them reacting at once. Yeah. <laughs> It's <laughs> a whole infirmary there, you know. Dude, I feel like I feel like I'm listening to your episode. <laughs> I can't tell them apart. How would you know? <laughs> I'd be a good call. All right. Uh, let's see here. DC emails. The first email comes from uh, Nick Brousseau. Nick Brousseau. I actually podcasted with him on uh, Nerd Porn. Oh yeah, is he a nerd porn podcaster? Uh, he's uh, he was a guest. He was a guest mm. on the old Nerd Porn podcast. Uh, hey, leftovers. Uh, I have an idea or two. Idea? Did I say idea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A little old timey. Yeah, that was, that was straight East Coast right there. You ideas? I'm an idiot. <laughs> I have an idea or two how we can explain the presence of three or four Garrick Garricks slash Zolomans ah. in CW's The Flash. It's not without its holes. I think he's talking about yeah, I know. fuller holes. Back on that. Yeah. Uh, but I think serves as a jumping point. So, hey, who's watching uh, Flash with me? I know. Uh, I'm definitely watching it, yeah. Yep. It's, it's a big deal over for the slobs. Yeah. We I, meet up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Me too. Yep. Yeah, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Flash who? Well, yeah, Flash, Flash Thompson? <laughs> <laughs> they need Spider-Man in that show. It won't work. <laughs> 
All right, number one. This is uh, uh he's got uh, points here, Nick Brousseau. Number one, one thing that we may be overlooking is Eobard Thon's body swapping device from the previous season. Uh huh. Remember that Thon used it on Harrison Wells to assume his identity. It may be possible that Hunter Zolomon used it to create copies of himself. One being the man in the mask, the other being Jay Garrick. For whatever narrative reason, being a metahuman allowed him to do this without killing the other person entirely. He made these copies in order to let them run free, build their speed force connection, and later absorb it. This would explain the blonde hair of the man in the mask and why he can't phase out of the cage in Zoom's lair. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's that's a good explanation. Yeah, I love that. That this has created so many theories. Like they they chose the perfect time to go on break because that's all I've heard <laughs> yeah. since this break is well, how is it? Well, you know, obviously he uses other J's like drugs, and <laughs> that's where Zoom came from. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's one of those like you just have to wait i feel like but we have joked around about this too is it'd be hilarious if every season of flash that eobard thon is the twist (laughs) (laughs) it's like i should expect it by now they thought we just did it again (laughs) you just got thon (laughs) too thon i didn't even think about it right right. uh number two the man in the mask is the original jay garrick but use of the Velocity 6 caused the instability in the Speed Force and resulted in the split and manifestation manifestation of the Speed Force, uh, the Jay Garrick we know, and the negative Speed Force Zoom. This is supported by Jay having traditional electricity colors and Zoom having blue electricity, despite apparently being the same person. Hmm. God damn it. What the fuck did I just read? <laughs> Don't ask me. Yeah, that's sort of the thing. The only way to explain this is to get really convoluted. Yeah. You know? And so hopefully the show will do better than all the fans. Yeah. I hope to, I hope to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> Keep being awesome, you assholes. That's from Nick B. At Arazian. You know what? That's the thing. It's like a lot of our listeners give us their Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a good way to fucking uh, join, like you know, join the community. Yeah. So it's at uh, Arazian, A R A Z I E N. So make sure to follow Nick on Twitter. It's a good way for everybody kind of get connected. Yeah, you could send him your better flash ideas and theories. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Scott Shooty? <laughs> That's where you direct him. Scott Shooty never saw any of these fucking. <laughs> he never saw any of them coming. Even though he predicted him. No, no, that guy. I didn't see that coming, that thing that I spelled out. (laughs) Totally caught me off guard. I wouldn't have saw this coming if they did it this way. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Uh, When it comes to the Flash theories, kind of just give it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that show, I love it. It just never ceases to fucking uh, amaze me. Yeah. But on the flip side, it's like, I don't know where they're going. No. No, that that storyline is just I I have no clue, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to how they wrap that up. Yeah, but. my favorite thing about that Flash is just kind of how hokey it is. It yeah. really takes me back to Adam West Batman, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just good natured fun. Yeah. And uh, I don't need to predict or figure out whatever's going on. It's cool that they have Easter eggs to the comics and yeah. they're using those names and stuff. But even that doesn't lead to me predicting anything. No. Like, you know, Hunter Zolomon was the good 
uh, Jay Garrick or whatever. Um, you know that that's cool. I like that they did a, nu- a nod to the Hunter Zolomon name, oh, yeah. but it doesn't give away whatever's going on. No. Yeah, I have no clue where they're fucking going. No, I wasn't expecting him to be Jay Garrick at all. You know, mm. when when he revealed himself. Yeah, so. hold on, hold on. It's like, uh, like, uh, like, what did he, what did dude say? Jay Garrick, fucking okay. So Jay Jay Garrick, fucking zoom, fucking phase through, and then it looks like he kills fucking uh, Jay Garrick. Yeah, mm-hmm. that came from Earth Two to Earth One. Yeah, when he fucking phased through and did that fucking like uh, fucking hand through the fucking chest. And yes, chest. and he says, "Oh, I, this looks like it complicates things." Right. God damn it! Like, okay, hold on, hold on. Like, did he act, did he kill him? Did he kill him? I feel like he did, and that's why he said that line. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't have driven yeah, that but we, home. We've already seen fucking Zoom and fucking Flash face through something, and it's not like he fucking uh, when 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 the Flash faced through the 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 glass the glass he didn't destroy it or shatter it. Right. I, I think uh, it's almost kind of bringing you back to season one when uh, Eddie had to kill himself, kind of thing. You know? Oh, okay. It's, a, it's the time travel part of it, and yeah. that could be because. Um, the only thing that I thought would make any sense with this is basically, um, you know, your time traveling thing. Zoom is from far enough in the future that he becomes evil, uh, maybe because of the velocity or maybe because of this. Oh, we saw Eobard Thon come back. Yeah, exactly. So Zoom is basically the Earth 2 time traveler was one of my theories. And everybody shoots it down right away. They're like, no, no, because, you know, when Eddie died, it killed the future one. So, you know, obviously that that undoes it. And it's like, well, we'll we'll explain it eventually. Yeah. So who cares? All right, next email comes from a guy asking us a question about everything, uh, about things that have already been confirmed. This uh, email makes no sense. <laughs> like all of them? Yeah, pretty much. This one's come, this one comes from at JT Lobue. That's uh, at JT L-O-B-U-E. At JT Lobue. Hey guys, another question for you. What do you think about uh, DC Warner Brothers doing an animated R-rating killing joke movie? Uh, I think it's a great. Uh, I think it's a great idea. Uh, if any story should be rated R, I think it should be that one. Also, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill should be voicing the picture. Uh, if uh, JT Lobu, if you didn't know, uh, they are doing an animated Killing Joke movie, and uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill are doing the voices. <laughs> Man, you just came. Yeah. You just made his day. <laughs> He's go he's hitting the skip back button right now to listen to this like five extra times. What did he say? <laughs> hey, uh, shit, what? Like, hey, what do you what do you think about these things that have already been uh that have already come to fruition? <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what do you think about them? Evidently you're not the first person to think of them, buddy. <laughs> they should also relaunch the entire DC line. <laughs> that would really be yeah, nice. Yeah, it'd be great if DC just gave me a whole new new line of number one. <laughs> I would really die for that this summer. Hey, I hope we get a Flash TV show. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if Batman v Superman was rated R when it came out? Oh, I mean, only on the DVD. I yeah. want the theatrical one to be PG-13 so everybody can see it. <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on uh, from uh, the question that should never have been. <laughs> should have just done a Google search there. Chief. Yeah, it's easy, man. Yeah, it takes less than five hours. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have like dial up or something. <laughs> All right, so uh, we were just talking. We were just actually mocking the uh, Batman v Superman uh, R-rated cut. 
But what will that Batman v Superman R-rated cut have that the theatrical release won't have? According to Entertainment Weekly's talk with Zack Snyder, it will include Jenna Malone, who is cast in the film. We've talked about this. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it'll include her in the film, and theatrical release will not. Yeah. <laughs> Reasons... That seems shitty. <laughs> yeah, little... Jenna Malone. Her, her agent is pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Reasons for her being left out were not given, but Snyder did say this about her mysterious character in the film. We've we've talked about her character in the past, who she could play. Snyder says, I think we should keep it private, but it's nothing that's been talked about. She's definitely not Robin mm-hmm. or Batgirl. I'm happy to say that. He okay, we've we've heard speculation that she plays Carrie Kelly mm-hmm. and then after that we hear that she plays Barbara Gordon Batgirl. Mm-hmm. He's saying, Ah, you're fucking wrong. Right. No. She's not playing either character and basically saying, You gotta watch the fucking uh the R rated version of this when it comes out in the on the quote unquote ultimate edition. That makes me think he's referencing Dark Knight or like that the mythos that this is based off of, and it's like, okay, so is she Superman's daughter then? Or <laughs> thinking of what other lame characters from that convoluted story like pop up. She's only in the R cut, so maybe she's just nude stripper too. <laughs> <laughs> Why she took the role, I have no idea. Again, again her agent is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Snyder also says uh, there's a couple like uh, he's talking about uh, other people that have been left out in the movie. He says there's a couple like Amon Green, the running back from the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he's in it. Uh, only in great the acting there. I'm movie sure. R rated version. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's in it. And C T Fletcher is like this bodybuilder, muscle guru from Compton. This awesome guy, he's amazing, and he's in it. And then there's just a lot of Easter eggs in the director's cut that I think are going to be fun for everyone. There's one giant one that I won't tell you about yet that speaks to what's going to go on in the greater Justice League universe. Penises. <laughs> See, I don't know. That makes me think of kind of like the rogue cut of uh, X-Men or things like that where they're kind of just adding in all these things knowing that the, the DVD will be a big seller or yeah. to promote the next Justice League movie. Yeah. Like they shot it not with the intention of never putting it in, on a theater screen. What are all the rumors, though, about Justice League? They all have to deal with Darkseid, am yeah. I right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, do you think they'll put out the R cut right away, like the first release, or will it be like here's yeah, the, here's I the think theatrical be the, release? Or that'll be the reason to buy the Blu-ray. You know, they're doing it knowing like no matter how it does in theaters, you'll still want to buy this. Right. Well, hold on. Uh, let's wait and see how the movie performs first. Yeah, true. If the movie performs great, we'll get the theatrical cut, and then a year later we'll get the uh, Rogue cut, yeah. which will be the Ultimate Edition. Mm-hmm. That's true. A lot of them are doing that. Yeah, now. but they're, they're like, uh, um, but on the flip side, they're promoting this ultimate edition now, yeah, and we didn't get the rogue cut promoted until after the movie had been released. I think that's just because of Deadpool. Like, oh, R-rated things work. Yeah, well, we better we better hop on this hype train and say that Justice League can be R-rated. You know, just like all the other comic stuff. Yeah. Mm. That's how, like, my internal monologue feels. Yeah. It's just like, no, Justice League shouldn't be. <laughs> There's nothing no, related. I, I agree with you. I, I feel like there wouldn't have been any of this R talk until the Deadpool movie came out. It just seemed to, like, just kind of, like, coincide with that. Just, like, two 
Yeah, it's it's the timing is is yeah. too spot on. Yeah, I agree. I still think Zack Snyder probably would, even without the Deadpool talk, want to make R rated. Oh yeah, but, but we didn't get a we didn't get an R rated Man of Steel. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, and it's like this is like after this is post Watchmen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I still feel like he w- would like to do that kind of thing. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that is Zack Snyder. But I think the fact that they didn't even mention it until. Mm-hmm. After Deadpool's Deadpool. numbers yeah. were revealed, I mean, and once again, it's just sort of another sign of how DC's flapping in the wind. They're like, "Well, Marvel makes jokes, so we got to put jokes in the trailer." Oh, but Deadpool's rated R, so we got to add a rated R factor. Just- Honestly, I think like if Deadpool would have came out a year ago, I think we'd be looking at an R-rated Suicide Squad movie. Oh yeah, yeah. oh I easily, agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's, let's move on from Batman v Superman. Uh, oh, <laughs> R- well, the R-rated news. Uh, we're gonna talk- plenty more. There's plenty more Batman v Superman news. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly had an article about how Lex Luthor, uh, Lex Luthor is the mastermind behind getting Batman and Superman to battle. No way. What? I know. This is all news to me. What? <laughs> I know. I was caught off guard too, guys. I could have swore it was Doomsday. <laughs> or Wonder Woman. Oh, I was thinking Mr. Mixpoix. <laughs> Man, I would go to that movie in a heartbeat. Oh, me too. I would actually be excited. They, uh, they had an article about how Lex Luthor is the mastermind behind getting Batman and Superman to battle in Batman v Superman, as well as some other confirmations about the film. This is from Entertainment Weekly via Comic Book Resources. According to EW's article, Jesse Eisenberg's Luthor orchestrates a mass murder aimed at turning the two heavy hitters against each other. The article also confirms what many assume to be true after seeing an earlier trailer. Lex Luthor creates Zod using parts of Doomsday. The article states that Luthor uses some Kryptonian relics uh, left behind from... Uh, no, he creates uh, Doomsday using parts of Zod. Uh, I was going to ask yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I had, to, I had to fix that because they, they in the original article, mm-hmm. they put... Lex Luthor creates Zod using parts of Zod. I was like, whoa. No, in, yeah. the, in the original article from Comic Resources, they fucked up and said Lex Luthor creates Zod using parts of Zod. So. Jesus. But they create Doomsday using parts of Zod. The article states that Luthor uses some Kryptonian relics left behind from the Man of Steel aftermath to cook up a cosmic mutant Frankenstein Doomsday. Partially built from the remains of Michael Shannon's General Zod. So apparently... Michael Shannon caught in that porta potty with the flippers on. <laughs> it's it's confirmed. He, not only did he take a shit, but he's full of shit <laughs> because he is pl- he he did he he is doomsday. True. <laughs> Interesting. It, it seemed like the obvious jump to make too. Yeah, yeah. And the trailers kind of confirmed that too. Yeah, they show uh, they show Zod in the body bag being an observed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, also, the cover teases Wonder Woman's covert mission, and the article reveals what that mission is. In the film, and we've seen this from the trailers, uh, Prince uh, Diana is uh, she's an antiquities dealer. Mm. She will encounter Bruce Wayne as they each launch independent missions to steal Luthor's most disconcerting secrets. Hmm. So that's like that whole dance scene 
between them in the trailer. Right. Okay. Right. So they're uh, trying to get some secrets from uh, Lex Luthor. And they know of each other in a way, probably. Yeah. Doesn't seem like they do. No, According yeah. According to that Batman joke line. The, I thought she was with you. Oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. And even even the the scene that we do see in that dance, it's like I've met a lot of women like you, and she's like, you haven't met anyone. Okay. Like okay. You. Yeah. That so makes it's sense. kind yeah. of introducing them, but yeah, they have a similar motive, right. kind of thing. Yeah. So. so yeah, they don't know each other okay. before that, right? Um, I don't know, man. I, I like every I like everything that I'm hearing about Wonder Woman. To be quite honest with you, I'm not a big fan of her being an antiquities dealer. That sounds kind of silly. I, no, I just think that that's uh, that's just kind of like uh, that's I don't, the cover. That's the cover. The cover. Okay. I, I don't she, think she is an Amazonian. Okay. <laughs> that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think like that's going to be like her thing in this movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who gave that antiquities dealer a sword and a shield? Holy shit! <laughs> right. Where did she learn that? Someone sold them to her because they were hurting for money. <laughs> yeah, I like the idea. Since her movie is going to be a period piece, it almost seems fitting like you know she's probably going to be some long living like so it's sort of a perk of her amazonian like bloodline is like she's like well i know a lot about stuff because i've seen it yes exactly all my own shit i'm gonna live forever (laughs) maybe maybe she's like the uh the host of antiques roadshow (laughs) (laughs) man that's a wonder woman book i would read you would never expect that (laughs) (laughs) all right uh let's see here uh a question on DC fans' minds is, uh, will Green Lantern, will the Green Lantern Corps show up in the new movies? And no. we, we, we know that, that we're gonna get a Green Lantern Corps movie. Eventually. President of Creative Development, Greg Silverman, talked with EW and he had this to say. I like that, I like that title. He's like, you know what I mean? President <laughs> of Creative Development. Yeah. <laughs> I love that title. Yeah. Can you imagine having that title? I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Like if I if, no, if I, if I if I came up with an idea, I'd want to run it through this guy. Yeah, right. president. Because he's like the president. He was, like, he was elected into that seat. Clearly, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like you got the pres- president of the United States. All the creative constituents right. put him into that. Let's see. Exactly. <laughs> sure. I wouldn't feel good about any idea unless I ran said idea past. Greg Silverman, <laughs> the president of creative development. <laughs> he earned that fucking yeah. spot. Somebody, somebody, you know, people, we fucking, we elected him. Yeah, it was a tough race. He almost <laughs> lost it to the other guy, but <laughs> he's, he's the one who will lead us to our yes, creative choices. Yes, he will. In this, in this race, Greg Silverman won the gold for men. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jay, can I grab another beer? (laughs) I think I'm sober too much. (laughs) But uh, this is uh, is what old Greggy boy had to say. The Green Lantern Corps film, uh, it's getting a 2020 release, uh, but uh, it looks like... uh, he said. He's saying. He said to E W. I don't have the quote. I must have not fucking. <laughs> no, no, no. I got it. I got it. That's E W. I got it. I got it. The quote is: Every beat of the movie is not yet worked out. So there's a possibility that he may or may not be in Justice League Two. He's talking about Hal or John. Uh-huh. Uh, he may or may not be in Justice League Two. For now, we felt that we were introducing enough characters that the best. <laughs> 
that's, that's kind of a fucking understatement. That's the first yeah. time they've ever thought that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Wait a slow minute. down, slow yeah. down. <laughs> whoa, whoa. What have we yeah, done? Well, maybe we'll stop at 12. <laughs> For now, we felt that we were introducing enough characters that's, uh, that the best possible place we could put Green Lantern is some introduction in Justice League 2. Mm, okay. Or, barring that, a movie after. Justice League Part 2 or Justice League also? Is Justice that- League Part 2. Okay. So, Justice League Part 1, just kind of like the Infinity Wars yeah. Part 1 and 2, yeah. yeah. Uh, they said, uh, or a movie after, is an incredible, uh, Green Lantern is an incredible character. He's actually multiple incredible characters. There's a real opportunity there. So, the earliest that we'll see Green Lantern, it sounds like, uh, from, uh, Greg, the Greg Silverman, <laughs> the, the president, president. <laughs> of creative development. Like the president of creative development. Not just for DC or Warner Brothers. Like, this guy is like the president of creative development in the world. <laughs> Worldwide. Yeah, yeah. You're going to send an email, president creative development at greg.com. <laughs> the Gregster. The Greg- Ben, I'm glad he got that uh, that URL. That, that was probably had to yeah. scoop up early, you yeah. know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because there's definitely like a, a two and a three and a four. Yeah, there's greg4.com. Yeah. Greg4.com. Yeah. Just like there's uh, Comic Slob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gmail. Whoever got that fucking email, the, the Comic Slob's email. Who got that? I don't know. They were quick. Did you guys have you email them? Have you yeah, them? Uh, we have emailed them. We know of a couple fans who have emailed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife emailed them to really drive the point home. Hey, you know what? <laughs> have you ever had a response? Hold no. So whoever's doing it is just sitting there. Like, Tell you what, I'll make you a bet right now that they got more emails than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they get- they probably, they're probably like, what the fuck is this podcast shit about? <laughs> I just thought it was a funny email. <laughs> God, uh, we got more followers on fucking Facebook than these guys. <laughs> it's crazy. And, and it's really, you know, an homage to how great Greg is because he was just like, oh, well, rather than putting an underscore or making us, like, you know, the comic slobs, he was like, well, I guess comic slob. <laughs> nice. He was like, okay, well, I'm comic slob. <laughs> it's actually, it turned out to be a pretty funny joke. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, it looks like we might get our first look at, uh, Green Lantern Corps, uh, or, you know, Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart or anybody in Justice League Part 2. That's how badly the first Green Lantern movie sucked. Yeah. yeah. I'd be surprised if we see it by then. You know, I think they could do, they don't need to do a casting. You don't need to introduce the Green Lanterns with Hal or, or with John or anybody like that. They should just, you know, a ring. You know, yeah. just a little homage or, or I don't know, like something, you know. But Jump right to the squirrel, I say. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Sinestro and the Yellow Lantern should just show up, you know, and we'll just jump right in. Yeah. No, but I mean, they could easily do it as like an Easter egg, and yeah. I think that would be better. Would you guys be pissed off if they did recast uh, Mark Strong as Sinestro? I'd be fine with it. Yeah. I thought he was great. He was okay. Look-wise, awesome. it worked. It's yeah. kind of like a lot of those X-Men things. Like, yeah, uh, Daniel Cudmore is a terrible actor, but the look was right kind of thing. As long as you don't give him any – as long as you just give him that, that uh, speak and say or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it will be great. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I, I like the look of the Deadpool class. Oh, yeah, he's way better. He's way better. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's not a good example in those movies, but I, I think a lot of the actors, they nailed the look, yeah. but, you know, they didn't really get the tone That's true. of the X-Men. That's true. I mean, even like, uh, you know, even the actor that played like, uh, you know, uh, Iceman, Bobby. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I'm not a big fan of that. No, nope. that I don't like. I don't like anything else. I feel the same way about Cyclops in those movies. Yeah. James Mars, then. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. you nailed the look. Yeah, right. Yeah, but right. him as an actor and portraying that character, eh, not yeah. so much. Yeah, he definitely. There's a reason they killed that character off screen. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that's how everybody felt about him. Yes. You think they're gonna get it right in this next movie? Green Lantern? No, or Apocalypse. Uh, Cyclops. I hope so. With the new kid, I, I don't have faith. I think. Ever since the, this is the only thing I have against the animated X-Men series, but ever since then, everybody's been all about Wolverine, like that's the hero of the X-Men, it's, mm-hmm. it's all about Wolverine and the X-Men, and uh, it kind of breaks my heart as a longtime fan, because mm-hmm. I feel like Cyclops, it, he should be like the X-Men, you know, yeah. he leads this ragtag team or things like that. I and, agree. And so it's kind of sad that ever since those movies and things like that, that the focus has been pulled yeah. away from him yeah yeah uh let's see here suicide squad looks like it's getting a sequel uh is this another tactic yes. <laughs> uh, at least that's the plans for warner brothers we talked about this in a previous episode a long time ago we talked we talked about this and i think that uh i don't know i don't know who said what but i think i know that we some, some of us didn't think that suicide squad was going to get a sequel hmm. i don't remember but I, I don't remember either. I, we talked about this before. I don't know if we thought this was like a one and done, because like at the time I thought like maybe we felt like like this was like a one and done that was just going to get us used to like these villains, like lead in, mm-hmm. like a lead in. Yeah, and then like once we get a like once we once we get a like a, an understanding of these villains, then they're going to go off and do like their own things in like uh you know like okay uh we fucking got Black Manta in this possibly and now mm-hmm. he's going to go do fucking Aquaman and like you know we got we got this villain now he's going to go do a Superman movie or a Batman yeah, we got movie. Joker he's going to go do the Ben exactly, Affleck movie exactly exactly yeah. yeah i think that's a difference of what uh this between what fans want and what studios want like what fans want from the Suicide Squad movie is for DC to do more out there things to yeah. to focus on these awesome villains that mm-hmm. they have or these other concepts. What the studio wants is a Suicide Squad two, a Suicide Squad three. You know, something easy that just prints money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, and I think same thing with like Guardians of the Galaxy. I think what we all wanted to see from that was more of the random Marvel characters, more of Marvel cosmic yeah. or those things that could come yeah. from it, but. Of course, they're just like, oh, get James Gunn back in here and do Volume Two, you know. Yeah. Well, that's what it sounds like here because they're already talking about David Ayer coming back, mm-hmm. returning for this movie. They just want to like, reprint the money. And th- see, the thing is, it's like I, I kind of feel like they thought like uh, David Ayer might go on and do something else, like another project. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they wanted to lock this guy down. I mean, I think he's got something in the interim. But I think they wanted to get him back as soon as possible. And it looks like the next Suicide Squad movie they're talking about filming in uh, the. 2017. Wow. Wow. So we'll get a second Suicide Squad movie before Green Lantern. Yeah, here, I mean, here's the. Not surprising. Yeah, here's the quote from the rap. Uh, Air hopes to fit the project into his fall schedule before Warner Brothers brings him back. Uh, brings him and Smith back for a planned Suicide Squad sequel in 2017. Oh, Smith's already attached to it, too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Will Smith. He's making it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know Deadshot will be fine in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, I don't know. I I don't like that they're, they're talking about even bringing Smith back because it's like now we don't have to like look at his character as like there's no worry about his character exactly. Li- yeah, not he's, dying. He's James Bond now. Right. Yeah. Right. right. That's stupid. So, um, and and uh, for me, I think the least like interested character I have like going into this I feel like he's just like the big name at the front of it yeah but it's really the concept I want to see work or things like that mm-hmm. I guess it's just like the same with the, ba- the R-rated Batman v Superman cut though it's not majority won't be in the know about him being back for Suicide Squad parts Suicide Squad not part everybody's two. following this yeah, kind of stuff it's true. so the threat of his death will still be there for the majority of people Mm-hmm. Just this us, out, just us assholes. We already know that he'll be fine. This come out. Uh, does this come out at the end of August? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Here before you know it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're looking at we're looking at uh, Batman v Superman coming out uh, on the twenty. Was it twenty fifth? Yeah. 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 Oh, you know what I wanted to mention right now, since we have you on the show, is like I don't think uh, just to give our listeners uh, an idea, like. Uh, we're going to C2E2, mm-hmm. and Hell yeah. uh, we're going to be up there with uh, with you, yep. and uh, I don't think we're going to be recording an episode that week. I mean, it, it's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so we're not going to be recording an episode that week. No. Uh, we may come out with like a bonus episode if, I, if we go to any panels and listen to things like that, but not a proper episode, so I think in order to get, uh, like, I guess Pop Culture Leftovers, that episode is going to be a Comic Slots episode. Yeah, yeah we'll oh, be switching nice. pla- You guys will be guests on my podcast. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, it'll be we'll- the first time I'm hearing it. <laughs> oh, no, I plan on not giving you headphones. Oh, nice. So that way you don't have to break any promises. Right. Yeah, um, I appreciate that. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it'll be fun coverage of C2E2, you know. Yeah. yeah so. That'll be fun. We're going to do that, like, one of the nights or something? Yeah, maybe both nights. Maybe we talk about how Friday was. Uh, I mean, if we're not too drunk, Saturday or whenever we hang out with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll try it. We'll mm-hmm. see how it goes, how it unfolds. Yeah. yeah. So on the 21st, when our episode would regularly upload to mm-hmm. iTunes, don't look for an episode. Just go to Comic Slobs on iTunes. Yeah, just subscribe to us, and it'll pop up on your feed. You there won't you even go. have to do any searching. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Can you change your logo that week? <laughs> we actually do. Look, we did that with the uh, with Joe Schmo. So we'll probably do that. We'll do the same. You know, the Suicide Squad look where it'll be your logo, but we'll spray paint comic slabs over it. You know, nice. real quickly. Guys, if you're not listening to Comic Slabs, they are a Breisner Award winner. Yeah, yeah, we're an award-winning podcast. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, won an award from, you know, a podcast that might have been ourselves. Uh, <laughs> they won. <laughs> Spoilers. They won a Breisner, man. Yeah. Nice. But, you know, we've handed Breisners out to other people. Bendis got some. You know, he's a well-known writer. Friday Night Fandom Oh, my God. One, Bendis so. actually fucking died in that episode. <laughs> it was an epic episode. I had no idea aliens would be attacking us in the middle of our podcast. But, you know, those are the kind of exciting things that happen on Comic Slots. The Breisners. So Batman v Superman is the week after C2E2? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So we'll we'll return with Batman v Superman coverage. Oh, looking forward to that. <laughs> I know you are. are you? <laughs> oh my god. I'm, I, in a way. Yeah. No, I mean this is crazy. Like episode, it'll be over. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. Yeah. I, really think of how much we've talked. You guys have talked about Man of Steel since then. Uh, so uh, it's uh, not over. Nothing's over, Jake. <laughs> I don't think it'll be an argument this time. So the conversation won't hold, though. I, I think it's going to be <laughs> unanimous. Sucks. So we can just move on. 
man. It's <laughs> that's the thing. It's like that's the thing. I I think like uh, like I'm gonna give it my honest rating. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I really enjoyed this movie, regardless of how many times I've tossed previous trailers, mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you know, man, that I loved it. But like honestly, I think like oh god, I don't know how I can actually fucking Tupperware this movie. I think right now it sits at a, at least it just at a taste it for me. I don't know if I could ever give this movie a Tupperware. It, it's really got to fucking uh, knock my. Uh, it's got to blow my dick off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll love it. Who knows? Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> Come on! It's not happening. If IHOP gets a bigger role in this film, I think it'll be the sequel that Jake's been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. It, yeah, Sears has it, a bigger cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, more more Nikon cameras. All right, are you guys ready to move on to some Star Wars news? Yeah. All right. I don't know. I really love Batman v Superman. Oh, shut All right. Back. <laughs> back this, to- this is an evil Lex Luthor plan. <laughs> There's no way he'll be the person who plans it. No way. Not that nice to mine. No, no. Eisenberg. Yeah. No. <laughs> Eisenberg, Zuckerberg. I never thought of that before. I love Bergs. That never dawned on me till just now. The dawn of justice. The dawn of Bergs. <laughs> Burgess. <laughs> Yeah, Lex designed Facebook in this world, and that's how he's going to rise to his criminal empire. Ah, yeah. Yeah. No wonder, no wonder all the advertisements. <laughs> all right, that was just the right amount of Batman v Superman talk. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. We're Feels good right. to go. We're gonna we're gonna move on to Star Wars news. <laughs> Jake, don't do it. What you're saying? <laughs> don't don't mention it this time. No, I, I took oh, the headphones off just for that reason. I can't. <laughs> Luke, that's not Luke. true. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Jay. You make up for it sometimes. You can hear it. <laughs> I couldn't hear it. Yeah, yeah. Luke's a bitch. <laughs> we get it. All right, uh, we got Star Wars emails to start off. Uh, Star Wars news. The first Star Wars email comes from uh, Michael Molino. Titled, uh, Sorry for Number Two. So Michael Molino sent us an email previously in this same episode. Oh, I thought he was apologizing for his shit. I'm smelling a band. (laughs) 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 So basically, he uh, he had a bowel movement. Yeah, he's like, sorry about that, guys. (laughs) Sorry for that number two. (laughs) I'm sorry that this bowel movement that I had affected you on your podcast. (laughs) And mirrors can relate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Eighteen ounces of steak. (laughs) Oh, man. It was, All right. This guy's banned, right? Uh, Michael Molino? Yeah. Two emails in one week? Band hammer. Come on. you banned, sir. Do it. Yeah! <laughs> it feels right. <laughs> it feels good. Oh, I see why you do it. I like that power. <laughs> Man. All right. He says, sorry for number two. He says, just wanted to say, <laughs> in the rucka before the Force Awakens book. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Oh, he's reading Star Wars comics. He's talking about Greg Rucka. Okay. He's talking about in the Rucka before the Force Awakens book. It talks about Rey uh, using flight simulator and her struggles scavenging and shit for food. I like how he throws in shit and shit. He does it a couple times in here. Uh, she also rebuilds a ship with two other people, but they fly off in the bitch leaving her. 
He's like a Glomo commercial. <laughs> this guy might be unbanned here. <laughs> if he keeps using words like this, I might, but I might unban him. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's a principle. I like it. Uh, yeah, she uh, and her struggles scavenging and shit. But <laughs> she also builds a ship. Two other people, but they fly off in the bitch, leaving her. Yeah, he was like poetry. First to a ship is a bitch. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's how I refer to most of my cars. So it makes sense. <laughs> Also, in the Finn story, it's basically him training and shit. <laughs> With blasters as well as sword-type weapons and that kind of shit. <laughs> the shit's starting to make sense. No, he didn't say that last part. But he did say shit. Training and shit? Train- he said uh, it's basically him training and shit. <laughs> you get to see him start to doubt the way the First Order does its shit. I swear to God I'm reading it verbatim. <laughs> I swear I'm reading it verbatim. It's like an awesome Mad Lib. Uh, pretty good read. I uh, just heard you guys talking about Ray and the Mary Sue thing and wanted to clear it up. Since this email, uh, since this is email number two this week, I banned myself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy's smart. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Great listener. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know the drill. <laughs> he took that risk. That's the second person this episode. That the Cecilia was number one. Self, right. Self-banning yeah. fans. Uh, he says, uh, talk, to you, talk to you weird fucks next month. <laughs> Does it really say that? Yeah. It says, talk to you weird fucks next month. Uh, that's from Michael Molino. Oh, I kind of like this guy's email, I like that too. guy, yeah. Was the first email like this? I don't remember. No, no. The first email was boring as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This email, it kind of grabbed me. kind of yeah. grabbed me. I kind of dig it. Speaking like your it language. Uh, excuse me. It kind of grabbed me and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, that kind of disappoints me because I was following all of Marvel's Star Wars comics up until the movie came out. And then I was like, you know, these really aren't as fulfilling as that movie was. Or, it's a book, though, that he's talking about. Oh, it's, it's an, an actual book. This is book. a Greg Rucka actual novel. Yes. Oh, well, yes. then I could read that then. Yeah. <laughs> the comics are just like, they're just there so they have something God, to sell. Did you just hear that they announced a uh, Han Solo comic recently? <sighs> oh, yeah, but it's Mark Brooks. And they also announced a Poe Dameron comic. Uh, so we're getting a Poe Dameron comic as well. Yeah, I forget who's doing that, but it's someone shitty. Yeah, that's what, well, you know, even the creators don't get me excited because Jason Aaron's one of my favorite writers yes, and he's doing the Star Wars book. Um, I love Kieran Gillen and I'm reading Wicked and the Divine, which he writes and he blew me away when he was writing the Loki story, Journey into mm-hmm, Mystery. Mm-hmm. And it, the Darth Vader book, you know, I ended up dropping that. I ended up dropping Star Wars. I've dropped, like I said, all of them because they're not as good as those creators. Are there should two be. Vader books out now? It's like Darth Vader and then like Vader Down. That's like the Vader that's Down like the bookend book to a crossover. Yep, exactly. Okay. He's got it. Vader Down was the crossover between the Darth Vader book and the Star Wars. Book. I thought it was about Vader giving blowjobs. <laughs> uh, it was a weird crossover. Basically, like the whole comic series was. It's blowjobs and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's all. It's in the Star Wars comics. <laughs> Hold on, let me let, let me let me take you to a uh, scene in Vader Down. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. The mask comes off. Uh, <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> all right, all right. There you have it, gentlemen. 
laid her down. <laughs> I would have enjoyed that a lot more than what it actually was. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy that. Laid her down was like the final nail in the coffin. I feel like okay for, for those comics. I was like, well, there's no hope. <laughs> yeah, mirrors down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what. If you go down too far, you definitely end up coughing. <laughs> Did you learn that from Vader Down? Oh, man. <laughs> he learned that. Say oh, yes. Hold on, hold on. He, he learned hey, that from hey, The Hall. question is, what didn't I learn from Vader Down? <laughs> That's the question, man. Nice. All right, next email comes from uh, Eric Marable. Uh, he's drunk and shit. <laughs> it's it's announcing the next cock block. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Eric Marable, it's titled Rogue One. Hey, Leftovers. Last week, you guys uh, had info on the Rogue One story. Actually, it was two weeks ago, but Eric Marable is so drunk, he doesn't remember. <laughs> you mentioned Vader would have an apprentice named Galen Merrick. Well, he is a Jedi clone that has been cloned over and over each time he fails Vader's trial. Uh, he kills him and reclones him, or the clone simply goes mad. He is the main character from the Force Unleashed game. I'm currently playing through part two. Great game, Tupperware. He might be fan fiction for Rogue One. I've been playing those two, and that was the first thing that well, came into my mind. Now that I know it's a video game character, I think it is fan fiction. Yeah. Well, see, the thing is, the, the funny thing is, though, is Mads Mikkelsen was at a convention, mm -hmm. and he signed a uh, headshot of himself for a fan of uh, the the Rogue One movie coming out, mm -hmm. and he signed it, Mads Mikkelsen, and then he put in quotes, Galen. Huh. Hmm. And so that got a lot of people speculating that he might be playing this uh, Galen Merrick character in Rogue One and bringing this uh, character from uh, this video game and bring him into the canon. Hmm. Which none of these games have like – are these games are these games still considered like – are they still considered canon? They've never been – I don't think they were considered canon when they came out. I don't think they've so ever risky. been. I don't think they've ever been refuted, though. That's true. That's. A yeah. good I don't think point. that they've been embraced as canon. But on the flip side, I don't think they've been refuted. Right. I think some of them have been embraced as canon. I, I feel think like some Kotar games, was embraced as yes, canon. Yes, that that was a little closer. But definitely this one, like the Star Killer persona, mm -hmm. like just the idea of Vader having an apprentice, like flies in the face of. Of kind of being, I mean, I get it. Yes, the Sith are supposed to kind of betray their master and yeah. start again, but it seems like you know starting a little too soon or something like that. But we talked know? about the character possible, the possible character name of Jin, J Y N, uh -huh. and that name has come up in Star Wars mythology before, and they said it might just be a common name mm -hmm. in the Star Wars universe universe so galen could be just like fucking john right it could yeah. just be like a common name in star and that's wars something else with the because in the game they refer to that apprentice as star killer that yeah. is his code name which ended up star killer base in yes. episode seven so there are reoccurring things homage yeah today. that yeah. come yeah. come up yeah hmm. Which would be great because like Star Killer was a secret weapon as a person. Now it's the secret weapon as a right. as a weapon. Yeah. Uh, Eric Marable ends us uh, with uh, "Have a good show, True Leftover." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Who's he talking to? <laughs> Have a good show, True Leftover, Jay, and fuck you, Brian. Wow. <laughs> fuck you too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what the hell? Uh oh, uh -oh. he's going to get himself banned. <laughs> Not, not yet. <laughs> not again. He just got banned recently. 
Nice. But uh, keep this shit up. I'm gonna fucking. I'll fucking. I'll. I'll, I'll fucking scrub you out of this show. <laughs> <laughs> he won't even read your emails to himself. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I'll see fucking Eric Marable pop up, and I'll just hit the fucking uh, trash can on my fucking phone. <laughs> I'll just fucking delete your bullshit. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, back on to Star Wars news. Uh, the Force Awakens, it's been announced for home video on April 5th. Okay. Nice. Cool. Uh, I'm hearing uh, seven to eight deleted scenes Yeah. in uh, the home version. Uh, I was talking to Grub uh, earlier uh, in the week in a text message. He says, get the Target version. Yeah, it's going to have the extra disc and everything. Exactly, exactly. So hold out and get Target's release for this. Okay. All right. Yeah, so. um, iTunes will actually have it a few days earlier. It'll be available on iTunes on the first. Yeah, I like a physical copy. Yeah. But, well, you, I you're I telling me both. April first that that's going to be the day I can get get it. You're on notorious target, on iTunes only. Yeah, yeah. Pick that up in the uh, Dread sequel on April first. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'll prove it. It's already on the store right now. I believe it. Actually, that, Apple always always gets the Apple deals. always gets the drop on it. Yeah, don't get all butt hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, we believe you. You don't have to find the link. Jesus Christ! There's no link. I'm We're going not- right to the iTunes store. <laughs> this, this guy. Hey guys, uh, the the only thing Jake loves more than Marvel is anything Apple does. <laughs> That's oh. true. <laughs> Apple from Turbo Kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. All of the above. Yeah. All Apple. Yeah, was, yeah. Except candy. <laughs> Granny Smith Apple. Anything. Apple from Turbo Kid. Yeah. If, if, if uh, Apple's riding me uh, cowgirl style, I, I enjoy that. If uh, she's blowing me, yeah. I enjoy that. So. Fuck yeah. yeah. You should write fan fiction for me. <laughs> guys, uh, I didn't know if you knew about this. Uh, I know you guys knew about this, but I'm talking to our listeners right now. Uh, but Ray's, uh, Ray's recipe for her uh, fucking uh, bread yeah. Yes. In the fucking movie. You remember that part where she's got her finger and she's uh mixing her mixing that fucking uh her portions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the self rising bread you, or whatever. Yeah. You you've earned twenty portions. <laughs> yeah. Four portions. I love the way he says four I saw portions. A, I saw a great comic where they showed a kid bringing like twenty games to GameStop yeah. and the guy was like, You get half a portion. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the feeling. The most realistic. Yeah, I, I laughed so hard. For our listeners, though, when you're watching that fucking in the movie where she's fucking making the bread and the fucking it's like uh, like uh, it's like an easy bake oven and it turns into like this fucking disgusting, disgusting <laughs> looking fucking like gray muffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? It was fucking it gross. gross. Like yeah. yeah, nothing. Dude, she was that. chowing on that yeah, shit though, yeah, wasn't man. she? Yeah, she loved it's all she about was, the gray muffins. She was fucking going to town on that gray muffin. <laughs> Hey, I've never seen anybody go down on a gray muffin like that (laughs) since since the last week when I was watching granny porn. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? I'm having heavy deja vu during this segment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. About your gray muffin? Just the whole conversation. No, you haven't been going. Have you been here? You haven't been going down on my Ethel, have you? (laughs) No. No. From the from the going down to the, the muffin, the whole thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Speed Force? Okay. Have we talked Talk about this already? No, me, uh, we talked about it off the air. Oh, okay. We okay. talked about it. Like, this is not a special effect. Mm. Uh, the uh, raised portion bread, that's an actual, that's 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 more of the practical effects of Star Wars. <laughs> that's <laughs> impressive. They should put that shit out for us to buy. Yeah. Uh, well, here, do you guys want the recipe? Sure. Yeah. I'm going to put it out there for you, so if uh, you listen. Give me the recipe for Golden Girl Muffins. <laughs> 
I'll bring some next week. <laughs> All right. Here we go with uh, some uh, B. Arthur muffins. <laughs> yes. Ingredients, half a teaspoon of vegetable oil, four tablespoons of cake flour, one and one-half tablespoons of sugar, a half teaspoon of matcha powder, that's spelled M-A-T-C-H-A, matcha powder. If you can't find that in your local Walmart, I'd probably get off Amazon. Yep. Uh, a quarter teaspoon of baking powder, a pinch of salt, uh, two tablespoons of whole milk, a quarter teaspoon of vanilla extract. The directions are, take those ingredients. Uh, number one, place the oil in a mug and swirl around to grease the inside. Number two, add the cake flour, sugar, matcha powder, baking powder, and salt into the mug, stirring together. Number three, pour in the milk and vanilla, then cook in the microwave on high for 45 seconds. Number four, let cool slightly and serve. So it sucks that it's milk based. Doesn't sound good at all. You're lacking Only for time. you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't sound good. No nutrients in that. Oh, no. It didn't look good. Right. I think that's the idea is they just needed something that, you know, portrayed how terrible her living conditions were. Then why add us a, a pinch of salt if you're not trying to Oh, that pinch, seems like pinch of salt isn't like anything that rises. All that sand. Yeah. Any cake or anything like that it has salt in the recipe. Actually, for the rising, uh, I don't know if it's for the rising effect, but yeah, salt and yeah. sugar and all Dude, that stuff I is common. Say, I just thought it was for the flavor. That's what I'm. That's why nope. I'm okay. Anytime I get an erection, I throw salt at my dick. Yeah. <laughs> Does that work? Yeah, it helps it no. rise. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see where he was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Actor Alan Tudyk. Wait, uh, wait, that's it for cooking. That's all my cooking that's advice for the feds? That's it. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's really Julia Childs on this fucking show now. Well, at least I'm not... Uh, what, 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 what's the southern one? Uh, the racist bitch. Yeah. Uh, with Paula, Paula, Paula Dean. Dean. Yeah. There's a lot more butter in that recipe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and a lot less Finn in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking bitch. She's a fucking bitch. Yeah, I agree. For Fuck sure. Paula Dean. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Alan Tudyk, who has the worst last name ever. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that? He does that? have two dicks. Oh, that, oh, yeah. Well, then it would he make sense. He comes from a long line of two-dicked men. Yes. Well, I, wouldn't he be embarrassed <laughs> if he had three? Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, no, two-dick is a proud title. Three-dick? Yeah. Mm. Hang your head in shame, you son of a bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> one cock too many. <laughs> Actor Alan Tudyk. He's going to be playing a droid in Rogue One. We've heard about this. Mm. Uh, and here's a rumored description of this character from MakingStarWars.net. Uh, I really want to get a more solid description out for the new robot Alan Tudyk will be playing. But Throw some salt on it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really what we have to do? To make it more solid. To make it more solid? <laughs> yeah. To get it really like hard, concrete evidence? Just <laughs> <Yeah>. really... <laughs> If you want it raging and pulsing, yeah, you're gonna have to add some salt. <laughs> Throw some salt on I'm sorry. it. Sorry, <laughs> no, you're not. Alan Tudyk. Well, here's the details that we've heard for now. He's a light colored battle droid type character. His face is reminiscent of Eight uh, D Eight, the white droid that tortures the power droid in Jabba's palace. Oh, I love that droid. And the body is somewhat like. That of a battle droid. I've heard some interesting things about Tudyk having stilts, 
for some of the mocap stuff and other interesting set tales like that. Slashville also has a piece of information from a reader of theirs that was at the Disney shareholder meeting today. Uh, there was no mention of Alec Tudyk's character from the meeting. However, the piece confirms a few things like the Black Stormtroopers. Uh, I'm going to get into that. But- like Finn? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> 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 Fucking Polynesian! <laughs> yeah. Goddamn Southern cooking! God damn it! Ah, shit! You know what? Honestly, if it's not Rachel Ray, we're not mentioning her on this show. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Fuck the that Polynesian! I forgot her name, so I. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, yeah, uh, Alan Tudyk. I think it's I think it's one hundred percent safe to say that yes, he's playing a droid. Yeah. Yes. All yeah. right. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, back to the black stormtroopers. Uh, most of it was <laughs> shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> well, the droids are never really a big deal either, so it's no yeah. surprise that you know they're not mentioning this in like a huge. It's going to be more about the the Rogue One pilots. Yeah. But it's like, oh, guess what? In the background, there will be this droid. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like uh, with uh, with the droids, it's like BB-8 was a huge deal in this movie, but we didn't hear about Bill Hader until after the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right, right. So hearing about Alan Tudyk before Rogue One comes out is kind of like... You know, it was two guys. It was Bill Hader and the actor that plays uh, Jean Ralphio from Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Both of them together did really? BB-8's voice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Oh man, John Ralph. Imagine if that was just his voice in place of the BB-8 noises, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like my God. him singing and things like that. Like, hello, <laughs> I am BB-8 here to rock. Should I watch Parks and Rec? Yes. Yeah. I, I Tupperware Parks and Rec. Really? It's so good. First season, kind of terrible. Yeah. yeah. It, Immediately <laughs> within three to four episodes of the second season, it's amazing from yeah. then on. Once out. Rob Lowe shows up and uh, the the other guy that I'm drawing a blank on right Adam now. Adam Scott. Yes. like Only six episodes in the first season. I like both of those guys. Chris Pratt, Adam Scott. Well, yeah, I like all three. I like Adam Scott, I like uh, Rob Lowe, and I like Chris Pratt. Uh, mm-hmm. Aubrey Plaza is fantastic in it. Yeah. Aziz Ansari, uh. like, it's his best role like mm-hmm. i mean i love Ma- master of none too but that is like the character that made him yeah. oh man all right here we go uh let's see they're talking about the black storm troopers most of it was very quick a shot of a black of the black storm trooper possibly called death troopers as previously reported another pick of that same style of helmet and armor but all chrome rapid reminiscent of captain phasma from the force awakens Ooh, hope not yeah <laughs> uh, an image showed uh, two AT-ATs uh, that had a slightly different look with the door panel on the side of the body painted a lighter beige color. Huh. And a couple cast photos were shown, one of Felicity and Diego Luna and another of Donnie Yen. Hmm. The clip featured Felicity's character on what looked like the inside of a ship or a shuttle with her arm holding on and the hatch ramp open behind her. I wish I could remember what she said as part of the sizzle, but it went by too fast. The new stormtroop, the new stormtroopers look great. Hmm. It sounds like we're getting like different factions of stormtroopers in Rogue One. We're getting the what the scarab troopers, the death troopers. Yeah. What was the other one? I can't remember. Um, that, that kind of shit's weird. It being a uh, New Hope prequel and whatnot. Yeah, it weirds me out that it's kind of put in you know in between movies we've seen, but at the same time. Even in the original trilogy, like on the the Death Star, there's plenty of 
you know, different types of troopers. That's true. Some of them were we didn't wearing see black. biker scouts until Return of the Jedi. We didn't yeah. see snow troopers until Empire Strikes Back. Well, and then we the, never the, see them again the, after the Emperor's Guards. That yeah. were yeah. That, 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 the, the red troopers. Crimson Guards. The Crimson Guards. Yeah. yeah. But even like the guy who fires the laser in in A New Hope, like he's wearing that weird black yeah. helmet. Like, true. So like the Empire has had either these you know stark white or stark black like costumes in other iterations that we see. Right. So it, it doesn't feel like a stretch tie fighter pilot right everything else we've seen it's like well yeah of course they have black version you know a black suited stormtrooper for whichever planet they they seem to send different ones to different planets mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh it says uh, it all looked great had a classic star wars a new hope feel uh by bob Iger said that they didn't have footage but that it and episode eight had been filming as previously stated, I'm definitely more excited for the film since it will be set close to the classic trilogy time. And like I said, it definitely had a similar look and feel. <laughs> In the past, we heard about a piece of concept art that had Adats dropped into the ocean. Mm. And the walkers walked underwater to the shore. Wow. After being submerged, and you saw them rise out of the water. That's a cool Battle at Normandy with the yeah. Adats. Yeah. Well, it kind of reminds me of, like, Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind how it's like, like a Pacific Rim, how they're always fighting in the water. Yeah. Like standing out of the well, water. In uh, The Force Awakens, we got the the Apocalypse Now TIE fighter scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in this, it, it's like we're getting classic kaiju monsters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Coming out of the water, and I think that's cool. Yeah. I have no idea if that will be in the film or if that was just concept, though. Honestly, if you're talking about concept art and concept ideas in a Star Wars movie, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It absolutely could show up in the actual film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it could just be just in the book. Uh-huh. The art of fucking Rogue One. Yes. The yeah, it, it, that sounds like an expensive kind of thing to shoot. So I yeah, don't think money's an issue. That's true. Yeah. That's not, true. Especially when you're, A, you're Star Wars, B, you're backed by Disney. Yeah. So. yeah. And after the success of Force Awakens. I no. Think. I honestly, I think they're actually building AT-ATs right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, real yeah. AT-ATs. Well, yeah. Hold on. They, hold fired, they fired the 3D team. <laughs> they're just hold going practical. Fucking two weeks ago, fucking me and Jay said, and this is fucking true, that they are fucking, in order to combat the drones that are trying to film shit on the fucking set, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Star Wars fucking Lucasfilm They've got their own drones yeah. doing their own Star Wars. Oh, There's, like, yeah. real Star Wars. Yeah, drone v. Drone action yeah, going drone on. Yeah, drone v. Drone action going on yeah. during the filming of Star Wars. You got drones taking down other drones during the filming. That's awesome. Of fucking Star Wars. I, I hope to God that these other drones are fucking Millennium Falcon drones. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> they designed them like X-Wings yeah. to take out. Honestly, I think it, it, it's a good thing that fucking Harrison Ford's not in this next movie because I think one of those would take him out. <laughs> <laughs> Break it, the other ankle. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, fuck your ankle, Ford. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty insane. Yeah, that's unprecedented. Maybe they are building an army. Who knows? Fuck. Now, I, yeah, I, I, like, uh, you know, like, I, I'm not being serious about, like, building an ad at, but, you know, like, Ray's, Ray's house and shit, that, you know, they built that set yeah. and all oh, that yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And they built a real Millennium Falcon for, for them to fucking film on and shit like that. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to Rogue One, man. Oh, yeah. me too. Yeah, I, wanna, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I think we're going to see. Uh, they've talked. They've they've really hyped this up and said that you're you're going to see aliens like you've never seen before. Yeah, yeah it's cool because it's like a, it, it's not 
beholden to the characters or the cast or, or the, even the Star Wars lore that we've seen already. It's right. literally just saying, hey, this is a spinoff. Like, and, and that, you know, you'll, you can just see ships and aliens and all the, those golden things that we enjoy in the background of other yeah. Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. bringing it to the foreground. Yeah. I want to feel, I want this movie to feel like, you know, like, uh, I want it to feel like Saving Private Ryan. And then I want it to, I want it to feel like, 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 uh, they've got the upper hand. And then all of a sudden I want to hear the Imperial March. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to fucking hear the Imperial March, and I want to see Vader come out there, and I want to see him throw that lightsaber and it come back to him, mm-hmm. and I want to see fucking I want to see fucking troopers uh, like uh, fucking uh, rebellion forces getting their heads cut off. I, I, I want to see this shit. Yeah, I want this to be. I want this movie to be dope as fuck. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super hyped myself. Cannot wait. You know, the, the only thing is, though, it's like we kind of know, like, you know, Vader's not going to die in it. Mm-hmm. And we already know they're, they're going to get the Death Star plans. Yes. So it's like, how are you going to make this movie awesome when you know all those things? Right. Yeah. You got to do it with your characters. Your characters have to be amazing. Mm-hmm. You got to love these characters, am I right? Right but, before they lose their head. But but is this a movie? Okay, if you fall in love with these characters, does that create another problem? Okay, I've fallen in love with these characters. Am I going to see them again? Yeah, is, yeah. There, is there then a uh, Rogue Squadron trilogy right, to exactly. follow? Thank you. That's my point. Rogue that's my two. That's my point. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, d- did Disney think this through? Did they think this through enough? Mm-hmm. I-, I love, okay, hold on. I love fucking Donnie Yen in this movie. Holy shit, most American audiences, unless you've watched Yip Man, yeah. y- you don't know who the fuck Donnie Yen is. Now you watch it and you're like, holy shit, I fucking love this Donnie Yen character. I love him. He's fucking great. Is he going to come back in the Star Wars like universe? somehow a breakout role for yes. him, even though I, he should be out. I mean, I would like it if they had the boss to have all these characters die, and we never see a sequel or any of these other characters in any other iteration but this. That's I, what I was thinking. I mean, this movie almost needs an Empire-esque ending if it's going to lead into episode episode four. So know. basically, it's like the entire team sacrifices themselves mm-hmm. to give the Death Star plans. Yeah, and to yeah. me, that's that would give it the most impact. And if you fall in love with these characters, all the better. That gives it more impact. Yeah. Yeah, That's how evil the Empire is. is Even though you had this badass group, this badass squadron, with these awesome fights and everything you love. But eh, all for naught. Yeah, but hold on. I'm uh, I'm this movie, and I just made you uh, fucking uh, you know five hundred million dollars yep. uh, well, uh, domestically. That, thank you, business Brian. <laughs> hey, super Sue Brian's always here to contribute. Yeah. But I just made you five hundred million dollars domestically, and then I added another four hundred million dollars internationally. And so I'm Disney, and it's like, okay, well, we fucking killed everybody. Can we do a prequel? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's yeah. put it between two and three now. <laughs> I honestly think they can shy away from that because I, I think like Brian, or like Mears was saying, they they want to print money with Suicide Squad two. They want to print money with um, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yeah. I feel like with this, it's like it's the Star Wars name, so they're not as compelled to have to do something like that mm-hmm. because we've got Han Solo coming down the pipeline. Yeah. We've got Episode eight coming you, down. the You're pipeline. saying it'll just create more Star Wars movies, not necessarily more Rogue Squadron movies. Yes. But hard saying. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, a lot of people are speculating that Star Wars Episode Eight will pick up right after. I've heard that, yeah. You Star guys Wars. have said that. Like, Wasn't that one of your theories is that it might be like the first Star Wars without a mm-hmm. – Yeah. Without yeah. The, the time skip? Yeah. Yeah, the opening crawl might be like uh, – 
And where we left off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you should have watched number seven. Yep. <laughs> and Ray's still looking at uh, Luke. <laughs> I don't know. And I'm still looking at Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see that again. <laughs> no, you're still watching her walk up the steps. Oh, great scene. Yeah. <laughs> at least it's not like Jay still watching that dead body. <laughs> oh, God. Even alive, she's hot. <laughs> yeah. She's special. Yep. <laughs> so a lot of people are speculating that uh, Star Wars Episode uh, 8 was is going to pick up right after seven left off. And, uh, basically the, the scene uh, spoilers were Ray's holding her, uh, outstretched arms, holding, uh, the, his old lightsaber, Luke's old lightsaber. Um, here's Daisy Ridley's comment, um, which kind of supports this. Mm-hmm. She says, when we went back to Skellig to do the opening of eight, it was so crazy doing the same scene. Mm-hmm. The same scene Mm -hmm. with a different crew of people. Also adding that she's been spending a lot of time rehearsing with Hamill. He's amazing to rehearse with, and I'm very excited to be doing the rest of the stuff. Um, She also said, it's such a good story. Seriously, Luke is so cool in this one. So that kind of like... Yeah, we're gonna get more. We're gonna get more Luke. Yeah, it's awesome. A lot more Luke. We we saw a lot of. uh, Han Solo in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be Luke's movie. I have a question. Yeah. I think we'll see Luke dialogue in the trailers before we see the movie. Luke dialogue in I mean, the they gave us Luke dialogue in the trailer, in the first trailer for the last episode. Like actual, like a scene with Luke talking. That's a good question. Like very much like the Han, the we're home scene from Han. <laughs> Will we get I get see something short. I, I think that we're going to get a lot of Finn. We're going to get a lot of Poe. Mm-hmm. We're going to get BB-8. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren. Right at the end of the trailer, we're going to get new lines recorded from Mark Hamill. Yeah. Right at the end of the trailer. That That's the way to cap it off right yeah. there, mm-hmm. man. Um, and then uh, I I think as... Uh, as the more trailers that come out, just like in the in the last movie, we'll probably get a little bit more Luke. But I think that first one will just get new lines at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they will they will tease us with what what maybe what what Luke's capable of now mm-hmm. in latter trailers. Yes, but like that first trailer, I think we'll get the new Luke dialogue right at the end. Yeah, it'll just be confirmation that he's in it more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to address like the the news thing though, like just because they're shooting that scene, I don't feel like that means it's going to be how the movie opens up. Like that could easily be a, a flashback yes. or to catch you up yes. or something. You know, they could still do an opening crawl, and you know, uh, Ray's about to leave like that planet, and then you know, eventually they kind of explain like the A, B, and C that happens between. Right. right. I feel like the first thing we see will be the bad guys. Will be Snoke and Kylo. Oh yeah. I, I am in 100% agreement. I think the first thing that we're going to see is what the First Order's up to. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I, I was just actually going to jump in and say that. Yeah. I think we're going to see what the First Order's up to before we see anything else. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I wonder if this will be the downbeat Empire. You know, this this is what I'm wondering the most. Is this next movie going to follow the same thread and be the downbeat, kind of darker Star Wars well, film that Empire who, gave us. Who, who, who's, Bel- who's Benicio de Toro? I don't know. Yeah, 
I don't know. And that could add a lot to what that darkness is at the same time. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) If it is, if the other complaint a lot of people have, if it, if it's going to be a rehash like, uh, you know, seven was to four, then wouldn't this open up with a battle scene or, you know, what's our Hoth going to be in this, you know? Mm, And then, you know, that would obviously have to be a time skip and then you kind of, figure out, you know, what was going on. I think the semblance to Empire is going to be in this movie's ending more than anything. Yeah. There's going to be a... You, you don't think it's beat for beat? No, I don't think so. I think it will have that dark, dramatic ending. Oh, definitely, it should. But I think that'll be one of the bi- the biggest similarity between it and Empire, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's that's the road to go, though. I feel like we had such... You know, we, we see our new hero, and she's kind of, this is all about her becoming a hero. And now we know that Kylo's going to Snoke for more training. So if we're doing the opposite of Luke, we're going to see this dark side training that Kylo's going through. So it's not like this big, epic Empire Strikes Back battle, you know, the, the whole Empire, the whole force of the Empire is coming against them. But it's dark in that we're seeing Kylo go further and further into the dark side. Mm. That's what I, that's my feeling at least. I don't know, you know. I just feel like that's the road to go. I, I'm not, I wouldn't be pissed about that at all if that's what they did. I, 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 th- I think that, that we're going to find out that we thought that uh, the First Order that, that all they had was the Starkiller base. I, I think we're going to find out that there's there, there's a lot out there that we didn't even know about. And part of that is what Benicio de Toro's character is up to. Right. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, you know, I don't, I'm not saying that there's going to be another fucking Starkiller base. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's going to be another Death Star. I'm just saying that I think there's a lot more with the First Order that we haven't even fucking touched upon. Right. And uh, with Hux letting down... And even Kylo letting Snoke down, you know, they, it might be, he might be just like, you know what, shit, I'm bringing in fucking, you know, Del Toro's fucking character and shit. Right. I don't know. Right. Or bounty hunters or some other aspect of the universe. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't, I don't think they're going to pull anything from, like, for a long time, I thought they were going to pull in, like, like, maybe Inquisitors, but I don't think they're going to pull from fucking, no. uh, Rebels. Right. I don't think, I don't think we're going to, yeah, so this fucking, this fucking Ezra fucking, Ezra is fucking Benicio del Toro's character. I think it's fucking stupid. I agree. Yeah, I agree. So you think it's it's a uh, canon then? Canon, canon. Yeah. No, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> canon no, is canon. Like guys, I love. I I really enjoy. Canon is canon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really enjoy Rebels, but I I I think that like it's all. I think it's all like fans that that love Rebels that just yeah. want to see it show up in the film so much that they want to believe like you know. They'll, they'll believe anything. It's just, just a see. bonus thing. It's just more Star exactly. Wars. Exactly. Yeah. I think that Rebels pulls from the shit that Star Wars, the saga films don't use. Yeah. Like the Macquarie stuff that they don't use and also like the fucking, the concept art that Star Wars The Force Awakens didn't use. The Fifth Brother is inspired by concept art that didn't make it for uh, Kylo Ren. Right. I don't think that uh, the saga films are going to be holden to anything that you're going to see in, yeah. in, in, in Rebels. I agree. And you know what I mean? It, I that, that Think about it. It's silly. It's silly. Like, not ma- not as many people... Like, think about the, the millions of people that have watched The Force Awakens. Uh, 
Just a portion. <laughs> just half a portion. Half a portion. Half a quarter portion. Half a portion of those people are watching Rebels. Yeah. And so it's like, so if they said that if you're watching Star Wars Episode Eight and they reveal that Benicio del Toro's character that's named uh, Darth whatever is now Ezra. That's terrible. Ezra writing. Bridger. Yeah. Nobody except for fucking us guys and the the other f- ten people in that theater are going to understand who that character is. Yeah, no. Like you said, it's terrible writing. Yeah, I think if any character from Rebels stands a chance of making the crossover and being in any of these movies, it's Chopper, and even then, only as a cameo, Easter egg, because it doesn't hurt anything. Yeah, and yeah. the the Rebels fans can be like. Ooh! Look, it's Chopper. Yes, and it doesn't alienate. Or hold pe- on, just the movie fans. Or we see, uh, we see, we we see one of the uh, last. Uh, what the the what do they call them? Lasats like yeah. uh, uh, Zeb's yep. Zeb's race. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be an Easter egg, though, <laughs> yes. if, yeah. if you reference anything. It's That's not going to be crucial to the story no, in any way. No. It's not going to yes. be a character or a person. Yeah. It's just a, a robot or a, a lightsaber or something like that. Absolutely. I, I, guys, I just abandon... I, and I'm sorry. I hate to say this, but... You're I, not so, sorry. Why are you beating up these fans? Jeez. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. It's like, I, 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 get, I get text messages and Facebook messages all the time. Like, hey, Brian, do you think that you know Ezra Bridger could be fucking Benicio Del Toro's uh, character? And it's like... It's like, guys, don't just drop it. You're trying way too hard to make a connection. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. You think that'll stop since we've made this announcement? I don't think so. <laughs> no. I don't think so. No. I think uh, people are going to compare scars on anybody's face. And so, yeah. if anything, it's like emails. The more he complains about it, the more that come in. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Rebels so. Episode 8 talk is banned. So. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like, it's like Snoke. Supreme Leader Snoke at this point could be, he could be fucking Ezra, he could be Kanan, he could be Plagueis, he could also be uh, Anakin. I mean, I've heard it all. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Why, why can't, hold on, Here, here's a novel idea. Why can't Snoke be Snoke? Yeah. <laughs> why, why can't it just be an original character? Thank you. Have you seen the theory where he's one of the kids that Anakin whacks yeah. in episode three? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Anakin's stupid. jacking off kids? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say whack off for oh. once. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do, do, you think this, oh, yeah. do you think the next movie is going to be the resolution of what do we do about the, the, the remaining Rebel Alliance? Like, it, with Leia in charge, do we take them out... Do we have to take out their fleet? Take out Leia? I think. I think. I think the priority still is the same as the opening crawl from Episode Seven. We got to. We got to. We got to take out Luke. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's. It'll be the resolution of that, Jay. But I think that will be a factor. I would assume at some point they got to take Leia out. Leia's got to go. I would assume so. I don't. I don't see her continuing. I, I still think that the. I still think that Snoke is one hundred percent focused on Luke. Right. Right. But if Kylo needs to continue his no, training, the, 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 yeah. The but if you want Luke, he could get his sister. The whole movie. The whole movie. Jay though is finding the fucking. They want the fucking plant. They want the fucking uh, that uh, that little chip from BB-8. Right. To find out where Luke is. Go after his sister. 
fuck her up. No, they, I, I don't think that's their main priority, though. It's Their it, main priority is finding Luke. Right. He wants to take out Luke. You find Luke through his sister. I don't though, see why they wouldn't saying. go after Leia yeah, as the weaker of the how, two. You know what I just mean? Just because they have Leia, what's to tell Luke that she's in danger If or they take out and, Leia, Luke is coming. Period. I don't see that. Luke's not going to sit back on a far off planet all with on his, his sister own. dying. What's to tell him I that she's in trouble? Like, I, I mean, I get that. Yeah, hold on. Through the force. What's but... to tell him? Yeah, the force. He'll feel it. Yeah, yeah but uh, how are the where Empire... was he? Where was he when fucking Han died? Then yeah. he's not related to Han. Well, how is the well, Empire? Okay, Han's neither is not his neither, no, Well, neither is fucking Leia. But she goddamn sure as fell. She felt it in the fucking force. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. She has right. A connection to but, Han, though, more but, so than Luke did. But what we learned in I, and I, you know, I hate to bring it up, but Star Wars Rebels brought up the point that to be a true Jedi, you don't fight. And that's what Yoda said that they had wrong to Ezra was that you don't fight. So maybe Luke and Luke in Return of the Jedi is like, I'm not going to fight you anymore. And that is why it's called Return of the Jedi. So Luke I'm is just no longer fighting. Mm-hmm. But with the death of his sister, yeah, Han was something. Sure, I'm sh- he was pissed off. He was. I upset. think you're. I think you're assuming that this next movie is going to be like them targeting Leia. I don't think that she's the one they're targeting. I still think it's fucking Luke is the one they're going to go after. I think me and Joe both disagree. agree with. That. I don't disagree with We've, you at all. Yeah, we both completely agree. We're just saying. No, that it just Leia like you guys is a are means saying, to finding Luke. That's yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll kill Luke to. We'll kill Leia to get to Luke. How do you bring him out of hiding? You don't have to look for him anymore if you kill his. They sister. don't even necessarily have to kill her. They can just get her and right. make her feel fucking pain so maybe that'll okay be so they're gonna capture her again just like they did in episode fucking four yeah why not or yeah. kill her because they didn't they, capture they, her on they, purpose then, then you got fucking fanboys bitching about her being fucking in captivity again they just like she was in episode her. four <laughs> oh like they care what fanboys think when they're fucking making two million or two billion dollars you know or whatever. That, 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 okay you know but i have a point yeah I have a point for all the people that were bitching about episode four being, uh, episode seven being an exact ripoff of fucking episode, her being in captivity again. Do we really need to see that again? No. Exactly. That's my point. I think he's just going to kill her. I I don't think that she's the target. That's part of his training, eh? Uh, Kylo Ren's gonna kill her. That's he's part just of gonna his kill training. both parents. Yeah, that's part of his fucking training to go to the dark side. That's why they brought up the point that that's part of your training to disagree one hundred percent. I don't think we're gonna get a scene of fucking him killing both parents. I I, I think, think we, we will, will eliminate yeah. Carrie Fisher from the story pretty soon, though. Either by episode maybe, eight or but nine. But if they're doing it that way, then it's like he's got to tic tac toe and take out Luke too. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, it's I feel like, like that's if I was Snoke looking right. for Luke, I'd kill his fucking sister. I'm not trying to like. I'm not a master. Mind. Yeah, so epi- I would kill his fucking sister. Episode nine, Luke's dead, and let's take out nine numb too. That's the only one that matters. Fuck you, Lando. You're gone too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We're gonna fucking bring Jabba the Hutt back to life and just fucking strangle his ass again. Yeah, but there's no reason to do any of that. There is a reason to do it to Leia. Yeah, kill Leia. That will bring Luke out of hiding. It will make him do something. It will force his hand. He will not sit by and let that. Ha- it, like he's not gonna do nothing about that, and he's not gonna do anything. About fucking, uh, he's doing that b- b- about Han dying. He doesn't know about Han dying. Even he's gonna know when fucking Ray tells him. She's standing right in front of fucking him. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, he learned that fighting is not the the answer. So when Han died, he's like, I'm still not getting involved in this. I'm gonna stay on this fucking island. I'm not gonna show anywhere. Or he knew it happened. He knew it happened. But he's. 
as a Jedi, and the true way is to not fucking confront, no confrontation, no war, and that's what that's what Yoda was talking about in Rebels. So Yoda you're did saying, the same you're, okay, you guys are basically saying in order for Luke to do anything, he has to wait for his sister to die. I'm I not think that's saying what's that. going to, he's not waiting. No, for I'm it, asking, but that's what's going to bring him. He's not waiting for it at all, but that's what's going to bring him out of it. Well, shit, they this, fucking killed my sister. I guess it's <laughs> this time whole conversation. For, time for this old cowboy to fucking take care of business <laughs> yeah, now. That was the last straw. That's Last he may still not. I mean, God damn it. Yoda just fucking went to Dagobah and let all his friends that's fucking what, that's die. That's what I'm thinking. I'm starting to think that uh, this conversation... Luke's just, not Yoda. It makes me think that Luke will be less involved now, though. Like, no matter what, he, he'll train Rey and send her off to be the next hero, but maybe nothing will get him off that, that island. Maybe that's his Dagobah. I agree. Hmm. Luke is not going to leave the island. Yeah, he just Possibly wants to not. study the Jedi. He'll train the next people, but maybe is, is he Ricardo Montalban <laughs> and this is Fantasy Island. Yeah, fucking is, is, is fucking Yoda the new tattoo? <laughs> I was thinking BB-8 sticks around for that. <laughs> the lighter points. Deplanetus. Deplan. I don't agree with anything anybody's saying at this table That's right okay. now. It's okay. That's what makes it fun. Just speculation. Just speculation. Just, uh, just original trilogy characters have to die, and Luke's just gonna fucking uh, have a thumb up his fucking ass until just, his fucking that's what, Yoda, that's what Yoda did. Strap He's me. not fucking Yoda! <laughs> Luke I'm is not saying. fucking Yoda! They're but he learned from Yoda. Yeah, he learned, oh, yeah, he spent fucking ten minutes with fucking Yoda. He learned from Yoda, Yoda and Yoda, Yoda was on his goddamn back <laughs> for a fucking, for fucking twenty-five fucking minutes! And they were fucking around, and he made him shit! Shitty fucking stew. <laughs> he made him shitty fucking food, and he fucking had that stupid son of a bitch green motherfucker on his back for fucking an hour, and and he learned everything from him. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. That's all. That he didn't, he didn't have to learn everything from Yoda at that point in time. He's been around long enough to learn on his own. He yeah. doesn't need that fucking master to tell. He figured it out after Vader's death. Like that, he learned it right then and there. I, I'm not going to fight you now. I am not going to fight you anymore. Wait until my sister is dead just like Yoda's sister died and then I shall confront I you. He may say. not even do it then. He, you know what? He might not. He might just take a nap. I agree. And oh, he'll yeah. die during that nap. Leia, Leia's going to fade off. Yeah, Leia's... Oh, what? Sister? Leia's not lasting past sister, episode, the next one. Di- you know what? Time to take a nap. I guarantee oh, you. It's, it's sleepy time. I just realized... I'm with you, Jay. No further than nine. She's not of making it. Of course Jay wants Leia dead. <laughs> I don't think she's hot. That's the only way we could jerk <laughs> off to her. Yeah. <laughs> I think we figured it out. This yeah. isn't about you, my real life. You have ulterior <laughs> motives, sir. No. <laughs> then put her in the Slave Leia costume. <laughs> he just wants to see dead Slave Leia. No, I don't. Get that magic pack. This is, I, don't, I don't see this as a fucking Rocky movie. Why is that so absurd? No, I'm, hold on. I'm with you. I don't see why that's such a stretch. I don't see it as a fucking Rocky movie. It's not a Rocky movie. Oh, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. What? No, Rocky, Rocky won't fucking fight until Adrian says it's okay. <laughs> well, this is the exact same thing. It's like, well, Luke isn't going to do anything until everybody that 
he loves is dead. And then even then he may not do anything. Oh, yeah. Then he might just roll over and just fucking take a nap. Because he was taught by the green guy. It'll be up to Ray. He's like, what's that? What's that? How how do I make that raised bread again? (laughs) (laughs) Do do I? Can I get matcha off of Amazon? God damn it. That matcha powder off of Amazon? I was thinking that with that soup. You think that soup in Empire was a a practical effect also? Like the soup? Can we get that recipe from Yoda? The stew? Yeah. The stew. Yeah. No, I, I, I just, uh, like, I, I, like, seriously, I'm not, like, I'm yelling and screaming and shit. But, <laughs> like, on the flip side, I, you know, if you're right, you're right. But, like, I, 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 I just don't see that, uh, I don't see that the First Order, if I'm going by the opening crawl and everything that I've witnessed in these movies, um, I, I think their, their main target is to, to find Luke. And I think that, I honestly think that when, uh, when Kylo Ren meets with, uh, with, uh, Supreme Leader Snoke, he's gonna say, well, you know what? She may have think she bested me, uh, when we, when I tried to extract information from her and she extracted shit from me, but honestly, I saw an island. Yeah. And then Snoke, Snoke might have an idea of where Luke is at that point in That's time. That's all it takes kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I, I think like, I think like honestly Snoke might be able to put this all together and figure out where he is. I think that honestly, I think the first scene that we're going to see in Star Wars The Force Awakens is the first, o- first order mm-hmm. kind of putting everything together. And then I think that we're going to see, uh, we're going to see Ray and Luke on the run. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be a scene of the First Order plotting to kill uh, Leia at this point. That That's just my personal opinion. I don't think that'll be their main plot to begin with either, but I do think Leia doesn't have much longer to live. Well, at, least you know, by, at least by the end of Episode Nine, she'll be dead. fine. I, I don't think that they're going to use that to pull Luke out, though. Whether or not she dies or not, I don't think they're going to use fucking... I think Luke... I think, I, I, I think right now, shit has hit the fan... And fucking, I think Ray showing up to Luke for training. I don't think I don't want this to be a whole thing. Like, well, I'll train, I'll train you, but Luke's gonna run my, like a my pussy. Whole, my day, my day as a my day as a Jedi is done with. Obi Wan. I think dude. if if Luke is, if <laughs> Luke he's not Obi Wan. If Luke does, you run, guys keep saying this shit like, a, well, Yoda did this and Obi Wan did that. Well, Luke is his own motherfucking man, and he's gonna Luke run. He's his... gonna hear that. He's gonna hear that they know where he could be and then run away. If Luke is running, though, that's not it's what I'm saying. To I'm... Figure out more Jedi stuff. It's like, well, I need to decipher this before I enter the battle or something like that. It's kind of like with uh, Return of the the Jedi when you know, yeah, he could have uh, left Jabba's place and just kept on being a Jedi, but he's like, well, I gotta go back to da- Dagobah. I gotta complete one last thing. Yeah, Star Wars movies have symmetry. They all do. I, I don't think it would come as any shock if things, more things had symmetry. Yeah, I, I just happen to disagree with you guys when it comes to this. A lot of repeating ideas, yeah. I agree. <clears throat> so I don't think that Ryan Johnson uh, is going to just do what you know people think could happen i think that i think you know he's going to zig when you guys think he, when you guys think i he hope he zig. does I, I wouldn't be pissed off if he did yeah we'd all like to be surprised yeah. I, I think agree. i agree no like like i didn't like this i didn't like this whole line of thinking from the get go when people were like okay uh so when's luke When's Luke gonna die and when's Leia's gonna die? When's Leia yeah, gonna die? Why, did, why do we have to kill somebody? Exactly. I don't like movie. that. I'm it, not anxious for it. I don't want I, it. No, I don't like yeah. that way of thinking. Like, that, like I, I could be wrong. Mm. But on the flip side, it's like, I don't want to think like, oh, okay, well, in episode eight, Leia dies and then by episode nine, Luke's dead. 
Like, well, I, okay. I agree. I didn't think gone. Luke would die by the end of the whole thing. Right. When we last had this conversation, I, th- I, I know, think Luke but, will make it. But I think a lot of people do. If you look at most of the uh, the the internet that's out there, they're just like, okay, Luke's going to die in eight, or you know, Leia's going to die in eight, vice versa. And it's just like, why do these characters have to die in these films? Practicality for Curry Fisher. I just don't think yeah. acting. Yeah, that, that would be the me. only. I was going to bring that up too. The only way I could see Carrie Fisher getting. Uh, cut is the same reason as Harrison Ford is basically a lack of interest in doing the role along with like mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, n- no. You don't think so? I would like more money. <laughs> yeah, but at I, the same time... What she, have I been doing? She's got her whole like feminist thing and how That's like... That's my best Carrie Fisher. That's yeah, pretty good. spot on. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was getting ready to ask for an autograph. I know. I know. <laughs> I have my I'm, slave Leia figure in the car. I'm Carrie Fisher. <laughs> But I feel like her whole, like, women empowerment thing and and everything, like, she preaches outside of that role. But who's is listening like, to any of that oh, nobody. unless she's in a fucking Star Wars Exactly. Movie. That's the funniest thing about right. her as a right. person. I'm going to sit here and tell you what I told Daisy Ridley about her part as Rey. But who's going to listen to that unless I'm in a Star Wars fucking movie? Right. If she's not in a slave outfit, then I don't want to hear it. It's <laughs> a, a good bitch. point. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, hey this is uh, this is a proper pop culture leftovers episode. It doesn't. It's not a proper cu- pop culture leftovers uh, episode unless I'm yelling at you guys. Yeah. Oh, Jay yelled. That that was what really. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I'm like weather. Did you? Jake is all I'm shook like, it up from that. Like, Jay yelled. I was like, holy crap. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold I'm on. Uncomfortable now. Sorry. Hold on. I can ask you. Was your heart racing and shit? No. Uh, I'm totally. Mm-hmm. Me either. <laughs> no, yeah, my, my obviously was never. <laughs> I like, I like, I don't care if I'm fucking wrong. I'm fucking wrong. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, it's all it. Star Wars theories. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. I like getting riled up. Yeah. <laughs> with those mind. theories, both of us could be right. To be honest with you, yeah. it yeah. could be very much be a mixture of both ideas. Yeah, all the above. Yeah, dude. I hope I actually die in the theater. <laughs> God damn it! No, I hope I. I want to die before Carrie Fisher. Like, no, like I hope, like as I'm watching episode eight, like I just hope I like I like just drop dead in the no theater. No pain, no nothing. Like uh-huh. holy shit! Like all of a sudden, like at the end of the movie, like like the, there's one person not getting up. <laughs> and why isn't he standing? Like the usher is poking you yeah. in the room. <laughs> What's going on with this guy? I'm gonna call my manager. Don't stir him. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, uh, we're gonna wrap this bitch. Hey, Ryan Mears, comic slobs. Thank you for joining us. Oh, dude, this has been great. This is uh, the worst podcast I've ever been on, but it was still fun. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. That is true. Yes. And uh, yeah, I'm just happy that uh, people actually got to hear you. Oh. <laughs> nice. Oh, man, that was a sleeper for me. I was like, what? Oh. He'll get yeah. you when you're not expecting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right then just like oh uh, hey, hey no how can people listen to comic slobs oh yeah we're on itunes stitcher you know comicslobs.com easiest way just google comic slobs you'll find us on all the social media comic so. slob or slobs 
comic slobs. Okay. Yeah. Plural. Uh, yeah. If you want to email us, uh, because nobody does that, you know, give Brian a break. Send your emails to me. Yeah. I'll take them on. So <laughs> yeah, all you banned people. Comic slob at gmail dot com. You're not banned there. <laughs> Send us your dumb questions. We'll read them. Pretend they're Brian and Jay and Jake. And, and I'm really, I'm really glad I was on the show because you know I'm sure I'll bring you guys a ton of new listeners. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Our downloads are going to spike. <laughs> all time high. Yeah. All right, guys. We're, I'm going to wrap this one. And just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, thank you for listening and thank you for your patronage. We'll see you next week. Yada, yada, yada. Suck it or fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it, I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. Ready like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and it's all that makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat but it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat we're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the cool kids it, it, it's a trap good it toss it good it taste it do we love it hey let's fix it can't erase it let's embrace the tupperware party subculture spill over like a vulture carry over counterculture pushovers pop culture leftovers and with the uncool kids what's to say has already been said leftovers pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers podcasts that are original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover. Counterculture pushover, pop culture leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Love it, hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers.